You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Welcome to Blurred Vision, your window into the world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about it every week. If you want to roll, so I can say that with confidence now. <laughs> this yes. is your host, Jordan With. Yeah! <laughs> We're getting hyped this morning. That's Why? not how it's supposed to start. It's supposed to start with Zio Go! Oh, because of the uh, yeah. anniversary? Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's just, it's your host, Jordan With Z. That's my name, Zio. Your name's Zio now? Yes, my name's Zio. Why? I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I worry about you, Mike, if I worry a lot. Because <laughs> it's so funny. Power Rangers Zio has just been in my head. Wow, because literally yesterday was the 25th anniversary of Zio. Uh, well, maybe the some part of me knew that. <laughs> Your connection to the morphine grid. My subconscious, yeah. Right, I'm just funny you mentioned that, too, because so, someone that Eric is training wants to be the Rainbow Ranger. actually the Rainbow Ranger. Yeah, well, you have competition now. <laughs> well, fuck whoever that person is. Fuck them. Uh, uh, she's like your John Walker. <laughs> she's trying to take your shield, Michael. <laughs> Get it back. I am, I am the Rainbow Ranger. <laughs> she's over you. I am the Rainbow Ranger. But yeah, we're going to be talking about a lot of things racially charged as we can say a lot of things. Really just Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, I think I can say that with confidence well, that's now. that's a lot. It is a lot because we do have a lot to say. But uh, I can say that with confidence now that's racially charged because I think the internet has finally begun to accept that we're not looking too deep into the... Are they? The, They're the, not. Uh, well, I think They're the, not. Uh, the sections of the internet that will never admit well, to it, will never admit it. But <laughs> Maybe now because Papa Feige actually came out and spoke about it. Papa Feige? He really, what did he, what did he say? So when a white man comes out yeah, and speaks on black issues, then you pay attention. Then, then you pay attention. Oh, <laughs> uh, you want to know what he says? Yeah, I yeah, pull, I'm curious. I could pull the video up. Yeah. And while he's pulling that up, we're also going to be talking about My Academia and Invincible this week, the new episodes. Um, it's going to be superhero jam-packed stuff. Also, Shang-Chi, the Iron Fist we deserved. Uh, and a love death and, oh God. Wait. Okay. No, I got it. Oh, yeah. What is no, it? Keep, keep talking. Oh, I was going to say in a Love, Death, and Robot trailer, but uh, so what did Kevin Feige say about Falcon Winter Soldier? I mean, I think that's what we're saying. That's what, you know, Sam Wilson says, I'm putting the shield away, and uh, and a, a white senator says, good decision, son. Uh, that's a good decision you made there. And next thing he knows on TV, here's a blonde, uh, blue-eyed uh, mm-hmm. white man get, getting it. And whether that was conscious or not on the part of the people that made that decision within the within the, within the government of the story, um, it certainly, it certainly is making a, it's making a statement. I just mm. do. I mean, I think that's what we're saying. That's what was that a podcast? I don't know what it is. I just know it's on TikTok. So I, I don't, I uh, haven't seen the full video. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's basically what we all 
kind of assumed just by looking at the... No, no, no. Well, they're not, okay, they're everyone... like, you're, you're, you're reaching, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you saw that my TikTok, that, or not my TikTok, but the TikTok I posted my story, or is the guy talking about like, white people watching Falcon Winter Soldier. They're like, racism. Yeah, I saw that and I, I, I posted it on my story. Yeah, get the guys are looking too deep. And then meanwhile, and I am so happy WandaVision came out first now because it wasn't playing that way originally, right? Yeah. But now that we have a direct comparison of what, I'm not going to say all white people obviously but you know those white people they'll look really deep into some things but the things that they want to keep a blind eye toward all of a sudden oh you guys are reaching but meanwhile Mephisto <laughs> did you see in on uh, episode 3 at the minute 46 second mark <laughs> her eyes blinking slightly Mephisto yep. <laughs> it's like alright guys but can't have it both ways when it comes to race yeah. it's like <laughs> you gotta, I can't see Matrix dodging yeah. <laughs> What? John Walker holding the shield over a black man screaming in his face totally saying, I about, am Captain totally America. not about race. Yeah, not about race at all. <laughs> you black people always making shit up. <laughs> John Walker ripping off the wings of freedom okay, from so black this, man. Come on. <laughs> so this is this is the full video. And think it just means anyone can hold it. Does it say where it's from? Uh, it's from a YouTube show called The Undefeated. Oh. And they have the they have the whole cast, Kevin Fe- and the uh, writer, Michael Spellman. It's a 20, 26 minute video. It's called The Falcon and Winter Soldier Team Talk Supremacy and Superheroes. Mm. Okay, well, I don't think anybody else in this podcast needs to hear that to understand that there's a racial subtext to this Falcon and Winter Soldier. But let's say you're out there, you're on the fence. I'm like, we do have white people on the show. I mean, I mean we, not on the show, but. I, I know, but I feel like if you listen to the, us for three hours every week, you, at some point, you gotta be like, maybe these guys are on to something. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, would, you would hope, but. <laughs> I mean, just with their arms crossed. No, no. Every week I hate this. Yeah. No. Because <laughs> I mean, we, we've gotten some emails from people like, mm, I don't agree with you guys. Or, I don't think you. I think you guys are reaching. Uh, well, they say they don't agree or, with us on some I things. I don't think white privilege exists. Oh yeah. Okay, that's true. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, listen to that podcast, guys. The Kevin Feige podcast, <laughs> the Undefeated, right on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Check that out. In the meantime, let's jump right into our emails so we can jump into topics. We're trying to wrap this up quick so I can edit and get this out to you guys as soon as possible. So first up with iTunes reviews. All right, first iTunes review, because we have two this week, uh, comes from uh, Did This to Stop Asking. Okay. And the subject is Blurred Vishon. Uh, five stars. Guys, all I want to say is go follow Michael on Instagram. Okay, I lied. Also, go follow Jordan. And I love the show. Okay, that's all. Follow him, then I lied. What? I'm confused. Um, So follow me, but don't? (laughs) Well, he said all I want to say is go follow Michael. So then he was like, I lied. Also follow Jordan. And he loves the show. Oh, is this somebody like, that you know? I thought, was, I thought it was go follow Michael. I lied. Psych. Don't follow Michael. <laughs> but, but actually, go follow Jordan. That's how I do. It's because you're sensitive. <laughs> I could be. <laughs> um, did, did you don't know this person? Because it's weird that their subject is, did this to stop asking? Or their name is. No. What's the... Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know. know. They didn't say their name. It's I just, don't know who that is. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you, random. Yeah, I, yeah, I, pre- <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, follow me. Yeah, random citizen. <laughs> uh, and our last iTunes review comes from DJ Not Tanner. Uh, it's a five star review. 
uh, clarification on My Hero Academia. Ah, here we go. I love me some clarifications. Hey, Jordan and Michael. I'm a manga reader, and I can say that the movies are canon. Oh, remember we asked this last week? Yeah. To know if um, the Two Heroes movie was actually canon or not. But I've gotten, because I, I had two people hit me up, and they both said different things. One person was like, the movies are kind of canon, because there are th- some things that play into the, sh- into the show. Mm. But then... Uh, Rashad hit me up. It he, was, yeah, he said it wasn't canon. He was like, it's not canon. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, what is And what is this person about to yeah, say? Yeah, right? Is it in the manga or is it not? <laughs> um, let's see. He says that they take place between the volumes. Oh, so he's, he's quoting Hirokoshi, the author. So I'm going to say the author would know. He says that they take place between the volumes, which means they happened off screen. Also, they're not in the manga, but Hirokoshi says that they're quasi-canon by just acknowledging that they exist. Unlike in Dragon Ball Z, where the timeline would never line up for some of those movies. Um, they aren't explicitly mentioned, but heavily hinted at. There's a point in the manga where a doctor tells Shigaraki that he needs him to handle something, which seems to be referencing Nine, as he is killed by Shigi at the end of the second movie. That will make a lot more sense when you get deeper into season five. As far as Bakugo theories goes... The movies have no implications on it since I believe it has been around before the second movie. Basically, the theory states that when Bakugo becomes the adult, he becomes an adult, he gets sent back in time to become the second user of One for All by Aerie. What? Ooh. Oh, Aerie does have the power to rewind time on people. But if she could, instead of, this is some, oh my god, this is some Avengers Endgame shit. She can only affect what? people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But think about in Avengers, it is so weird to make this comparison, but think about in Avengers Endgame when they were experimenting with time travel on Ant-Man. And the idea was to send Ant-Man through time, but they accidentally pushed time through Ant-Man, and he became a baby. And Tony Stark said that when he came back and helped them with the time travel stuff. He was like, oh, you Scott Lang was a baby, right? It's because you pushed time through him and not him through time. Is that what... Cause we, and we've seen now, over and over again, that my academia abilities aren't like basic as in they only have one use usually they have multiple uses depending on what they are and i feel like if Ares' power is to control time on an individual she's literally rewinding time who's to say she couldn't rewind like send somebody through time rather than send time through the person i mean right yeah but i'm, I'm like that's too much that's too much and, but, and plus, but that makes sense and plus like Ares do that to him though and a lot of stories when you deal with time travel and things like that it, it gets way too complicated like even avengers endgame like yeah. As much as we loved it, because you know, because the ten year build up, timey wimey. <laughs> not even just that, but like you really think about the plot, this shit doesn't hold up, and a lot of stuff don't make sense. I think it holds up because they have the out of nothing we do during time travel affects our reality, so we can do whatever the fuck we want, and it's just affecting the other realities. We but visit. even still, even that doesn't make sense because Why? then you get the writers saying, "Oh no, with the Captain America, oh, like, yeah, stuff that, with Captain yeah. America," and then you got the director saying a completely different different thing well that's their fault for not being on the same page <laughs> so it's like even the like the plot for the movie and even and not even just that but like you think about like how the fuck does steve rogers get everything like he oh he supposedly put everything back how did he put back the fucking soul stone on vormir yeah yeah how did he put back the tesseract and the mind stone they were no longer it wasn't in the tesseract anymore it was the stone yeah. how did he put it back in the cube okay how do you put the mind stone back in the scepter where's stop the it. scepter the scepter was destroyed stop it <laughs> Ah, I'm not hearing you. <laughs> You're absolutely right, though. So, but like, so time travel, like, stop, stop, stop using time travel. Yeah. Um. So you wouldn't like that if it was revealed that Aerie 
it makes sense on paper, right? Like that kind of holds water. With- I mean, that would make sense. But even just this idea but of Bakugo why? being the second one for all, I'm like, I don't like it. Because then again, like even the same problem I have with like the MCU and everything has to be tied to the Infinity Stones. It makes the universe smaller. Yeah. But then also it's just a weird, like I, I need to know why. Why would he be sent through time? Why would he need yeah, to become? Him? Yeah. And does he return? Because she sent him back. Is he, does he live his life? And like you said, in the past, it takes away from Deku being unique to me. Like I said before, I don't, I didn't even like that in the two heroes movie where he had one fall for a little bit. Not a fan. Um, let's see what he says though. Uh, how would Aerie have that power? Quirk evolution. Oh, he explains it. Quirk evolution is a plot point that will be brought up later this season when you get to a certain arc. People believe that Aerie's quirk could evolve to the point where she could time travel. Well. There you go. What's even crazier that theory also states that Kirishima Red Riot is the third user. No, now it's getting now it's too much. Everybody's got one for all but Deku. <laughs> um, third user as he also gets sent back to receive one for all from Bakugo. Why does this happen? You ask. Yeah, please tell me. I have no idea. <laughs> as the series well, goes, yeah, it seems to become more unlikely by the chapter. Currently in the manga, Deku has all of the quirks except well, well, spoilers for the manga. But currently in the manga, Deku has all the quirks except the second and third users. We still don't know who they are, but they seem to be the rebels of the group, and it's hinted they don't accept Deku. Huh. They won't even face him when everyone else talks to him. Also, All Might's spirit is supposed to resemble his younger self in his OG costume, since that is when he got one for all. Oh. I hope this clears up some confusion. It does, and it also raises further questions. I'm hoping to provide. I'm happy to provide more details if needed. Oh, and if you think Shigaraki is broken now, just wait. Yeah, if he gets all for one's powers too, fuck man. Like, if you can combine anything with "I touch you and you disintegrate," you're pretty OP and broken. Um, and on that note. Uh, anything you want to add? Because I'm just like, I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, yeah, the, every time I ski, now I'm like, that does look like Bakugo. But the second well, one, I'm like, you, I don't know if that, that doesn't look like Red Riot to me. Why would Bakugo be the red one and Kirishima is the purple one? Right? I mean, every time we see Bakugo and you see, like they do a thing with, he's always like reddish. I agree with the Bakugo color, but not the Kirishima color. I think that's what I'm saying. Like, Kirishima I, but it doesn't even too. look like Kirishima. That, 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 no, it's got uh, like a weird ponytail happening. Yeah, that ponytail. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Especially if Kirishima... Like, now it's just like a one-for-all, like, grab yeah, bag. Everybody, everybody in Class A has one-for-all. One, one yeah. You get one-for-all. Invisible Girl gets one-for-all. <laughs> she becomes really What's invisible. What's like... I mean, uh, it's a little weird, the Invisible Girl stuff. Because she's naked? Cause she's, yeah, because she's and naked. And they all acknowledge it now? Yeah. Yeah, before they never really talked about it. But when you've got, like, a 15-year-old girl... Jumping up and down, doing jumping jacks, talking about like it's. I'm super cold because I'm butt naked. Yeah. It's like, hmm. <laughs> did you notice the froppy butt scene this time? No. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> did no one notice? It's just me. Uh, all right, so let's jump into emails. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me wanna wag my tail. When it comes, I wanna well. Uh, this is a long one from Nick Hidalgo. He's got overall corrections and context for Invincible and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So maybe I'll save it. Please don't let me forget. But let's, I'm gonna, I'm let's save this for after we review uh, Falcon and Invincible. So let's jump forward to our next email. Uh, oh my god, this one. Oh my god, guys! These are all super long! <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a lot, man. This is a lot. <laughs> I'm, 
gonna I'm gonna save this one too. And this is from what a is new it about. I mean, this is from Kersnerth Jose Piera, uh, Olaf, first time emailer, short time listener. But there's a it's a lot. It's well, welcome. Yeah, welcome. I appreciate this email. Um, if we weren't pressed for time, I'm trying to get this episode out as soon as possible. I would read it, but let's just jump forward. Um, I'm gonna save this email too. Uh, next email comes from Huge Marvel Casting News, Celebrity Insider. Did you guys receive my message? Just want to share with you some huge Marvel news. I saw that there is a Young Avengers film in development, and some of the characters have reportedly been casted. Just want to let you know. Mm. No? Mm. What? What's wrong? Cast it. Oh, cast it. <laughs> cast. Uh, so I've heard it's still a couple of years out because Marvel is still working on Phase Four. And where? Did, uh, where did they see this? Where did they see this news? I didn't see this news they anywhere. Have, they have references. Okay. Uh, I've heard that Haley Steinfeld, Kate Bishop, Alex AJ Gardner, Iron, Iron Lad, Catherine Newton, Cassie Lang, Amari well, we Villani, yeah, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, and Richard Elijah, Eli Bratley have been cast to the film as well. As far as how big each role is, still to be determined. Also, from what I've read, I think that Alex AJ Gardner, Iron Lad, would have a major role, majorly due to the fact that he's the leader of the Young Avengers, and he's probably right as of right now the one we know the most. Who, yeah, we uh, haven't Iron Lad. Yeah. In terms of like screen time for the character, I guess you could argue. Um, uh, you think they'll make him Iron Lad, Scott, not Scott a young, Lings. not a young Kang the Conqueror, which is who is actually Iron Lad. Why not both? No, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, he has references. Um, let me open it up. Like he's got articles. CGM. If it's from, if it's from, uh, fucking, we we what's what is it? We don't uh what. We got this thing covered, whatever. Oh, um, let me see. Geek Vibe Nation. Yeah, it's, we got this covered. <laughs> That's the third source. No, it's not an no. accurate source. <laughs> That's not a good source. Okay, well, Michael says that your sources are questionable, Celebrity Insider, but thank you for the email. Uh, next, But we already know, just based on what we see, that the writing's on the wall, that they're giving us Young Avengers. It's just... In what format? A Disney Plus show or a movie? That's mm. the only thing that's really up in the air. But in terms of if Young Avengers is coming, it's like yes, it's like we, get, we the only ones we're missing. The only one, we're only missing two now: Iron Lad and and Hulkling. We have everybody else. I feel like just by the pedigree of the actors, it would probably. And, I mean, granted, and, Billy and Billy and Tommy are missing in space or whatever, but we heard their voices. We know they're gonna, they're going to show up at some point. Oh, I saw. And news. then they're going to age them up. Did you see the the news that the the set photos were? were leaked on the set of Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness and they have uh, Billy and Tommy. No, I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. They're on set. So, so then there maybe you go. S- either it's a vision or maybe he's actually going to bring them back in that movie. No, I mean, we heard their voices at the end of the yeah. Multiverse and we know Wanda's slated to show up in Multiverse of Madness. So. Yeah. I think Young Avengers is probably going to be a show, not a movie. I-, I prefer it to be a show, to be honest. More time to develop them, too. I agree. Um, next email comes from Gilbert Ramos. New Mutants movie. Did you notice New Mutants movie was on HBO Max? That is all. Did you notice that? Have you seen New Mutants? I haven't watched it. I wasn't interested. Not enough to even bother? No. Oh, wow. So we're in the same boat. So we, could, we could watch that. I mean, if I mean, Mortal Kombat's this week. Or next week, rather. No, Mortal Kombat's Friday. Yeah, so I mean, oh. but we're reviewing it next yeah, week. Yeah. So we don't need a movie review to do, necessarily. But that's something that we probably should check out. It's the it's technically the last Fox X Men movie. Is it though? It's not connected to Te- nothing. Technically, it's not connected to nothing. <laughs> it's isn't it loosely connected to Logan? Was that the idea? No, no. I thought I heard that somewhere. I could be wrong. As far as I mean, who who and Logan is in it? 
No one, but I, th- I thought it takes place in the same timeline. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Uh, next email comes from Diego Bandana. Immortal. Really, bro? Martin <laughs> 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 spoilers. <laughs> we are terrible with spoilers. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, man. Uh, blame Michael. That's Michael's now fault. Blame Jordan. That was not my fault. You it said is. it. No, I, I, but you you made me say it. I didn't make you why say you, it. Like John Walker. Why are you making me do this? <laughs> Don't gaslight me, bro. Uh, let's see. Next email comes from Khalif Topping, Blurred Vision, Falcon, Winter Soldier. Hey, guys. I remember one of you guys said you never cry from watching a slow sh- show slash movie, and I think it was Jordan. Huh, that's a lie. Yeah, that's definitely a lie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, recently it's flipped where Michael's cried more in movies than I have, which is like, I don't understand this. <sighs> 2020 burned on my soul. <laughs> yes. Um, let's see what he says. Did you cry when Isaiah was telling Sam his story? No. I didn't cry either. No. But I was really moved, but I didn't cry. I was more upset, but I didn't cry. More upset, like mad about what they did to Isaiah? Or what do you mean upset? All of that. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Um, and I was hoping for an Adam Brashear, aka Blue Marvel reference in Isaiah's story, because he also fought in Vietnam when Isaiah fought Winter Soldier, and we might get the Thunderbolts after all, since Zemo is being taken to the raft. Yeah, I, I've heard that rumor too. I don't know if they're, I don't. I hope. I hope so, but I don't know if Marvel is going to do Blue Marvel. Oh, Blue Marvel problem. I don't, I don't. I can't see that. Because I'm like, you got Blue Marvel, and there's a Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel Marvels. Yeah. We can have one less, and we just get rid of Carol Danvers. Well, and just throwing it out they're, there. They're not going to do that. So I'm like, <laughs> they're not going to introduce somebody that's going to steal pull, her shine. Yeah, pull focus from Carol. Have we this once before with Superman and Supergirl, and we've seen how that worked out? Maybe we should just get ahead of the curve and. Jump to Blue Marvel now. <laughs> I mean, I already sent you a video. Like, oh, I watched. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't, I, I reacted to it with emoji, but I didn't actually tell you that I watched it. Uh, it was all facts. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly how I feel about Supergirl. Um, can't wait to see how this ends with Sam's Wakandan suit. Yeah, that's what I hope it is too. If if he doesn't have vibranium wings, I'm be mad. Yeah, I think it's wings in a suit. It better be wings in a suit. I was kind of getting worried. I'm like, is he not gonna have wings in the suit? Because then he's not Falcon, Captain Falcon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, Rory Grace, next email. Captain Falcon. <laughs> I just said this. I just said that. <laughs> Hold the America. The fucking feels of that conversation. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. I agree with Michael about how ignorant Sam was being. Ooh, you said he was ignorant? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, definitely sounds like some suburban I'm the black friend energy. Wow. You feel like he's the suburban black friend? Mm-hmm. That kind of hurts. <laughs> All the people who uh, complain that it wasn't about race need to look in the mirror and smack themselves. For real. Isaiah Bradley and Adam Brashear are canonically the two most hidden heroes in Marvel history. Big shopper, shocker, both are black Americans. And the fact that we get to see one of them multiple times in MCU, groundbreaking. Elijah being protective of his grandfather is the type of thing we need to see on TV. Protect your non-toxic elders. Is that what it says? Protect our non-toxic... It's all one word, so I couldn't read it. <laughs> um, news that I forgot to do in the last email. For the first time ever, two black queens main-evented the biggest wrestling show of the year and the first major show in front of a live crowd since the pandemic started. Stay healthy and nerdy, my blurdies. What? Wrestling? What yeah, is- I was about to say, neither of us watch wrestling. I was like, what? So. <laughs> but that's cool. I mean, historically, yeah, it's, it's not, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um... Really, you feel like Sam is being the suburban friend? Oh, we can. Yeah, talk. we're gonna we, we're gonna get into yeah. it. That's that's interesting. I don't. I see I where you're on, kind of coming a, from, I, but I went on a rant. Wow. <laughs> um, I was gonna say. 
spoiler alert, uh, Lamar's name is no longer Battlestar, or his name is no longer Battle Coon. Yeah. I'll keep it. That was Battlestar. Okay. But Sam, he might be Falcoon. Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Come on. That's too much. I mean. (laughs) All right. All right. Next email comes from Snake Bob. Captain America Shield. Hey, guys. Just a correction from email two weeks ago. Uh, I meant to put you... I meant to put you should have Ron on the podcast from Michael's YouTube live, not Rob. Rob, Rob, Rob explained. Comics explained. Remember we t- oh. that was Rob. Um, but on to what's keeping me thinking these Wait, past. Wait, what? Who? Who? He says he. We thought he said. We well, said Rob. So oh. we automatically went to Comics Explained. Uh-huh. But he's saying Ron, the person that you have on your. YouTube oh, the live person show. I have on my show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's. It's first of all. Too early. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a firefighter. He bar- he barely could do my show. Like, oh wow! <laughs> I never know that till like the day I'm like, hey, are you available this week? I'll let you know by noon. And I'm like, got you. Or not not this week, not this week. I'm like, hey, are you available today? Yeah, I'll let you know by noon. Cause he's like, he, I don't know if you ever watched the uh, the in living color skit. Mm. It was like you got thirteen jobs. <laughs> oh, he's got a lot of jobs. He's got like three jobs. Oh wow! So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the real reason is Michael doesn't think I'm black enough to be on that podcast. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> uh, but on to what's been keeping me thinking these past weeks. How does Cap's shield work? Like, if he throws it, can it come right back to him? How? Did, well, we've already know it, it defies the laws yeah, of physics. Yeah, they, they talked about that in uh, Civil War. Yeah. Uh, like, for example, when Sam and Bucky were throwing the shield, they were just catching it on their arms like, how? Yeah, we really think about it. The way they're holding that shield is through sh- like if you held the Captain America shield like as a prop, right? Yeah. It's like you it's like belt buckles that you slide your arm into. There's no way. Yeah, they're like whoosh. Yeah, there's no way a shield spinning at super high velocity from different angles you could slip your arm into the very narrow belt buckle slot and it to catch it to turn in the proper way. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> But you well, know. it's Wakanda technology, yeah. so there is a way. Movie magic. That's, yeah. that's the real way. Uh, for example, when Sam and Bucky were throwing the shield, uh, catching in their arms, like, how? And congratulations, uh, and congratulations, Michael, on your two kids. Wait, what? Did you at least know the person who did the fraud? Wait, what? Remember I, I mentioned last week? That you have two kids? <laughs> you clear? Is your memory? I th- I'm like, I thought I was the one with the bad memory. I don't remember what you said. What you I, say? I said last week, because we were talking about uh, taxes or something like that. Or what? <gasps> Yeah, and I said oh, somebody, claimed two kids? somebody somebody claimed two kids on my taxes. Oh, 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 oh! I vaguely remember that, <laughs> and I didn't know that she did it, and so she ended up getting the money, and so I ended up on the IRS. Oh, the fuck was I doing? I spaced out in that conversation, part of the conversation. Or was it with you? I don't remember. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if it wasn't with me, that's a fuck. That's the equivalent. No, I think I did. T- no. Okay. We- I hope it was. Just, I would rather I had forgotten than you don't even know if you told me or not. Because it's like, it's like saying the wrong person's name in bed. Like, oh, Monica. My name is Franklin. Like, what? Or if you're getting Monica and Franklin confused. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was with you. Okay. I don't remember. Maybe I was like reading an email or like reading ahead or something in my notes. Um... But yeah, so let's jump to the next email. Poet Cartis. Oh, but to answer your question, I didn't like know her 
But this is when I still worked for Delta and I was a flight attendant. She was a fellow flight attendant. Mm. And so there was like a Delta Facebook flight attendant group where I'd like post. I was like, hey, guys, you know anybody? Because flight attendant taxes are weird. Like you got, you got to do specific things and there's certain things that we we claim and blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to bore with all the logistics. But I basically posted mm. on the Facebook group like, hey, does anybody know anybody that does uh, flight attendant taxes? And so a couple of people uh, gave me her name. And was saying that she's good and she does it. And so I uh, went to her for that recommendation. And then she was like, well, do you need any extra help? I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. I just said, uh, yeah. Mm. And that turned out being two kids that I didn't know about <laughs> on my taxes. And so because I have, you know, when you have kids, you get more money back. Yeah. Well, the IRS audited me and was like, well, we determined you don't have kids. So you owe us forty five hundred dollars. I was like, "Well, why do I owe forty five hundred? If you didn't, if I don't owe kids, just take the like whatever." Yeah, it was like because we sent you a check for forty five hundred dollars. I was like, <laughs> "I didn't get no check." Yeah, it was like, "Uh, yeah, we sent it to this bank account." And they said, "I was like, can you tell me?" It was like, "We're not going to give you the account number, but we sent it to a Delta Community Credit Union bank account." I was like, "No, that's not mine." Because I don't. Wait, so what happened? Did they chase her down, or did you have to pay no, it back? No, I had to pay it back. That's crazy. Because there were just because I told I, when I told the IRS about it, they were just like, "Well, we don't know. How do I know you weren't in, uh, in collusion, yeah, with, her collusion or with her or whatever?" Oh. And so then I called Delta. I tried to get Delta involved and file an ethics claim against her. And they were like, "Well, considering this happened outside of work, we can't do nothing about it." So then I called a lawyer because I'm like, "I'm gonna sue her." And they're like, <laughs> it "Probably well, cost forty five hundred dollars to sue her." <laughs> probably. And the, well, the, but they're like forty five hundred dollars. That's such a small amount. I'm like small amount. My Ass, they were like, you yeah. have to take her to you have to take her to small, small claims, claims court, court yeah. but small claims court, you have to be in the same state, and she's in a different state. So you, so either you would have to go to Georgia, or she would have to be in New Jersey. Welcome to the logistics of our system that are bullshit. Yes. <laughs> so basically, I ended up having to. I still owe the IRS. Wow, that's some bullshit, man. Yeah. yeah I guess I was like reading ahead in my notes or something because I feel like I remember that story. Or it wasn't me. Who knows? Yeah, either way. <laughs> How about the reader? Let me know. Was it George? Where'd you hear this story? Yeah, please. Please tell me. <laughs> um, so Port Carter is the next emailer. He talks a lot about um, what we've already discussed with Aerie and her powers and the possibility of them being time travel based, which I, honest to God, makes so much fucking sense. It just seems like the natural evolution of her powers. Um, and he kind of goes into detail about um, what we've already covered about their... Uh, the lineage of different one for all holders. Um, I'd read your whole email, bro, but I just want to keep moving forward because we're already. It's like Aaron. We gotta keep moving forward, Michael. <laughs> Tatakai. I was thinking, uh, meet the Robinsons. You didn't see that. Never mind. <laughs> not black enough. <laughs> it's not. It's not a black show. It's, a, well, it's like a. It's a Pixar movie, or is it Pixar or Disney? Huh? I don't even know. What was that? I don't even know what that is about. What is it? Uh, wait a minute. No, it's Disney. Mm. Uh, now this almost had me crying. Meet, Meet the, the Robinsons. Robinsons. Yes, it's a Disney Disney movie. Oh, that is not at all what I thought it was. Never mind. What the fuck is that? I've never seen that in my life. I've never seen this man. <laughs> it's, it's very, it's very good. Okay. Really? Meet the Robinsons. Yes. You wow. Should, you should watch it. Uh, okay. But uh, there's, but the, but the motto, the the saying that they say all the time in the movie. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. All yeah. right. Text me a screenshot and I might watch it. Um, all right, so our last email comes from 
crap. And if you don't cry, you definitely lost your soul. I lost it somewhere, bro. <laughs> uh, Shang-Chi from Joshua Eckerton. Shang-Chi teaser trailer makes Iron Fist look like it had a $4 budget. You're not wrong. Visually from how the clothing and even to look at her fighting in short clips. Her fighting? His fighting? Her fighting? Yeah, clips look 10 times better than anything that was on Iron Fist. Short, sweet, to the point, and factually accurate. Thank you, Joshua Eckerton. And on that note, talking about Marvel things, let's just jump right into Falcon and Winter Soldier. We don't want anyone else to get hurt. You don't want to do this. Yeah, we do. Uh, this week's episode was titled Truth. And for those that know our race system here on Blurred Vision, I'll drop it here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable. And then you have less than passable and more than passable. Thank you, Catch Upon. Um, just right off the back, I mean, we've already kind of touched on some of the sports this episode, so it's going to be a spoiler-filled review. I just want to give my general thoughts and... Uh, before jumping into full spoilers, but I love this episode. I feel like I've seen people talking about how, like, IGN reviewed it, and it's like, there's not enough development in this episode. It's like, this episode's been all development. How could it be not enough? I've seen some people say they didn't like how this episode seems so slow. and That's why I liked they it. They didn't like the boat. Yeah, that me too. That's why I liked I liked it. Yeah. So. Come before the storm, before the final episode, we get more. Although I was surprised that, about, you know, with this being the penultimate episode. Was it more they, action? Brought it down? Yeah, that they brought it down. I feel like it's necessary, especially for the 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 <clears throat> subject matter we're dealing with with this show. Now, because we, we all know it's about racism, you guys, right? We're all on the same or, page now. Or is it? It's a, the theme is racism, <laughs> <laughs> racial inequality, <laughs> microaggressions. It's all there. Um, I, I think it was necessary to slow things down and kind of flesh things out. And I think there's so many beautiful metaphors, so many beautiful lines said in this show that resonate with not only just a black audience, but with, I think, our history as a people. Like, I mean, we can get into, I, I, have, I, wrote, I wrote down, I never write down quotes, but I wrote down quotes from Isaiah Bradley because a lot of things he said hit home. Just throwing it off, like, off the cuff, like, if you're not bitter as a black person, you're not paying attention. Like, that's some Michael Mack shit, and it's fucking true. Um, and the fact that they said that in a Disney show, I mean, maybe you shouldn't be that surprised after Black Panther kind of went there, but I feel like this show, even, uh, I was going to say, even this show, say not goes, even, yeah, that, Black Panther. Because <laughs> we only got that side from Killmonger, the villain, but this is where we're seeing a, a hero, a veteran, a soldier, um, someone who literally did the same thing Steve Rogers did, but rather than be rewarded for it, he was punished for it. And if that's not the black experience, I don't know what it, we just went through a fucking, I mean, bringing some reality into the show, George Floyd's murderer was just tried and convicted, but there was even a question. <laughs> like the fact that it we had, how many, how many minutes, 18 minutes of video of this man killing someone from any angle you want to see that, and there was still the question of this man is guilty? Like it shows you the disparity in our in our society, and I feel like this episode did a great job of kind of showcasing that through Isaiah's character. And we can get into everything else with you know with Bucky and Sam, their conversations, Sam and his sister. But I feel like this episode is easily the best. Just in not, terms of not, even just, not even just that, but just to show like when you take two steps forward, you take five steps back because mm. literally the same day people were celebrating that Derek Chauvin got arrested and convicted 
Another incident happened where a 15-year-old black girl got shot in Ohio literally the same day. And she's the one that called the cops. She got shot and she called the, I didn't even hear about this. Yeah, she called the cops and she got shot. 15 wow. years old. So Did they question what McKe- drug she was taking before? Makia Bryant. Or? Oh no, people already <laughs> Yeah, exactly. People, I, the fact that people, I even had to know. People are already know. trying to well, they're not, not drugs, but they're already trying to justify because she was she was getting jumped yeah. by a bunch of I think like three other girls. And so she pulled a knife on them. Okay. Trying to attack, you know, because she was getting jumped. So she was defending herself with a knife. And I guess in the midst of that, she called the cops. I don't know when she called the cops, but she called the cops right before because mm. I think they were stalking her or something like that. Okay. And so as soon as the cops arrived, the cops saw her with a knife. Boom, boom, boom. Like four gunshots to the chest. Yeah. What the f- And I see people on the internet. Well, how are they supposed to know? She had a knife. She came across as the aggressor. <laughs> Fucking Kyle Rittenhouse literally shot people during a protest and the cops still were able to take him in without killing him. I mean, there's so many things online now that literally show the pattern of armed white people being just arrested and detained versus unarmed black people being Dylan Roof killed a killed. whole church of black people and was taken to Burger King. Yeah. He had a bad day, guys, okay? He's he's a poor kid, okay? He has mental health issues, okay? Yeah, that's the other, <laughs> that's the other guy that killed the Asian. It's always the same bullshit, he though. He had a bad day. And I mean, Falcon Winter Soldier, we talked about it before, but this is not something that was written after the Black Lives Matter movement but it doesn't have to because this shit is timeless it's a pattern that keeps happening in our society yes, that's why I'm like you take two steps forward and take five steps back yeah and the cycle fucking continues but okay so I'm curious to know what you felt about this episode general thoughts but also I mean judging by what our emailer said <laughs> and I'm like I, again I kind of understand where you're coming from but I'm curious to hear what you had to say about that we get to that later but uh, okay. general thoughts like why am I so, I feel like I'm screaming general thoughts <laughs> But uh, yeah, I love this episode. I thought this is my. F- I thought this is my favorite <laughs> episode of the uh, season. Mm. Um, I really love the conversation between Sam and Isaiah. Yeah. I was surprised by how because almost in in many ways, like you talk, like even when you mentioned Kilmer, like I thought Isaiah in this scene, like this, he really had no fucking filter. Well, remember when I, I was thought like, that- it's almost, it's, it's almost, it's almost kind of like. Anthony Mackie and Carl Lumbly were talking. Yeah. <laughs> and they were just talking about these fucking white people. Like, and they were, they were like, wait, are we still rolling? Yeah, keep rolling. Keep rolling. Keep rolling. <laughs> Pledge leads to that, my brother. <laughs> like, that shit hurt. It was like, yeah. oh, you're right. <laughs> so remember I'll, when I thought that Isaiah Bradley was going to be the one to motivate Sam to be Captain America? <laughs> Couldn't be farther from the truth. No, I, th- I mean, I thought the same thing. Yeah. I thought, you know, they had to have one conversation. Then after that, I thought, I thought Sam would be the one to bring him around and be like, yeah, you know what? I didn't think to give a black man a shield. And like, nah. It's like, yeah, you got the shield, but they ain't gonna let you be Captain America. And if you could, you know what self-respecting black man would be him. And I'm like, shit, you're right. That is some real shit. Because if like someone was like, hey, Michael, you're Captain America now. You'd have to be like, ah. But there's so much weight that comes with it. Not even like the weight that like someone like Steve or Bucky would have. And I'm glad they had they put it in Bucky's mouth to be like, we never even thought about that. That wasn't even something me and Steve considered. And why would they? They're both white dudes from the 20s. <laughs> but there's so much racial weight. But you would think, because they're both white dudes from the 20s, but I feel like they, 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 weren't, I, they weren't any black people, you hey, know... Like he probably had a black, he probably had a maid when they were when they were growing up. I, I like to believe that they're like the super like 
uh, out of touch woke white people in the twenties. I, I get, I, I get you know, that yeah. part. They're like I don't but, understand. I never understood racism to begin with. So I just this seems yeah, natural I to me. I get that part yeah, that they're yeah. trying to go with their character, but they still knew it happened. Yeah, like even in Steve's book, like I was thinking about it. I was like, wait. He should at least have the civil rights movement in his book, yeah. Because he didn't, but he maybe didn't, he didn't know about that. But, but they're both ignorant, ignorant white guys, so maybe they, they did the thing that all white people kind of do. It was like, but racism is over, right? Because like the the civil rights movement happened, and now they have equal rights, right? <laughs> maybe I don't know, but he should have still been aware of it. But I, the thing that I at least appreciated, and I'm like, if more white people could take their cues from Bucky, things would be a lot better than they are in terms of race relations. What did Bucky do? Apologize. He apologized. Yeah. He acknowledged where he fucked up and he apologized and he's like, I'm a, you know, moving on, do better. I'm gonna try to do better. Yeah. You know, whatever. I acknowledge I was wrong. Most of y'all motherfuckers would double <laughs> down and don't even apologize and acknowledge like the privilege and all yeah. this other stuff. Even when you're called out on it. And Sam's face when he was like, Thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. You know. It's like that's part of the problem. It's like yeah, you thought I just gave a shit for no reason, motherfucker. No, look at my skin. <laughs> it's like it's like white people would be so concerned about saying the wrong thing or, or or appearing racist that they either don't do anything, which is a problem, or they just double down on their they, they get defensive and they double down on it as opposed to like, no, just apologize. Like, you're white. We're, we know you're going to mess up. We know you're going to be racist. Yeah. But just, to, like, if we call you out, just apologize and do better and move on. Yeah. Boom. That's all we want. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad I'm glad we had that moment with Bucky. And, yeah. I, I, Even I, they didn't kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> Because I counted four moments. Oh my god, you counted moments. Well, you over here with like a fucking tally, like four <laughs> moments. Like I literally have a TikTok video waiting to go at eleven o'clock. Oh my god. <laughs> with, I mean, I'm not gonna spoil it on, say it on here. Well, I mean, all, by the time all, this, yeah, by the time this post, but like I could show you the the draft because I'm just like, no, this you can't tell me they're not fucking. Like that was like they literally. Uh, oh, about to get <laughs> He's so upset. He's more upset about this than the racism. <laughs> I am. I am. Because at least they gave me the racism, but they what literally, the they literally, literally. A, they've been queer baiting Bucky since like the beginning, <laughs> but then they literally had Bucky wake up in the middle of the day when he was on the bed. And first of all, actually, let me let me rewind. <laughs> it's your number. The fuck. But. Okay, so <laughs> okay, we about to get into a whole dissertation. I guess so. Of some gay, <laughs> uh, we gonna talk about some gay shit today. Oh my god! <laughs> so first of all, you jump back to we got to jump back to Winter Soldier. Okay, remember the conversation that Buck that uh, Sam first had with, with with Chris Evans, and about like oh you know sleeping on a bed. Yeah, yeah. On a bed of rocks, yada yada, mm -hmm. nightmares. Which you they reference. Yeah, the you the can't sleep. Show. Marshmallows, blah blah blah. Bucky wakes so up. So Bucky floor. wakes up on the floor in the first episode. He's yeah. still having nightmares. Then you jump to this episode. What happens? He's sleeping on the bed. Yeah. It was the first time we see him sleep on the bed. He had some peace, right? Why was he able to get that peace? Because he slept next to Sam. Wait, what? They were in the same like house. Literally, they were in the same bed. <laughs> but they were still. He was still. It wasn't until he was in Sam's vicinity that he stopped having nightmares. That he was able to sleep on the couch. I thought he was because he was bonding with the the family, making the boat better, like fixing the boat. No, wasn't it was it? no, it was Sam. No, it was Sam. <laughs> and then, then he woke up in the middle of the middle. It was like the crack of dawn. Yeah, the he kids sees are the playing. Kid, yeah, the, the kids are playing cute. with the shield. He looks and he doesn't see his boo. So what does he do? He gets up. He goes to look for him, and what happens? They're both literally on a ship, shipping. 
alone together. Mephisto. <laughs> Fuck you. So I'm like, there were four moments that they could have kissed and it didn't happen. And I'm fucking mad. That's the end of my gay shit conversation. Actually, wait, I, I, gotta, I gotta show you the video. Oh my God. I just like how you're so passionate about it. <laughs> so wait, here's, here's the video. That long, loving look in their eyes. It reminded me of um, Force Awakens. Is that your comparison? No. Uh-oh. And look at this. They're doing that whole macho thing. Oh, yeah, we're totally not gay for each other. Oh, co-workers, friends. It's like, come on, man. You don't have to affirm your heterosexuality if there's nothing going on between y'all. So him hitting on his sister's just a beard? Like he's, he's, I mean, he's bi. <laughs> oh, okay. Look at his ass as he's walking away. Same energy. Say you can't tell me. You cannot tell me that is not the same. I mean, you're not completely wrong. <laughs> I I got from that that look Bucky and Sam were giving each other. I instantly got um, Poe and Finn vibes from like the uh, Force Awakens scene. And funny you say, as soon as you say that, I just saw another image in my head. Literally right before Bucky walks away, he, he hits Sam on the shoulder. He bites his lip. Yeah, that's that's why I, I got the Poe Dameron vibes from that. So I'm like, I'm not making this shit up. I am not making this shit up. <laughs> ah, I can't completely deny what he's saying because I also kind of saw it. That's the fucked up part. Or maybe because I'm hanging out with you too long. <laughs> so now I'm like reading but into even it. still, you're seeing it. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not, yeah. I am not making this shit up. So, so when I get upset about queer baiting and shit like that, there's a fucking reason. So you think like Bucky's trying to fuck Sam and his sister? I mean, <laughs> I wanted, I want the whole family. At the, at the end of the day, he's like, I'm going to have a, I'm going to either be in a Wilson or a Wilson's going to be in me. But, or, 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 or both. Vice versa. Because, you know, if it's Sam, they can flip flop. But, I like how you even gave them like an assignment of what their, their roles are in bed. I said they could flip flop. Yeah. Uh, but I was talking about his sister. Obviously, if it was his sister, he's going to be in the sister. Yes. But Sam. No, I got the, it. I yeah. got it. Just in case anybody out there that didn't get it. You picking up what he's putting down, guys? You, you see what you're doing with this? Okay. All right. I, I'm not going to leave that word. I, I don't deny what you're saying because I did see that, that moment with Bucky and Sam as like a really. It, it gave me strong Poe Dameron Finn vibes. So. You're not wrong. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so let's just, talk about, let's just break over the episode and talk about it. So we, we both, per vision, both of us? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, now I'm mad. It's all, <laughs> wow. It's all, well, use that anger energy. And let's talk about that first scene that opened up with John Walker and his fucking gaslighting and his white privilege. Why are you making me do this? I'm like, that has some school shooter mentality if yes, I've ever it, seen it. It definitely is. Like, come on, man. The writing is on the wall right there with this character. But that fucking fight Wyatt, was awesome. Fucking Wyatt Russell, man. Were you also mad that he was playing even like, the fight that he was against I'm Bucky like, and Sam? I'm like, his acting is so good. I just want to suck. Like, let me just, what? let me what? just. You went the complete <laughs> other way. Like, I was like, his acting was so good. I want to punch him in the face, and you're no. like, I want to suck his dick. Like, what is that? <laughs> what does that mean? No, suck the soul out of him. His, Where's your mind? His supremacist, <laughs> his white supremacist. Wyatt Russell. <laughs> oh, okay. Not not John not Walker. John Walker. Oh, okay. All right. Fair. But how did you feel about that fight? Because it was I need, fucking I need epic. to steal that acting talent. Maybe. 
I can get a roll. I mean, even how it opened him running into that warehouse and like him, you could see the just in his facial expressions and the way he was kind of like looking up, going crazy. You could see that he knew he fucked up, but I could I could feel the anxiety of him going through all the thought process of like, oh my god, everyone saw me. Oh my god, my life is over. Oh my god, like my legacy is done. What do I do? Like you know what I mean? I could see his thoughts just in his facial expressions. Yes. Yeah. And even even. Uh... The moment where you saw the, the the still image that they released, where you see the warehouse and he's bending down with the shield and you see the blood and him leaning against the shield. Like, yeah. you know everything that's going on in his mind yeah. because of his fucking brilliant acting. Yeah. And a lot of it, I've noticed with Wyatt Russell in terms of him portraying John Walker, there's a lot of things that he does that are subtle. Mm. Like, even uh, when, when, when Sam and Bucky uh, showed up to, to confront him, and you saw like his emotion kind of drop from from going like oh fuck what did I do what did I do let's go to, to work now it's like, yeah now it's like all right here we go and he like does that head the help the head tilt yeah and it's like just all the like subtle things that he does <laughs> Hits it's it like, with the Wanda that's yeah the, you know Wanda's going crazy yeah, when she goes crazy she... <laughs> connections yeah so this yeah I, I love this scene I, I thought that like the score when when they started fighting yeah it was all that it was, was Civil all great. War level like yeah. that was a dope it was. The choreography was amazing. In Although part of me is like, come on now. Like, I, yes, I was mad. <laughs> I was like, especially like all of like the build the bucky being like, yeah, I want this fucking fight. I want to beat the fuck out. I've been waiting for this since episode two, my guy. And then he's giving him the work. Like it takes both of them to defeat John and Walker. And even that, like they barely won. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I like the, the, music, the memes I've seen of like, um, uh, Sam and Bucky had Tony and Spider-Man energy trying to get the gauntlet off of off Thanos. But uh-huh. like, even that comparison, John Walker's there's Thanos. Come on, son. And I mean, I get. The, Do you oh, think he's stronger I, than I Steve just, Rogers? I was just about to say, uh, like Nagel or whatever, the scientist that they shot. Yeah. They say he said he perfected the super soldier serum. So I guess based based on that, whatever version Steve has. Oh, that's is, a good point. I read it as like because this serum doesn't give you side effects at all, even good side effects. Like I mean, with, it could be that. With too. Steve Rogers got all bulk and shit, like, yeah, but masculine looking. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen to anybody. Like you don't see Carly with like fucking <laughs> bodybuilder muscles. Yeah. So I, that's how I read it. But you're right. Maybe that's they also mean, that's also because like Steve Evans. I mean Chris, Chris Steve, Evans. Steve, Steve Evans. Evans. What? <laughs> they are the same person. <laughs> Chris Chris Evans actually looks like that. So they just had a body double or whatever for Chris Evans in the beginning. Yeah. But then Chris. Seven's like he's actually six two, mm-hmm. and he actually his body looks like that. So they had to just plus that happened in a comic, but they had to justify yeah, you know his body looking like that. But you're right; it could be that they mean perfected is in stronger. But uh, that would explain why I, Bucky was getting his ass kicked by the but three. Yeah, but but I, no, but that doesn't make any sense because then when the John Walk when we went to go um, stop John Walker episode four, he Bucky took out the super soldiers like nothing. It was like oh, it's not a fight now. Like when it was one on one, or was one, one, combat ability. They, also weren't as trained they're not as trained as John Walker true but what I was gonna say in the comic John Walker is more powerful than like he's way more powerful than Steve Rogers yeah I remember you saying that yeah so if they're gonna go that route maybe not make him as strong as he is in the comic cause in the comic he can lift like 20 tons yeah probably not gonna go that route but say he's stronger than the Steve Rogers, Super Soldier, maybe. Because the way he bitch slapped Bucky and like shorted out his arm, I'm like, Steve could never. Like, I saw Winter Soldier. He was whooping Steve's ass. <laughs> this dude's whooping Bucky's ass. But I was just like, even knowing that, like, 
U.S. agent in the comic is stronger than than. But I was still like, but I haven't seen anything in the show to yeah. justify him. Maybe okay, maybe the super soldier serum giving him the stronger strength. But in terms of his fighting prowess, yeah. I haven't seen anything to show to justify him whooping both. Not even just Bucky, but both of their asses like that. Yeah. But I'm like. Like they, there All were several right. times where both of them could have been killed. Yeah, if they weren't together. <laughs> but, but somebody made a point. Well, remember, Bucky's not the Winter Soldier anymore, so he doesn't have John Walker. <laughs> is that like when he's fighting, he's, he's trying a, to kill. He's like, in kill mode. Yeah, he's trying to kill them. Yeah, they're not trying to kill, so it creates it's a different dynamic. True. True. I'm still just like I'm still mad though. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was like, <laughs> I'm still mad. I wanted him to get. I wanted him to get his ass spanked. Yeah. And granted, they did whip his ass with the power of friendship. I like that that double team move they use, where like um, it's like he, a wrestling move. Yeah, he throws him into the shield. Um, that whole fight sequence, uh, especially how Sam fought with the wings and jetpack, especially after he gets his wings ripped off and he uses jetpack as like leverage to kind of counter their super strength. Yeah, that, and that was also really cool. another thing to show how strong he is: the fact that he fucking ripped the wings off, which Bucky did too, uh, in Winter Soldier. But I like the. But he, but he didn't. He didn't do it with his bare hands. He was using something. No, he used his robot arm. I think he, he ripped off one of. Uh, no, he had, he. Uh, because I just recently watched Winter Soldier like three days ago. He had like he used like a rope or some shit. Because like Sam was trying to fly to yeah the, fly away yeah he like grappled him oh, and pulled it yeah and pulled it oh yeah well he just used his bare. You're right. So then that, if that's the case. If that's like the and plus that was a, comparison yeah. of strength. And plus those were older wings. These were these are much newer. Stark Tech, where that though that was where like the Winter Soldier, wings. yeah, it was the prototype wings. True, true. So let's say maybe John Walker is stronger, but I love the meta, the visual metaphor of like taking a black man's wings. That's come on, that's gotta be a freedom. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I assume that was like a like a because I like the so much visual language was in that fight. Moments where Steve, I'm not Steve, uh, Sam is looking at the bloody shield, trying to get it back, where they drop the shield and John Walker and Sam are trying to jump toward it to get it. Mm-hmm. But uh, John Walker knocks him away from the shield. Like, you know, it's literally a visual representation of what's been happening in the story. And I thought that that's why the fight resonated so much. And even when Bucky like, drops the shield. Saying, I am Captain America. Yeah. Insanely. No, you're I not. I am <laughs> Captain America. It's like, you know what? Right. People are saying like, no, you're not. I'm like, you know what? In this moment you're literally america yeah you so. are america <laughs> he's gonna kill he was gonna george floyd him like he had the no, show he was gonna head. do the same thing he was gonna do the same thing to sam that he did to uh, the other guy the yeah, flag smasher his chest Nick, nico yeah that's his that if if john walker was in the fighting game that's his finishing that's move. his yeah that's his, <laughs> that's his wrestler finishing move. that's his tombstone <laughs> like when bucky dropped the shield like just take that shit bro <laughs> like all his work to get this shit um but how do you feel about the end of Zemo's story? Since this is now the wrap up, it, it, I'm not gonna say it felt anticlimactic, but it no, it did. Okay, <laughs> all right, then I, then we kind of are on the same page because like I I wasn't like disappointed, but I was just like I thought there'd be more. It it seems almost just like a setup for the next time we'll see Zemo more so than like a true conclusion to his story. No, if, if, it, to me it felt like, hey guys, you know, it, like you know how the end of a. Uh, at the end of a Marvel movie, it'd be like this character will be returning. Yeah, and, Zemo will return. And yeah, Zemo, Zemo will be returning in Thunderbolts because it's like that's exactly how it felt. Because yeah. even even with the Wakandan saying, "We shall take him to the raft," but why though? Like you literally had him in a prison and he escaped. 
Now you're gonna take it to another prison that we already Raft. know that we already know people have escaped from. But the raft isn't more secure than wherever he was, maybe. Yeah, but guess what? Idea. Sam was in the raft and he got broken out. Well, Ant Man was in the raft and he got broken out. Like, what's yeah, the stop? Yeah, that was Steve Rogers. Yeah, but that was the Captain America. The so odds I, are. But he's. But my point is, somebody people got broken out of the raft before. I mean, you say that it might be John Walker breaking him out when he gets recruited by Hydra. And, and not even just that, but like, think about Black Panther and. Uh, their 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 grudge against uh claw claw killed people in wakanda yeah so they wanted him to go back to wakanda to face justice yeah zemo killed the king yeah you don't think they would want to take him back to wakanda good point but why didn't Shala do that then I don't know. <laughs> you, because, you're right. Why didn't Chala take him? They have plans. <laughs> they have plans for his character, not for yes, his, for his <laughs> character. <laughs> but I like that for Thunderbolts. <laughs> I like the conversation between Bucky and, and uh, Zemo, where he basically tells Bucky that he's got to kill Carly. Like Sam won't do it; he's just like Steve. But you, you understand that motherfuckers like that got to go. And I like that because in the next moment, you think Bucky is gonna—I I didn't think he was gonna kill him, but the idea is because Bucky no, is a no. trained assassin, he was gonna just put Zemo down. Yeah, well, I, I but didn't he made think that so, choice because I mean, you saw this in the trailer. This is like one of the first trailers where you saw. St- him holding a gun and then he drops the bullets yeah so I'm like, like oh the, so this is that scene yeah the symbology of he's like I'm not a killer anymore and I think that's why when you jump forward to that scene in um, uh, Sam's home he wakes up for the first time on a bed not on the floor and he wakes up smiling rather than from a nightmare like, I feel like that's because he because had he just, the choice. He woke up smelling Sam. Or <laughs> he yeah, had the yeah. choice to kill and he chose not to and that, gave, uh, that kind of empowered him. It made him feel like he had control over his mind again to some extent. With Sam on his mind. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then Bucky calls in the favor for the, uh, the, the, the suit, which I hope. Even though part of me was like, this is so Bucky, this is so white of you. Like, I, need, I need another favor. It looks like you don't, you know, they don't owe you anything. It's like, it's like, how does, how does favors work in the MCU? Like the Wakandans took him in when they didn't have to. Yeah. They took away his brainwashing yeah. when they didn't have to. They gave him a brand new arm yeah. when they didn't have to. How does he get to ask for a favor? They should be asking for favors. Like, how does this work? Well, maybe. Let me get one more favor. Yeah. Nah, motherfucker. Like, well, maybe that's what happened. He was like, let me get a favor. And the next thing she says is, no, fuck you. <laughs> is he even White Wolf anymore? Remember she, she, she called no she called him White Wolf. She, oh, she, did say she White said Wolf. stay uh, if I were you I would stay out of Wakanda for a while White Wolf. Okay, so at least she gave him his title back. But maybe she did say fuck you. But he was like wait 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 wait. It's to make a black man Captain America. She's like oh <laughs> <laughs> then okay maybe yeah. <laughs> because if if his suit is not vibranium with vibranium wings I'm be upset. Because from Wakanda. I mean, it has to be, though, right? It has right? to be. Yeah, if you're asking the Wakandans. Yeah. And that'd be a good way to, you know, in, in a world where Sam's not a super soldier, if he's got Wakandan tech, you know, now I'm he's also Black like, Panther style. You know, I'm also like, so they just, what, what they just had that line around somewhere? Like, Shuri's there. That's a, yeah, doesn't that take a while to make? <laughs> no, no, like, no. no. Shit, they, they, they knew it was coming. They yeah. were like, <laughs> yeah, let's prepare. We already. <laughs> just in case <laughs> we want to make a black Captain America suit, we already got it covered. Yeah. With wings, too. <laughs> that looks exactly like Falcon's old suit. Yeah. Uh, I heard there was leaks of the suit. Have you seen it? Yeah, somebody showed it to me. Oh, so you have seen it? Because there's a toy, there's a toy or something that's coming out. I haven't seen it. Does it look like? Um... No, don't show me. I don't oh. want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you see how Michael's about to spoil me? He's like, oh, let me show you. Um, 
do you does it look like the comic? So why are you asking me questions if you well, don't want to know? Well, I was curious if you saw it, but I'm I'm now wondering does it look like the comic or is it more like the show or more like the MCU? Yes and no. Does he have a full face mask? Or is it like the comic where it's like a half it's, kind of thing? No, it's the goggles. Oh, so he just keeps the goggles. Yeah. Okay, I like that look better than that weird like kind of a mask he has in the comics. I never really understood that. It's like, how do you? Why would you have a mask covering your neck, but doesn't cover your mouth or face? Like, what's the point of that? Was, was there a mask? You know, I'm talking about in the comics, though. I don't think. So. Yeah, I know what you're talking. I'm it's talking so about. weird. Like, why have a completely open face mask? <laughs> Does it make sense? I don't think there was a mask. Um, before we get to the Isaiah Bradley conversation, I was curious about um, how you felt about John Walker and his white privilege. The fact that he murdered somebody on television, which is not like, come on, we've seen now from recent events that just having footage did not necessarily mean you're going to be proven guilty of something, but they gave him the privilege of not just arresting him. They just stripped him of his title and his veteran status, and he won't get paid by the government for being a veteran, but they'll let him live his life. And then he, and then he did the thing in court. I'm like, you, they, if that was a black person in court doing that shit, they would be like, you know what? Never mind. You're going to jail now. No, he does. He does kind of have a thing, thing on the side. Oh, he does. Based them, on the toy. Then yeah. I'm really curious how they're gonna do that in live action. You don't want to see it? No, I don't want to see it. Because this might not be it. <laughs> no, this I don't want to see it. This is just the toy. <laughs> yeah, but usually the toys are accurate. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I want to show it to. Does you. he have wings? I want to show it to. You. <laughs> <laughs> I know because you love to spoil me. <laughs> no. Yes, he has wings. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, but so for John Walker, how did you feel about that court scene where he's literally yelling? And it looks more, it looks more like Steve Rogers outfit ish. Oh, good. Than than uh, in the comic. Yeah, because the comic had a lot of white in it. So I'm, I'm kind of. I mean, this has a lot of white in it too, but it also has. But it's styled like the MCU Captain America suit. More so like the Civil War. Okay, I think. But it's... a little bit of Winter Soldier too with the emblem. With the classic, uh, the the stealth suit, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Oh, I, that's the best Captain America suit, in my opinion. So that's awesome. Yeah, don't show me. <laughs> I I like the mental imagery I'm conjuring in my head. It's because <laughs> like it doesn't look. No, no, this is the comic. This is this is this is the oh. comic. It doesn't like it doesn't look like this, but it does. But not okay. really. Okay. All right. But it's like like. Cause like the the wings are all red. It's not the wings aren't red in the other suit. I'm glad. And the emblem the emblem doesn't look like the. I mean it does, but it doesn't. I'm glad that the wings aren't all red. They didn't. It looks kind of tacky to me in the comics. Some of this I, I like some of the elements of the suit in the comics, but other elements are kind of tacky. So I'm glad they streamlined it for them. And it do, I mean it doesn't look like the, the face, the mask. It doesn't look like this. Cause it's a weird mask. Yeah. I never understood that in the comics. But it's still it's still there, but it doesn't look like that. Okay. All right. I'm curious now. But yeah, how do you feel about John Walker yelling at the <laughs> the Congress when they're telling him like, "Hey, we're doing you a favor. You made me. I, mean, I did this because you told me to." <laughs> I mean, a it goes to show that he never had the temperament to begin with. No, hell no. And what did uh, even Lamar said? The super soldier serum it just makes you more of who you are. So we're seeing more of who he is. Yeah, that superior the superiority complex. Yeah, and. Not even just that, but it also like part of me also feels like if this was reality, I don't know if they would have stripped him of his title or anything. Like I don't think they would have did that. You think he would just kept everything and they would? would you think don't they, think he would even be thrown in jail or nothing? No, because part of happen? me, because part of me also feels like, well, the government chose him. 
Yeah. So now all of a sudden you're like backtracking and what well, we strip you of your title, yada, yada. Now it makes them look stupid. I, I disagree. I feel like that's exactly what they would do because they would scapegoat and be like, yeah. It's all him. It wasn't us. He, I mean, it's, it's his temperament. It's I his. mean, maybe, but how many times have we seen? Under the bus. How many times have we seen shit actually caught on camera, and there's no consequences for the cops? Yeah, maybe they'll get temp- suspended. They'll get te- <laughs> yeah, they'll get temporarily suspended with pay. Okay, so I take it back. I feel like what happened in reality is first he'd be suspended. Then there'd be an internet backlash in black Twitter. Then they backtrack and be like, yeah, actually, he, he's gonna, we're putting him on trial now, and now he's gonna be, we're gonna throw the book at him. And then they would like pat themselves on the back, like, yeah, see, we did the right thing. It's like, well, you put him in that position. In I the mean, first maybe, place. maybe not, though, because even still, like, well, A, it's not like he killed a black person, so I don't know if black Twitter would be, granted, it's not to say black Twitter only gets outraged well, when what was black that guy? He wasn't, killed. he wasn't white, though, right? He was like, I think he was white. He was? The guy he killed? I thought he was like, Maybe he's, maybe he's spicy white. Spicy white. <laughs> but uh, spicy white. <laughs> yeah, not not Anglo, but but I don't. Yeah, I don't think he was like. But regardless, I like, he was like Spanish but regardless, it was it was it happened outside of the country. Yeah, and so because of that, like again, we've had stuff on video where drone strikes are killing civilians and things yeah. like that. And what do they do? They justify it for however however they want. So I'm like, I feel like they would try to figure out a way to say, well, he was a terrorist, so yada, yada, yada. And, you know, this is our Captain America. We chose him. We got to justify the mm. reason we chose this man. Otherwise, like I said, I feel like it would make them look stupid. I think what was the nail in the coffin for him is the fact that the guy was begging for his life. He was like, please no, before he got killed. Like, if it was like, more aggressive, then I think they could have spun it that way. But because it was so like black and white, and even though we've seen things that are black and white in our recent history, literally, yeah, <laughs> still you know not get met with the justice it deserves. Yeah. But but either way, I'm like, granted, we still we jumping forward. We we know he's going to be fine because of Contessa. But even if she didn't Is that, show that person's name, that was oh Val, right. Well, Contessa Valentina uh, De La Fontaine. No, Elaine Cont- from Contessa, 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 Contessa Valentina Allegra De La Fontaine. Something like that. The fact Whatever. that you know it is crazy. But yeah, she's. A, I, I saw. I was like Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> You're evil. I didn't watch Seinfeld. I just you know didn't it was, watch Seinfeld. Oh, no, wow. I just knew it was. Ju- I knew it was Julia Louise Dreyfus, but I don't. She's never, a good actress. I never watched Seinfeld. Yeah, uh, a lot of people say she's like the best female comedic actress ever. Mm. She gave me I got the Harkins vibes in this. It was Constance all along. <laughs> or Contessa. Con- Constance. Yeah. Well, what I was saying is, uh, even, even if she didn't show up and gave him the card or whatever, I'm like, he's a white man. He'd be fine. Like, <laughs> even though his titles and shit like that were stripped, what, what's gonna, what, what would happen? He would, like, go on Fox News and be, like, a contributor or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He just changed his, uh, his like, audience. Yeah. He'd <laughs> probably end up making more money. Yeah. Doing guest appearances, yeah, and doing shit. guest like, appearances than he would as in, in the military. No, no, and I mean, no, no. like again, because really, oh, Michael, you just like to talk. You don't know. What you're, literally, one of the cops that shot Breonna Taylor has a book deal now for Simon and Schuster, <laughs> and that's not a lie. Of course, maybe it'll end up being taken away if there's more backlash. But right now, he still has a book deal. Yeah, and he's so fucking privileged that he thinks that despite. Literally, the shield being taken from him, despite the government stripping him of his, him of his titles. What was he doing at the end of the episode? Talking about, I'm not Tony Stark, I'm not Captain America. Meanwhile, he's pulling a Tony Stark to make himself Captain America. I am <laughs> Iron Man. And I'm like, what kind of bootleg, janky ass shield? <laughs> but I'm like, one thing I will say though, if I see, because I'm like, it's just steel. 
It better. They I better want, not throw that shit and it bounces. But like, yeah. But I want the the symbolism of him trying to hit Sam's shield or Sam hitting his shield against uh, his his janky shield and either it denting his. Like, you know what I mean? Like the true America. You know, I want that moment where John Walker goes for like a hit and Sam blocks it and it's like that moment. Of, dun, dun, dun. Nah, nigga, I'm the real Captain America. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I want that moment. Yeah, I do too. I was gonna say, even like if the shield breaks, like yeah. the, it breaks was, on Sam. Because I was saying before, like before Sam fully takes on the mantle, there has to be a moment that he fights John Walker by himself without Bucky to. and wins. Yeah, it has to. Yeah, it has to. And I feel like that's why they even gave him the handicap of having one arm broken, right? Because not like his hand could heal. But it's healed. You saw it from the end. Like it's healed now. Oh fuck! Was it when he was making the? I thought he was just hitting the hammer using the hammer hand was his not broken hand. I didn't see him with a sling on anymore. That's true. I didn't. I didn't even think about that. So the Plus, I mean, super soldier. Yeah, he's a super soldier. Healed super fast. Like within what less than a week? Maybe it was a week since that fight. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I could. I I'd buy that if that's I mean, the case. It's not necessarily the same thing, but yeah, Buffy is a slayer. Broken bones heal in a week. Yeah, eh, fair point. Um. So wait, how do you feel about the that Hydra? Is that the big like oh the big uh, cameo appearance of somebody's big in the yeah, MCU? It's, it's, her. it's her. I was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> it's, it's WandaVision all over again. <laughs> I mean, remember he said it's not somebody we've seen, but yeah. it's somebody in the comics. Yeah, but everybody was like guessing something way more yeah, important. Was, than yeah, that. but supposedly because you know, remember Black Widow was supposed to come out before this. Supposedly she's in Black Widow. Oh, but we didn't see that. So even Black Widow was scheduled before Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah, Black Widow was supposed to come oh, out. Oh, the movie, dog. Yeah, Black Widow was supposed it. to come out in May yeah. last year. Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come out in August of last year. That's true. So that would, would if Black Widow did come out first, that would have been a big, like, oh, shit, from the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way. So now it's going to be no. like, oh, shit, from the show. Yeah, from the show, yeah. <laughs> um, Which I guess technically will work out better because remember... This will technically be the first time somebody from a show universe showed up in the movie universe. True. Because remember before they kept saying, oh yeah, the MCU is it's all fucking connected. Netflix, but then, right. Then you got Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The whole world has Inhumans. But meanwhile, in the MCU, they're like, Inhumans? What the fuck is that? <laughs> so, Are you excited to see what they do with potential Hydra being resurrected and maybe Dark Avengers, maybe something like that? Yeah, maybe I'm, I'm curious. Because... I don't know. Maybe I don't know if they're gonna go the route of having her be Madame Hydra. Because I mean, the C- Contessa, she's like a triple agent yeah. in the comics. She worked with Nick Fury. They had a long-standing relationship, like a lover-type relationship. They were dating for a while. Oh man, Samuel Jackson and Elaine together. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. I'm like, is that gonna be a thing? Are they gonna <laughs> tease that? But then she also was a, a, a agent, like undercover, and she took over Hydra as Madame, Madame Hydra. Mm. But her real allegiance was uh, this uh, Russian organization called Leviathan. Mm. And so. Yeah, that's, she was. That's she, the Italian for Black Widow. Yeah, she was a triple agent. Oh, so maybe it's the same case here. Maybe. Um, because there isn't really Hydra anymore. So, why not? Just because we haven't seen it? I was gonna say we haven't seen it. So maybe that's what the point is. is yeah, I guess maybe resurrecting yeah, Hydra. Yeah. You cut off one head, two come up, right? Is that the whole point? Or they could be setting her up to be like the evil Nick Fury, Dark Avengers. That's kind of what it felt like. Her recruiting their version of Captain America. And I feel like that's the way the next, after whatever they do in phase four, like if they don't go for next big bad, like Thanos level, it would make sense for this world that has all these heroes popping up now to have the antithesis, to have, yeah. you know, the Legion of Doom. 
What's it in the? I guess Dark Avengers. That's their Dark equivalent. Avengers. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe instead of doing like X, Avengers versus X Men, they could be Avengers versus Dark Avengers. I'd be down for that. The new Captain America. I because mean, we all we we need something to to for the new team to have a crucible with. Like like how Loki was in the first Avengers, we need that that moment where they have to rally together, yeah, with all these new characters. Yeah, we don't yeah you know, we don't know what what because as far as we know, there's no Avengers movie coming anytime soon. Yeah, no, probably not until Phase Five. Phase yeah, Four probably, seems like yeah, probably not to the end of Phase Five. Yeah, exactly. So what's we'll, because yeah then yeah I, got, I guess we got to figure out how the the logistics of getting everybody together because you know now we got Shang Chi and all these new characters coming that so don't cool. know each other yeah so then how do they get together I feel like the, Strange. plus now you got Sam Wilson being the new Captain America like all these new cat like Black Widow's gone all this other stuff new so Black like, Widow because it'll be yeah probably new your Black sister. Widow yeah so like now how are all these new people it's so funny to is remember- Thor still gonna be involved I mean he's still around but is he gonna come back I hope so. But I, I think it's so cool that... Because he might be done after Thor 4. Do you Who remember knows? when all new, all different Marvel got all that pushback? Because it was like, oh, it's fucking woke Marvel. Oh, yeah, social, oh, justice, social justice Marvel. Yeah, but... And I, I, you know, credit to the movies. I feel like the shows and the movies do a better job of fleshing out the characters and making a segue rather than just being like a hard... Now here are the new Captain... The new new Avengers in the comics. This... We're we're kind of walking that path toward that same outcome, and it feels more earned. Yeah. And I really like I like that we're getting to that more diverse uh, uh, Marvel lineup. Yeah, I agree. That was one of my biggest problems with like Riri Williams in the comics. Just, like, it was just like, by the way, there's a black girl. And she's yeah, it was just like here she is, but there was like, but where's the? She, she never she like she never even met Tony Stark exactly. before. It's you like, needed that like that yeah. period of mentorship and like passing the mantle, and that's. Oh, and that's so what, in this, like we know we're getting Riri Williams. At least, per, the perfect time to introduce her is, is Armor Wars. Yeah, and maybe have her. And Rhodey, don't make her. Don't make her Rhodey's like niece or anything like that. But I thought that'd be cool, actually. <laughs> all black people got to be related. <laughs> but at least, but at least have her like involved somehow. And then maybe she's like a, a mentor mentee relationship with Rhodey, and then that's how she starts to become inspired to become Ironheart or whatever. Yeah, and the MCU's been doing great at that. Like. Seeding characters with development throughout, like what they kind of did with Captain Marvel or uh, Photon or whatever, yeah. Monica Rambeau. Yeah, and I feel like they'll they'll continue that trend. And I think it's smart and I think it works. And people that say it's forced are fucking lying to themselves. <laughs> this makes sense. And to get to the point where we now have more minority representation within the MCU, just makes sense. Granted, which is why I wanted to say, white guys had to open the door. Yeah, but you know we're here now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but that's that's why. Even though I know he doesn't need it, but that's part of the reason why I was like, I still want Sam to have the super soldier serum. Yeah, but I feel like thematically, at only this point, because yeah, I know thematically it doesn't make sense, but only because I'm just like, how many super powered black people do we have in this universe? Monica and Valkyrie. That's it. Yeah. But to be fair, if he's got Wakanda tech, he's basically a superhero at that point. Because who I mean, knows? Like, if it, if the jetpack's better, it compensates for super strength. He doesn't need the serum if he has that. You know what I mean? I guess. But yeah. T'Challa had uh, Wakanda tech, and he's still a super soldier. That too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Let T'Challa stay the black super soldier. For yeah, now. but he's not around anymore. That's why I said. Until they recast him, yeah, hopefully. That's, that's why I said Valkyrie and Monica. Yeah. Because T'Challa's gone. Well. Chadwick is gone. We don't know what they're doing with T'Challa. Yeah. Um, so that, let's, let's, let's talk about um, what the crux of the episode was about from Isaiah and Sam's conversation to Sam and Bucky's conversation that eventually led to Sam be, taking up the mantle of Captain America. I want to know how you felt about Isaiah's 
the points he made to Sam and the perspective he had that Sam basically he didn't ignore. I like that he didn't go like, nah, he's wrong. He acknowledged that what Isaiah is saying was valid because it is. It's the reality of the black experience in America. But I like that what Sam told Bucky, his advice to Bucky mirrored his line of thinking, his logic with taking the mantle of the shield ultimately, telling Bucky things like, you can't look to other people to tell you who you should be. And I, I like that because it, it showed that despite knowing the dark history that the shield kind of carries, um, the line, and it's so Captain America, the line, it's, it's basically Sam's version of, I could do this all day. Um, what, is, what does Sam say? It was, what would be the point of all the sacrifice and the, the things we've lost if I were just to give up or, or if I wouldn't stand back up and keep fighting? That's, that's kind of, I could do this all day. Yeah, but I do feel like that was a little bit of rushed. Like they kind of... You feel those rushed? Rushed in the sense of, like, in some ways, they kind of tied Isaiah's story in terms of not being Captain America and then uh, the, the the problems with being black and being a Captain America and you'd be you'd be a, a no self-respecting black man would want to be Captain America yeah. but then they kind of automatically tied that to oh that's why Sam didn't want to be Captain America it's like no that's not why or at least you didn't show me that's why he didn't want to be Captain America in like the first time it was just like no I think it just belonged to Steve or whatever I'm not well I felt like that was one but then all of a sudden of it. it's like you don't feel like that was like just the surface level of no, why I didn't? do feel like I, I, I could get the surface but it's like in terms of like how you've crafted the story yeah. they made it seem like he gave up the shield for a completely different reason that not because oh being the first black Captain America was as, as a burden I don't want to bear but then it's like almost retroactively they kind of made it seem like that's why he didn't want to be Captain America after the conversation with Isaiah huh. because even during the conversation with Isaiah he didn't seem and this is why I call him Falcoon. <laughs> because it's like, he seemed like completely oblivious. You felt like to- he was oblivious? Yes. Yes, he was oblivious as hell. Because even the conversation where he had, he was like. We got to do something about this. We got to tell not, somebody. Not even just that, that, but he was like, I'm just wa- I just want to understand. Understand what? Like, what the fuck? Understand his story. Understand no, what no, was no, his. No, 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 no. That's what I pulled from it. No, no, no. Because he kept asking like, what, he what got, wrong? He got his story in the in the second episode so he kind of knows but he didn't he had to elaborate we yeah, found no, things I, that he we had didn't to elaborate know. but the fact that he's like i don't understand why did the government do that you could have been the next cat like next the one fa- the fa- i like that yeah, though but the fact that you think during the 50 like come on granted i know this isn't the same thing but i'm like you know what hurts blue me Mar- blue marvel dealt with this in the fucking comics you know what hurts me soon as I, they found out he was black i it hurts me because I feel like if I was in Sam's position, those would be my responses. And I felt like it was an optimistic black person that didn't have to go through those things. So like you said, suburban Sam. I'm like, I'm suburban, so maybe that's, that's why it resonated with me. Talking to somebody, I feel like it was me talking to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if you were old and bitter and angry. Well, I'd have been like, you fucking wake up. <laughs> and I'd be like, but... We gotta do something with this, Michael. Like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> and that's not even, and it's, it's not even the him saying we need to do something, but it's just like, 
Like even 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 how just and part of me was like I didn't feel like he and part of he was me was oblivious. Like, I felt like nah, he just didn't he understand was, his story because nah, the things Isaiah said about um especially the wife or not wife his girlfriend that he didn't get his letters delivered to or sent to by the government and then I guess she died because he says she, and then she was gone like he was very vague about it and that was like kind of the emotional reason why he was bitter but then he elaborated on like the basically the experiments he went through him doing what Steve did the the juxtaposition of him being punished for it where Steve was applauded for it like and yeah as a person that didn't grow up in that era I feel like the naive statement would have been and I'm glad Sam didn't even finish that thought because I feel like even Sam didn't process what that would have meant as he was saying it that's why uh, Isaiah cut him off and was like I could be what say it you think I could have been a black Captain America in the 60s? And he, that's why Sam was like... 60s, it was the 50s. 50s. Yeah, 50s. And Sam was like, ah, mm, you're right. Like, but, but, that's kind of, but that's kind of my point. Like, you say he's not oblivious. He was hopeful. But, I felt like he was, he, was, he was hopeful or optimistic. You could be hopeful and optimistic and still not be fucking blind. Like, even the whole thing. Like, even take, like, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. They all wanted betterment for black people, especially more, you know, you think about Martin Luther King, Hope... Yeah. Knox, but that that didn't mean he didn't know the realities of the world that we're living in. You can still be hopeful yeah. and know what's going on. So the fact that because even when you talking about well, he didn't grow up in that and things like that. Granted, we don't necessarily know how old Sam Wilson is in the MCU, but Anthony Mackie is in his forties. So I'm assuming Sam is in the same age bracket. So it's the, granted, he's not in the generation of Isaiah Bradley, but yeah. you know better, like. When you were born, segregation and stuff like that was still going on. And then for the fact that he like, well, I grew up in the South. Then you should fucking know better. Like what? Like I don't understand the disconnect. I I feel like it also was helpful to have that difference in perspective. So when you get to the point where Sam decides to be Captain America, it's an opposition to Isaiah, but not dismissing. You could you could be opposite. You could have the opposition to Isaiah, but that I feel like. I don't know. Just the fact that he was just like so seemed to be so oblivious. So I didn't read that to as the oblivious. Re- to, it, to me, it came across yeah. as very oblivious. Yeah. And like, and part even, of me, even part- what you're saying about um, feeling like it's, it flipped, where uh, the the reasoning why he didn't want the shield in the first couple of episodes in the same reason why he kind of gives in this episode. I didn't see it as like a retcon or like a. I saw it more as a for the white audience. That's what I was just about to say. I, I was, you, I, they see it surface level. That's what but I was just about to say. I feel like this scene. Second one. The, con- the conversation with Sam and Isaiah, I feel like Sam was written for white audiences. That's really what I feel like. I feel like you need that balance. Though. But I feel like it was good, not a swerve, but it was a good surface level reason. That wasn't untrue. That is one of the reasons why he gave up the, didn't want to have the shield, because he felt like it was Steve's. But on the other end, we read episode one, what the real context was. And I feel like. So it was always there. It's just that they played it on that one level for a certain part of the audience so that when we get to this point, they'll have the, oh. It's not owed to us because we black. <laughs> but for other people, it might have been like an oh moment. And a teaching yeah, experience. And I, I, get, and I, mean, I, can, I get that and hear that, but then at the same time, it's like, but then when you get to this scene... There was no moment of Sam having doubt of saying, "Oh, I don't, I didn't want to." Because again, even even during this conversation when Isaiah was talking to him, and you know, they would never let a black man be Captain America. Not, not at one point did this conversation did it come up that Sam? Because remember, 
Sam, Sam that gave one. the shield away. Yeah. He didn't want to be Captain America at first, but now all of a sudden it's like, oh, I want to be Captain America. That's why I'm talking to you, Isaiah, as if he always had the shield and now he's ready to take. It's like, no, motherfucker, you remember, you gave the shield up too. So at some level, even you didn't believe that you could be Captain America. So to come at Isaiah all of a sudden, it's like, well, I don't know this. You could have been this. You could have did that. It's like, but where was oh, this? Wow. Where, where were you doing this during episode one? I did not when, read when, that. When Rhodey came to you and was like, yo, what are you doing? Like, why are you giving up the shield? Yeah. So that's why I'm like, I feel like it's retroactively retconned because now all of a sudden it's like they forgot he gave up the shield in episode one when he's talking to Isaiah. See, I didn't read that way. I felt like he went to Isaiah after, because of the conversation. He already had his reasons, and I think subtextually the reasons were also because I'm a black man. I'm carrying a Captain like America's symbol. I don't know if I, how I feel about that. And then especially after seeing a version of what could be him in Isaiah, he especially didn't feel right taking up the shield without first understanding more what Isaiah's story because he didn't know he existed so he had to go back to Isaiah maybe to get confirmation about his story and be like I don't want to be Captain America because of what, his, what he told me or maybe it was it'd be to actually you know what I thought which is Isaiah would eventually be like yes you should be Captain America because now that I see that they, the potential of a Batman wearing the shield I think it's the right thing to do not what happened at all but I feel like he had to get that closure one way or the other before he made the decision either way so I didn't read it the way you read it, but I see why you feel the way you do. Though. And I also thought he was dismissive to Isaiah a little bit. That he was dismissive? Even like, he was like, I'm not here for your bitter old black man stuff. And it's like, <laughs> Wait, you felt that? He said he, he said he said that. That he was said a I'm not here for your bitter old I'm black. not here for your bitter old black man thing. That's when he said, if you're not bitter, you're blind. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, but not, not that was because. Dis- I feel like that was dismissive. It's oh. like you, and again. He knows the man was. He knows Isaiah was experimenting. But he was on. trying to get to the core of like what this guy was because because then he did open up more. Like he did give him like the emotional. But side. even still, the fact that he even came out his face and said that, knowing yeah. he, again, it's not like knowing he did, it's not like he it. didn't know Isaiah or he didn't know his story. He, yeah. They literally had a conversation in episode two, and then he went after Bucky and was upset yeah. and talked about destroying the shield yeah. because of all the stuff that Isaiah went through. He was like, and they talked about him like he wasn't even human. Then all of a sudden, I'm not here for your bitter old black man stuff. It's like. Wait a minute! Did you not realize what happened in episode three, where the the other guy was talking about experimenting yeah, on the man? Little, little roots, your elders. I agree with that, but I, I just read it as it's like, hey man, just cut the bullshit. Like I get you're mad, but just I'm I'm trying to have a heart to heart here. Tell me what, what, why you feel the way you do. You know what I mean? Like, get, but he didn't say it that way. Yeah, I know. I, you're right. So maybe the phrasing was bad. I didn't think about it though. Um, so that's why you feel the way you do about Sam. <laughs> but I would call him Falcoon, man. Yeah, Come right. on, man. He's our little... Captain America now. Put some respect on nah, his name. I was, I was like, nah. I was like, if you're going to be my Captain America. <laughs> Come on. Apparently, I'm like. But what about all the other things in the episode? Well, with the conference with, with Bucky or his sister. Yeah, I was like, you're on your way. But I was like, apparently, there's a couple books that you need to read oh before, before you really take up this mantle. Because yeah. I'm just like. Sam, Sam, sweet summer child. Like, I, I gotta, what, I gotta, what, is, what is going on? I gotta applaud the the show though, because I'll even say it for myself. Like, coming off of Endgame, if they had just jumped to Sam just having the shield, like he's Captain America now, because Steve gave it to him at the end of Endgame, the end. I don't, like, yeah, he gave him the shield at the end of Endgame, but I didn't feel like he was Captain America. I didn't feel like he earned the shield. I didn't feel like Anthony Mackie, or not really Anthony Mackie, more like so Sam Wilson was a character I could see being Captain America in the MCU. I think well, we even touched a, on that. That's the strength of these Disney Plus shows, because yes. if we didn't have these Disney Plus shows, 
that's what what that's what would have happened. Yes. Because the next movie would have been, oh, he's Captain America. Yes. Because Sam gave him the shield. And it would have felt nothing. Yeah. It would have felt just plus, like, it would felt temporary. It felt like, all right, so when's Steve coming back? Because yeah. I don't really believe that he's Captain America. And then plus, as I was saying before, uh, we're like the 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 strength of this show and even WandaVision, it's like they're making us care about these characters even more. Mm-hmm than we've ever cared about them in the Avengers movies. Because, yes. like, think about Wanda and Vision. It, it, what, their relationship or just the characters in general. Yeah. You get a little taste of them we in liked, the movies. We liked Wanda because of what we know about her and the Scarlet Witch and everything and all the history that comes with that from the comics. Yeah. But in terms of the movies, who the fuck was Wanda? We just knew she was powerful. She had an accent that came and, and she, went yeah, every she, once in a while. <laughs> and she likes having sex with a vibrator. Yeah, she was the plot device of Civil War. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> other than that, yeah. Who, but other than that, but now that you have WandaVision, you're like excited to see Wanda again. Yeah, she's a fully fleshed out character. Yeah. And it did the same with Sam. Same with, yeah, same with and, Sam. And like, we kind of knew about Bucky because he got more screen time, but Sam was just there. Side, he was just a black sidekick. He was just a black sidekick. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but... It, now with hindsight and this was so good with the MCU lines like that was just like oh black sidekick line but now it's like I see it now where he told I forgot who he was talking to but Sam was like oh it was in, it was in Infinity War we were with Steve and it was like I do what he does but slower Maybe it was in Winter Soldier I don't remember but one of those one of those movies he was like I do what Steve does but slower yeah and now we've seen he kind of is Steve just it took him longer to get to the same spot and now the advice he's giving Bucky the way he talks to people the things we've seen in well, other episodes but, with but Carly he's always had that like Bucky, yeah, but Bucky's like, a veteran and he counsels veterans but we they just really haven't tr- seen enough of it exactly they drove it like the lines like I said before that remind me of I can do this all day like uh, the advice he gives Bucky that's a reflection of the advice he kind of took the heart to take the mantle of Captain America in the first place like don't let other people tell you who you are like the I could see those things, or even um, Sam telling Bucky, like uh, you're not you're not amending, you're avenging. Like uh, there's somebody in that little ledger of yours that can use closure, and he's like, yeah, probably a bunch of them. He's like, yeah, find one. Like, I, I love that he delivered it so smooth. I'm like, that's something that is a cool combination of someone that's black and Steve Rogers. He's like, that's cool, pick one. You know what I mean? Like that black. Steve Rogers. Because <laughs> Steve would never say that's cool. <laughs> but just small things like that. I'm like, oh my God, he's black Captain America. We, we got it. We got him. <laughs> he's done to read a couple books. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, I wish T'Challa was still around. I would love to see Chadwick Boseman talk to Sam Wilson. Uh, Chadwick Boseman talk to Anthony Mackie as Black Panther and Captain America. Can you imagine? Sigh. <laughs> but yeah, how do you feel about um, uh, the first the stuff with uh, Sam and Bucky working together to uh, fix the ship ah. <laughs> and then them kind of having their heart to heart while playing catch mm, with, with the shield they should have kissed god damn it <laughs> even with that I was like cause it, they weren't even throwing the shield that hard it, it was, was casual like, as fuck I was like it's basically them throwing a football yeah and I was like granted I know they said that this, this thing doesn't follow the law but I was like is that how this works like just easily just I was like okay easily ricochets yeah. and bounces and, and I was even like Bucky's a super soldier it's like when he throws it it's not like a harder catch for Sam at all no because no momentum I mean he wasn't of, like throwing it no he, they were just casually tossing it like yeah. playing catch so he, he wasn't putting his super soldier strength in it yeah and I do like when they uh, <laughs> when they when they were on the ship and they were fixing things. The arm, yeah, comment, he was like, that was funny. Yeah, why don't you use your arm? Oh, because I don't think about. I'm I'm right-handed. Yeah, so. <laughs> I don't think about. Which it all that time. makes that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I love the dynamic. Like their their quiet moments are so beautiful in this show. So them just having that heart to heart but playing catch. God damn it. <laughs> you know, Bucky, like you said, waking up and smiling for the first time on a bed. Um, Near Sam. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> him admitting to Sam where he, you see like the, the difference between Bucky talking to his therapist where he wouldn't admit to having nightmares where Sam just asked him straight out, you still having those nightmares? And he's like, every day or yes, all the time. because you're honest with your man. God damn it. <laughs> But even um, showing how relaxed Bucky was, because even when he was working on the ship and around like uh, Sam's people, yeah. notice he didn't have on the uh, the jacket covering his arm, the metal arm. Oh, true. I didn't think he about had that. it out, and everybody saw it. Nobody really gave like. Yeah. He got to be himself. Mm-hmm. With nobody, so what's the, so nobody like what the fuck. What can we infer here? Because Bucky seems the most relaxed around black people. <laughs> From Wakanda. I mean, Wakanda. <laughs> I mean, I, me- I, met- I, I, I mentioned this before. I was like, uh, Bucky also has white people. Yeah, his time, his time. I mean, his time in Wakanda. He got, he got jungle fever. He's look at Sarah like, and not even just, hey, auntie. But not, but not, even, not even just Sarah, but like, remember on the first episode, he went on a date with that Asian girl. Mm, that's true. So he like, he likes women of color. So I'm yeah. like, the only Steve white was the, the only, only white person. I was just, I'm literally just about to say it. <laughs> <laughs> The only vanilla for me is that yeah, Rogers. The only, the only white person for him was Steve. But everybody else, I like I like the swirl, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I like so, that. I mean, and Wakanda, he came out of a couple uh, huts, so whose cheeks were he clapping? Oh, my God. <laughs> Give him that one-arm white and I was about to say, and he only had one arm, so. Just, All I need is one, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking one of Steve. long arm, speaking long of Steve, stroke. What the fuck is going on? Is he dead? Because they, now they're saying that Steve's gone. What I mean, they've been saying that for a while. I mean, they could mean he's gone from our timeline and he's in his own timeline. You think he went back? I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, th- this isn't his world anymore. You think that's what happened? You think he, he came back just to give him the shield? It was like, all right, I'm going back to where I came from. Because maybe in his world, Peggy's still alive. Yeah. They need to elaborate on that shit because I'm like, but they're not. What they the need to fuck? elaborate how he gave, brought the fucking stones back. Yeah, they can make that into a whole series, but they're not. So like, I think they're kill just gonna Steve off screen though. They're not gonna. I don't. That's why I'm like, I don't they're think he's dead. Until... They're just, yeah, they're just gonna leave it at that until they have I don't a surprise. Know. Like, yeah. hey, Steve off an email. Yeah, they need they need Captain America again. Yeah, because I'm like, or not Captain America. They got Captain America, but, but they need just... they need Chris Evans for whatever reason. But just think maybe about... he's a squirrel. Oh yeah, they maybe that. But thinking about it logically, the whole world is talking about how the new Captain America just killed somebody in another country. Steve's not gonna call. <laughs> Steve's not gonna send a text like, uh, "What the fuck is going on?" That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe he's not in this timeline, so it didn't happen. He doesn't see it. Yeah, that's not really. I, that's really either dead or or back in the timeline he lived. Because not even not even just the fact that uh. Captain America killed somebody. The fact that there's a Captain America, you're like, wait a minute, the skin, who is this guy? Yeah, that's not Sam. Uh, Sam, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting too old for this, Sam. Um, and speaking of Steve and Peggy, it's a, it's confirmed now, right? At this point, Sharon's Sharon, got to be, she's the, power gotta be the power broker. Like, she, she let uh, the backtrack the leaper out of prison, right? That was And that she hired call. him in episode one. Yeah. So, fuck Sharon? Are we team fuck oh, Sharon maybe, now? I, I wouldn't say, because, I mean, she might not be a villain. Then why is she doing what she's doing? She could be working for, I mean, remember when Winter Soldier, she was undercover, so she could be the power broker for, like, she still could be working for Nick Fury, for all we know. I forgot. Did they say that she disappeared during the, the snap? No, she was, I mean, she wouldn't have been able to amass this level of power if she disappeared. Wow, man, Steve's a piece of shit. 
He was so busy thinking about Peggy. He didn't even follow up with that girl for all those no. years, and now she's a fucking villain. Basically, not, not even just that, but like even when they were on the run, he didn't think yeah. to try to make put her on the run with. Like he yeah. made sure to get, he made sure Bucky Black was okay. Widow and made sure Black Widow. He brought Falcon with him. She's. We saw from Winter Soldier that she's capable. She's able to take care of herself. You don't think you would nah. bring her with you? It's like you really only cared about my aunt, huh? You just kissed me because yeah. you you had the hots for my yeah, fucking aunt. Were, I reminded you of, yeah. of Peggy. It's kind of sick, Steve. <laughs> it's kind of fucked now up. Now you're my uncle. <laughs> yeah. And you still didn't call me to help me out. Like none of the event. Like none of them called her to try to make sure to check on her. Yeah. Even after they were all like. They mentioned Sharon a couple times, but they didn't be like, hey, is she okay? Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, we are touching John Walker, but we didn't mention when he went to go talk to... But real quick, I'll, I'll be mad if they, like, if some random fucking person shows up next episode. I'm the power broker? Yeah, I'm not actually the power broker. The, who the fuck? Like, it's the last episode. <laughs> it's me, Ralph Boner. I yeah, am the power broker. <laughs> or Mephisto. It's Mephisto. <laughs> Oh, maybe Sharon is Mephisto. Maybe she, I mean she could be. <laughs> Who knows? Um, how do you feel about that scene where John Walker goes to talk to Lamar's family and, and lies to their faces and says that it was the his Lamar's murderer that he killed? I mean that is, I mean, he's a piece of shit. But do you feel bad for him on any level? I mean, I could, I, I can sympathize. Yeah, with him. I can sympathize with him, especially that scene where he was yelling at the but Congress. I can like, You made me this way, which is true. <laughs> yeah, it is true. Uh, that's and that's the thing. Veterans that's, have, and yeah, that's yeah. a bit much bigger conversation about the military and what they do with the military and how yeah. they train people. And then once they're done, they fucking throw them out because there's so many homeless vets and things like that. So. Yeah, and they don't even care about the mental health of the veterans. No, they, they don't. They, they need them to be fucking uh, jangoistic and fucking a little bit crazy. Yeah, they need you to be a murderer because they need you to more murder people. Exactly. But then when you come home and start murdering people, it's like, no, fuck you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, but like he said, you made me like... Yeah. So yeah, th- I mean, yeah. That's so a whole I have some sympathy for him, but still fuck him. <laughs> yeah, still fuck him. But in terms of this, I still say fuck him, but I'm like, I mean, at this point, like, especially like for his family, like, what do you want him to say? Like... Uh, yeah, but I kind of felt... I, I felt like in his mind he's not lying because he's gonna try like we've seen he's making that shield he's gonna go after Carly yeah he's gonna go after Carly so he's gonna kill his, his goal is to kill Lamar's murderer so it made me feel it's another reason why I felt sympathy because I'm like he's trying to give his friend's family closure He's lying to do it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, his heart's in the right place, kind of. I don't know if you caught the look. His sister, Lamar's sister. He was with that. She was like, nah, nigga, you lying. Yeah. I don't believe you. I, don't, I didn't like your ass exactly. to begin with. Exactly. I don't trust you, white motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You've always been a little off. Lamar yeah. didn't fucking want to say it, but I knew. Yeah. <laughs> but going back to, again, you know, we only got one episode left, but like going back to what I was saying before, I feel like. That scene would have meant more, it'd been more impactful if we saw more of their relationship. Lamar and John Walker. Because even during that conversation, she's like, oh yeah, you were always together, you always mm-hmm. ride a dot. Lamar was so happy when you became Captain America. Mm-hmm. And all. it's like, again, you're telling me instead of showing me. Mm. You know why I don't so, think I have an issue with that? Episodes. And then also. You know why I think I don't have an issue with that? Uh, because they're the parallel of Sam and, and Steve. I feel like for me, and I, you're absolutely right. They're not. They're not just te- uh, showing us. They're just telling us. But I feel like because they're meant to be parallels of Sam and Sam and Steve, I, 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 sh- I infer the same relationship they had onto them. You know what I mean? It's like I can. I know what the relationship might have been without. That's because awesome, you have to do that guesswork. I know. Yeah. 
But when I you should, like that's when you why, shouldn't have to. But that's why I'm not disappointed in that. Whereas I feel like you're right. You're absolutely right. But it, in another world, I feel like I would I would actually complain like you are about it. But because I'm not, I'm like, why is that? And especially because of that parallel. Especially considering, granted, they could completely pull a 180. I don't think they are. But like, what? we know we're going to get more from John Walker. Yeah. So I'm like, I would like to have seen this part of his life. Because I highly doubt we're going to... Because even the random... His wife, I, I doubt she's going to play more of a role. No. Besides, you know, the little bit... But hey, she, we still don't know what we don't know. Maybe yeah. at some point we'll get a... Maybe John Walker will be a villain in the second season of Falcon Winter Soldier when it's called Captain America and Winter Soldier. Or maybe Captain America and White Wolf. Or maybe um, in the next episode we'll get like a little mini flashback of him and Lamar's friends. Like I don't know. And maybe, actually, I that, doubt, but it's not enough time. But like, on that note, he, I'm going to ask you, since your whole thing has been... Like you were first, we were afraid if they were gonna delve into Isaiah Bradley's story enough, and you're also afraid uh, that with hindsight there was enough episodes. Do you feel like with one episode left, there's enough time to kind of give closure to the things you want to see closure in? And do you feel like now that we've had that Isaiah Bradley conversation, that your fears are kind of now assaged because you don't feel like you know? Well, no, I mean, they, I literally just said like I still feel like the show should have had more episodes. And I saw somebody say something. I don't know how true it is, but they said that they wanted more episodes, but they were uh, told no. Like, Why? I don't know. The fuck? So WandaVision gets nine, but Falcon Winter Soldier only gets six? Racism. <laughs> kind of. But, but, yeah. but I always look at, again, I can't make that assertion until But also WandaVision was like a half hour each. These are like. True. True. So actually, I'd be curious to see what the total runtime of both are. Maybe it's similar. If that's the case, then maybe it's like a certain time limit they have for these shows. Because even the same thing with like Carly. I feel like this episode, like, remember last she's week's episode? She's the weakest. Remember, yeah, remember last she's week's the weakest episode? Link. I was like, oh, I'm starting to feel more for Carly. But then you get to this week's episode. It's like all of that was like, thro- it was like they just took everything yeah. on this table. They just like, fuck. She's back to being generic yeah, villain. She's back to being generic, a generic villain. And I'm like, again, they need to flesh this character out more. They need to flesh these flag smashers out more. And then also, I'm this is a, this is a bigger conversation with Marvel in general. What? I feel like as they're really diving into this Disney Plus thing, what, yeah. what's a big criticism that we always have with Marvel? They need to do better what? with their villains. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. With more Disney Plus shows and stuff like that coming and the frequency that they're coming, but John, they really need to do better with their villains. I, I, I don't know if John's going to necessarily... I don't think he's going to be a villain. You don't think he's a villain at this I point? I think they more... I mean, he's a villain. He's villainous. But I don't think they're going to make him like Thanos or Look, Loki or anything like that. Because I'm like, especially with the popularity of him, like, he's probably going to get his own show. He's probably going to. No gonna, way. If they give John Walker his own show, he, racism. He's going to be like. Racism. He's going to be like the Punisher or whatever. Oh like, my God. Ew. No. Please no. Please God no. Or like the leader of the Thunderbolt. Like, even if he's like. That's more likely. But I it's see still that. his show. Like, I mean, but I wouldn't think that they make a whole Thunderbolt show where they're the good guys, like Suicide Squad style. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Th- that'd be more tolerable. Again, in the comic, he's not a villain. Well, I'll say this. If we didn't get that post credit scene of John Walker making that shield with the implication that he's going to be a final battle for Sam in the next episode, I would have been disappointed in this episode because I don't think the Flag Smashers are a strong enough villain in their own right to be the end game for the series. So I'm glad that they're... And I hope, I really hope John Walker is involved in that final battle. It's not just like, that wasn't his teaser for next season or something. Because it, it they're not strong. Flag Smashers aren't strong enough to be the villains of this series. No, they're definitely leading. But John Walker is a great villain, No, they're I definitely think. leading to this. Yes. Yes, for sure. And that's a great, that's, John Walker's a great villain. 
And uh, he's a sympathetic villain. And real quick, because you know this isn't a visual podcast, I just showed uh, Jordan the cover of Sam Wilson, Captain America, issue 13, where you see U.S. agent and uh, Sam Wilson fighting. Yeah. During the Civil War event. It's like Battle for Civil the Cal. Civil War 2, which I wasn't a fan of. Oh, yeah. That plot was stupid. But Battle for the Cal, but for Captain America, not Batman. <laughs> Basically. Um, I guess that's kind of it. Just looking forward to next episode, especially with the... I feel like it's going to be like WandaVision where the final episode's all action because they literally set it up where the... Um, I forgot what, whatever government facility is being attacked by the Flag Smashers and Sam opens up his box and is like, oh, it's time to suit up Captain America style. But they don't show you like fucking Pulp Fiction. <laughs> so leave us on a cliffhanger for next week. Yeah. But I'm excited. Um, I'm hoping they do satisfactorily conclude all of the hanging storylines that are out there but I, I'm, I'm confident they can and I personally am always a fan of things that are written tight and short and are impactful rather than something that's like long and potentially drags so maybe in another world we could have had seven eight episodes but maybe in that other world that extra episode we got about John Walker's past we've been like oh my god this is such trash or, or Flag Smasher's past like oh it's slow I wish they focused more on well, Sam fuck and you I disagree well we don't know I mean it's I possible I know you know because <laughs> we got some of that in this this episode where they took a step back they went slower and we loved it but it was about Sam and Bucky mostly like those are the yeah, characters we, we also like about John, Wyatt Russell as an actor yeah, but I don't know if I would care remember, about... Well, you say that, but remember in the second episode, before he snapped, and he was just like, remember all the, I am Captain America, but he was doing it in a more quote-unquote righteous way. Yeah. You were like, eh, what did you say? I remember he was like, oh, I'm starting to like him a little. I, I, kinda, I wanted to hate him, and I'm kind of I'm kind of liking him a little bit. Yeah, and he came across just career, enough so, to make me feel that way. So I think it's, it's good. That means get, they got the emotion they were looking but, but for. But I'm saying, if, you give, if he gives that same performance and you get a more more episode, more episode of that in an episode, okay, but I also come out liking him more. But I also don't want to be too conflicted because... But I feel like that's the best television. No, 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 no. no. Yes. Not for this. For this, I'm like, no, there's too many people that are already standing for John Walker online. Yeah, that's true. Like, I don't want, I don't want them to have more reason to be like, no, but he's a good person, guys. <laughs> you don't want to be, you don't want to be Rob Liefeld. Wait, what Rob Liefeld do? Oh, you didn't see his tweet? Hashtag Team the John. The guy that makes the big um, that can't draw hands, that can't draw hands and feet. Yeah, that Hasht- makes the, the infamous Captain America drawing yeah. where his chest is huge. Yes. What about hashtag him? Team John Walker? He said that. Yeah, on, t- on Twitter. What? <laughs> <laughs> You see what I'm saying? No, that guy can't get more positive John Walker character development. So I responded to him. No. I was like, <laughs> so I responded to him. I was like, oh, you love John Walker so much? Let me see a drawing. Let me see you draw, uh, make a drawing of him, specifically his hands and feet. <laughs> so who the fuck is Team John Walker? Why would you be? Team, well, why would you be Team John? You can you can have sympathy for his character. He's a tragic character. That's the point of his character. Yes, but don't don't be on his team. No, you're Team John Walker. <laughs> what the fuck? What team? What kind of team is that? You're Even, Team Hydra. Uh, wait, let me, see if, <laughs> let, me, let me see if I can find the video. Ben Shapiro talked about... Okay, well, Ben Shapiro's a piece of shit. Okay, Ben Shapiro... I, no, I saw a clip of him rationalizing why Bucky should have been Captain America. Yeah, that, yeah. When you have to do mental gymnastics that even... The, the, not subtext the text of the show are telling you the reasons why Bucky would not have been a good Captain America and why specifically Steve did not choose him to be Captain America and yet you're still going to do mental gymnastics to somehow just coincidentally state that the white guy should have been Captain America and not the black guy can you not see yourself 
Can you not see that you're placating a racist audience that just wants to feel not awkward or uncomfortable about being racist? I mean, the host. <laughs> I mean, him too. But I mean, like that's what he's doing it for. He's doing it for the clicks and views of those racist racist people that don't want to feel uncomfortable for having racist thoughts. And it's basically a, a massaging their their bullshit beliefs of like, no, I no, mean, no yeah. you're right. Bucky, Bucky, the guy with mental issues that has all this trauma built up over time being a killer for however many years yeah give that guy like how what kind of american mentality is that give that guy the 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 symbol of america give him the shield yeah the guy was a murderer last week yeah because he's white right why you give all these dumbass reasons for why bucky should have the shield not sam but we won't even talk about why sam should have the shield not bucky Maybe because he has the same temperament as Steve. Maybe because he has the same compassion as Steve. Maybe because he's the one giving Bucky Steve-like advice in the same fucking episode. <laughs> no? <laughs> and funny enough, I just saw this tweet from... Uh, this but This is from 2013. Chris Evans. I generally dislike... <laughs> <laughs> Good. Look how the bad guys say But of course, you know, the people under the, under the thing that says, Chris Evans, that makes you a bully. That's truly disappointed. That makes you a bully? Yeah. Because he just states the, uh, just his opinion about somebody's piece of shit? Yeah. I hate this. That makes this, him a bully. I hate the... This, you know, this Captain sn- America doesn't like bullies. I hate the snowflake bully. And those are people that call the Democrats and liberal people snowflakes. But that snowflake mentality of flipping the script and playing the victim when it's convenient. You're a bully because you won't fucking acknowledge his racist bullshit. What really? <laughs> I, really? I, I wish I could find the video. I can't find the video. His say. racism is valid too. It's just because he's having an opinion than yours doesn't make it less true, Captain America. Yeah, fuck if I'm you. Say, if I'm saying Bucky should be Captain America, I can't find it. Yeah, I, I watched that clip. I was like, are you fucking it? His his argument. I was like, I thought Bishop Hero at least made solid arguments for things. That's why he was a good debater or something. I don't I don't watch his shit, but it's like the. In the zeitgeist, what they say he's good at debating. But I'm like, if I was in debate with this guy, if those are his reasons for why Bucky should be Captain America and not Sam, no, <laughs> he's a terror. His 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 logic has giant holes in it. But even still, like you you're talking about, oh yeah, I'm doing, he's, it, doing, he's it doing it. He's doing it for the yeah. I can't find it. I'll try and I'll try and drop it here. But yeah, I'm doing audience. it for the clicks. I'm like, yeah, he's doing it for the clicks, but he's also doing it because he believes it. Like, this is the same guy that yeah. came out against WAP, wet-ass pussy. It was like, if oh, you have man. a wet-ass pussy, you have you need to go to the doctor because that's a condition or whatever. My wife says that doesn't happen. Well, bro, <laughs> there's some other problems that you need to have. Can if your you, wife is saying you, she's never had that. Can you imagine that man even fucking somebody? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, exactly. Clearly. Oh, yes. Yes. No. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Not even his wife. So. Well, clearly his wife doesn't yeah. have a WAP. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm sure she doesn't. <laughs> if you're mad at Ben Shapiro, you like can't. Like that whole... <laughs> <laughs> whole conversation oh yeah the sounds what buck, buckets on the floor what did she say bucket whatever it's like yeah you need to you need to get that, that that's called a condition my doctor said i'm like it's just because it's a black thing and people he just wants to no it's because he doesn't know how to fucking his wife's never come when i mean it's that too when they've had sex <laughs> multiple things yeah. but that's one of them um so on that weird note let's jump <laughs> speaking of on speaking of coming yeah. <laughs> so invincible uh where mark's trying to get back with his girlfriend amber
Uh, this episode's title was "You Look Kinda Dead," and like I ask every week now, was this episode accurate to the comic, or was it reordered? I guess it's probably reordered, right? Some of the events. Some of the events, yes, but for the most part, it was like one for one. The main storyline was the the main story of the comic. Okay. So after getting his fucking but there's, ass but there's certain, Yeah, but obviously there's certain things that are changed because, you know, like I said, the stuff with Omni-Man, the mother, and the investigation, all that's different. Like, this this episode is episode of issue 20 of the comic book. I'm mm-hmm. on issue 23, so I'm not that far from this. Yeah. The biggest difference with the Mark storyline is by this point in the comic, they're already in college. So going to visit, they're not visiting oh. upstate university or whatever. They're already in college. They're, they're just, they're like, yeah, when the guy attacks the, the robot man or whatever the fuck. So that much time passes in the comic where it's like they graduate from like, high school. It's, it's not like a whole lot of time. They're like, they were like seniors already, whatever. Mm. So mm. now they're not seniors anymore. Yeah. So yeah, when, uh, it's kind of like Spider-Man. When the first the movie first started, he was in college, but yeah. then in the same movie, he graduates. Oh, okay. So um, that's the biggest difference. So when they attack or whatever, when or when the robot when the man attack, cyborg dudes. yeah, they were like just coming out of class. Got so, you. Like they all were in. They all go to the same. Like William and Mark are roommates. Yeah. And so and then Amber also goes to that school. So that's the big difference. Mm, okay. My big takeaway from this episode was Mark is constantly getting his ass kicked by everything and everyone. Did that happen in the comic where he only even defeated these guys because one of the guys that is uh, William's crush ends up like fighting the the brainwashing or emotion chip in him? No, that because William's not gay. Well, supposedly William is gay in the comic, but where I am, he's not. He's straight. So even in this... He comes out later, Wait, so this whole college thing... He's not actually trying to get with the guy because turned to a cyborg. No, that guy is not. It's just a random guy. Yeah, that guy. They that guy is in the comic, but he's not like a thing. Like actually, in the comic, I can't think of his name. I don't remember his name either. But he Jackie guy. He, yeah, he doesn't like William actually because what he thinks William's an asshole. Oh wow! So they yeah. just completely changed their storyline. Yeah, because William has this thing where. Because, you know, other people are like, oh, William, can I call you Bill or something like that? Or can I call you Will? Yeah. Or anything, any abbreviation. He has this whole, he throws this whole temper tantrum when anybody tries to abbreviate his name. He's mm. like, dude, just calm down. Like, <laughs> so that, yeah. that's the thing. It's like a quirk with William. Like, every time they see William, somebody's like, oh, can I call you? No, fuck you. <laughs> Not literally like that, but that's basically what he does. He's like, yeah. God, kind of an asshole. Yeah. So, but in this, they made them like... Well, that's good because I feel like it anchored the story emotionally. So when he actually gets, not dies, or gets kind of dies, gets Well, yeah, because in the comic, he's dating Adam Eve. I think I told you that already. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. I don't like that. I don't like that they at least just forward his story, like fast forward his story to him already being out and not having to deal with all that. And yeah, and also the stu- what he is. and also the stuff with like uh, Monster Girl and her being like her face being ripped off, and then Black Samson, like none of that happened. So even the Black Samson stuff that was like basically him getting his powers back, yeah, none of that. Like- I'm pretty sure he gets his powers back later on. Oh. Now, I'm pretty sure that's going to be a plot, but right now that's not a thing. Oh, interesting. Because I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm, nah. I'm not against the storyline, but it was probably like the slower part of Robot Man like being bedside, giving bedside. 
treatment to yeah. I don't and I don't Moss know girl. what the fuck is going on with that. I don't. I don't. And get I, don't it. I don't even think it's romantic. I don't think he's in love with her. Really? I think it's just. I think it's something that he's like something about her that he's probably like fascinated by. I don't, I still don't get what he's doing with those blue guys. Because he remember and that, blood. Yeah, I was gonna say because he remember that conversation where she was like, I understand where you're coming from. People see one thing. Yeah. On the outside, but there's something else actually on the inside, or something. I'm like, there's some. So because of that, there's some connection that maybe maybe he has with her that she doesn't even know about. Is he that embryo thing in that tank? That's what I was thinking. I was because at first I was like, did he used to be human? Yeah, and then he put his subconscious in like robots. Yeah, now he's trying to. Cause who made him? Exactly. Yeah, and I'm like, did he make himself? If he's that embryo thing in that tube, and what's the? De- I, I don't understand what the point of trying to clone Rex's right that's what he's doing right that's what the blue guys do they clone each other yeah. and he had Rex's DNA he had Rex's DNA yeah why put himself in Rex's body I don't, I don't fucking know I don't know <laughs> I mean Rex I'm not there yet <laughs> yeah I mean Rex did kind of flirt with Monster Girl a little bit so maybe he thinks did he flirt with her well kind of sort of there was that moment where it, Robot kind of inferred they were flirting and I was like, don't do that again, Rex. You're already fucked up once with uh, with Adam Eve. He's like, she looks like she's 12. I don't want that chick. But it was like kind of flirtatious. Um, so maybe he's like, oh, if you if she likes you, maybe I can have your face and then she'll like me or something. I don't, that's weird, though. I don't get that where that's going. And then at the end, and I thought it was also funny that two of the voices in this episode were Rick from Rick and Morty. Did you catch that? I didn't catch it in the beginning. I caught it when somebody mentioned it. I was like, then I went back and listened to it. I was like, how the fuck did I not hear this? It, he, this it was like, we need a drunk guy. Who's good at being drunk? The Rick yeah. voice actor. Get Rick. <laughs> what I noticed, because the, the, the villain in this episode, D.A. Sinclair, that's Ezra Miller. Really? So I was like, I didn't even realize that. I'm like, now I'm starting to realize or understand why this fucking show was only eight episodes. All the voice talent. Because they had to pay all this fucking voice talent. Like, I'm pretty sure that shit was expensive. They get Rick, Rick, Ezra Miller, J.K. Simmons, Stephen Young, uh, what's-her-face, fucking Domino from Deadpool, Mark Hamill, Mahershala Ali. Like, that shit's expensive. Think it's necessary? I've heard people complain I mean, I about the, the voice I'm, acting. I'm, I mean, I've heard people like say it's like it's like bland for some characters. Who do you feel like is bland? Even like uh, I never got that feeling. So I was like, really? Even like Rick in this episode, like you're a nerd. You're. A nerd. I was like, eh, this doesn't doesn't really fit. Oh, yeah, I thought it was funny. It did feel very Rick though. It felt like something out of Rick and Yeah, Morty. but even then, it doesn't sound because like I don't know, like it doesn't sound like. In terms of like the Rick voice acting, it doesn't even sound as good as that. It just doesn't. Mm. I don't know. I can't. It's hard. It's, it's. I can't. I don't know. It's hard to explain. But mm. I just thought it was interesting because I never even had that feeling. I was never like, oh, that sounded weird. Because I mean, just like, just kind of how you said uh, when we watched Lakeith Stanfield and y- y- Yaksuki that's or whatever. That's night and day different. Yeah, that, I know. It's that, but it's, <laughs> but it's almost the same mentality. It was like, yeah, just because you're a good actor doesn't necessarily mean you're a good voice actor. True. 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 I guess just for the pull of the celebrity voices, so it's like, watch the show, celebrities that you know are in it. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, celebrity after celebrity after celebrity, is, it's like, where are we're, we're the voice actors? Yeah. It's like, it's hard for a voice actor out here. So question, does Mark win fights ever? <laughs> like, when does he start winning? I mean... And it's like, are these I mean, they all... Make, they make a point to say, like, he's a he's a noob, he's a baby Viltrumite. Yeah, but are As these As he gets all... older, his powers, like... Get stronger. Because I'm like, at this point, 
Like you're 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 fucking you're a yeah, fucking henchman. I thought this would be easy for him. Nah. I was like, oh, random cyborg dudes are reanimated. All right, this is like classic superhero stuff to whoop ass with. But he's he's getting rocked. Like when he got jumped by all three of them, it was like, yo, the only reason you live is because you got help. I nah, I made I made this video. Safe gave it. Safe gave it. <laughs> What's this? Are you going to cut to him getting his ass beat constantly? <laughs> You're invincible. Actually are invincible. Are you though? That was me. I'm, uh, invincible. Are you? Oh, they <laughs> Get the fuck beat out of him. Constantly. Constantly. Every episode. But what it does do is make you constantly afraid for him. Like, every fight never seems like it's just a straightforward, like, oh, he's going to be fine. It's like, right, is he going to be fine? It's like, come on, man. Change your name. Yeah. I mean, Alan the Alien said it seems pretty invincible. Yeah, bro, every episode. Bro. So, yeah, fuckery department, I want to file a claim. Fuckery department, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I, that's crazy, man. Like, uh, but like I even said, these generic robots, yeah, like they're not they're not battle beast or whatever. No, they're just robots. They're, the, they're, they're like they're henchmen basically. And, and I'm like really? getting fucked up. Yeah, not even just beat up. He's getting fucked up. But I feel like maybe the point is to make you afraid for him. Like so that's why you're never gonna like sit back and be like, oh he'll be fine. It's always like, is it gonna be okay? Is this gonna be the fight that fucks him up again? <laughs> no matter how big or small. One thing fight I will is. say, I was confused about this. This is the thing I was mostly confused about in this episode. What? They were doing surgery on him. How? How? I mean, literally they, the episode before they said his bl- even his blood is invincible. So how the fuck are you cutting into? Like it looked like he they, it looked like they cut open his stump, like his uh, or his chest. I mean, how is everybody beating the fuck out of him, making him bleed all the time? <laughs> yeah, but those are like superhumans. These are like regular fucking doctors. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I really like this episode more so than the A plot, which was the college stuff and the cyborg men. That was pretty generic. Like the like I'm making perfect people. Like, all right, I get it. But again, and I, we said before, where you feel like. You felt like the Ali Man stuff would have been better for the surprise. But I think this episode was another good example of because we know the secret, everything he says, I hang on every word. And every yeah. word is almost a double know, entendre. I'm scared for the tailor. I think he's dead. You think he's dead? Well, I mean, they didn't show a body, but he's tied up. Or like something happened to him. I I didn't get that impression. I, I, don't, I still don't understand what Ali Man's doing. But it seems like he doesn't want to hurt the people he doesn't have to even hurt. So it seemed like he even did that to be like, yeah, you know the secret, but we're still cool, right? You're not going to do something stupid like rat me out, right? And it, it was, right? Did you get that in person? Like, that was kind of like the subtext. That's what it felt like. He fucking killed him. <laughs> he killed him? I mean, maybe. It very well could be. You cut back to the tailor and he's like bloody mess <laughs> in that fucking chair. But it felt like... And the same I mean, thing I don't he think did, he's, like his, or he he tied him up in the basement or some shit. I don't know. But it's the same thing with Cecil, where it was like that double entendre of like, why did uh, the Hellboy guy do it? Because he's a demon. I thought I knew him though. Like, you know what I mean? It's like all these things that he's, you know, you're talking about him. Yeah. But it's that tension is there, and even at the end, while I was like Debbie, what the fuck is yeah, that in the comic? No. Okay, because I'm like Debbie got balls. Debbie got. That's drunk. what I was like. I thought. She was gonna like hide it, and she told wasn't she, she had to tell anybody. No, no, but I'm saying I didn't. When I say hide it, I mean 
I didn't think she was going to come out and tell him that she knows. That's what I'm saying. She told the, the tailor, yeah. don't tell anyone, not even Cecil. But then the first thing she does is when Ali Man gets home, she's just drunk as fuck. Why did she do it? Why did she kill them all? And she like, she hits them. I'm now, like, her, her getting drunk, that happens in the comic. Once she finds out yeah. the truth, she starts drinking. Oh, but he didn't. But she didn't tell him that she knew. No. Okay. She finds out. Yeah. But that I'm like, you gotta be real confident that even though he's a murderer, yeah, he has even some that, reason I was for like, it. Debbie, what are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing? You know he's a murderer now. <laughs> and then even when she walked away, like he seen, he was upset and he punches the wall and then but then he sits down. You, and you, you almost see, see kind of like tears in his eyes. Yeah, like, he, like, he puts his head, his hands in his. Well, not even just that, but hands. when she said "fuck you," like you saw the like the eye, like his the glint, a glint in his eye. Yeah, and what he was saying to the tailor of like, um, you know, it all happens so fast. Like one day you think you have all the time in the world, and the next day you just don't. You know what I mean? It's like he's he's regretful to some extent. He's mournful of what he has to do and why he's doing it, and the fact that he's not just wilding out and killing people that he considered his friends, like the tailor and his wife Debbie. It's like why? What is what is the morality of this guy? Okay. Well, because remember, I don't remember what episode it was, but he said, "I." Part of me was hoping that Mark would never get his powers. Yeah, because I think if Mark never got his powers, he, he would never, never have to do this. Yeah, he would never did what he did. But I, I still don't understand why. What? Why? If if Mark was never even part of the plan, if him meeting Debbie and settling down and having a kid was never part of his plan, what? Why does that mean that if he never had powers, he wouldn't have to do these things? Because if he never existed, he never had powers. No. So I don't get it. I mean, that's the point. It's the mystery. But now he's conflicted. Yeah. Because remember, like you said, they were never a part of his plan. But now he has this whole life. Because remember, Debbie also said that he introduced that she introduced him to the world of how to be a hero and all this other stuff. So I'm assuming because of that, that's when he met the tailor and Cecil and yada yada. So now he has this connection to this planet that he originally had no connection to. And he came here with a mission. Like what that is we the, don't know what, but, yeah, what well is that you movie? don't know what the oh, mission. Oh, you know what the mission is now? I mean, I. Oh, you've been there. Never mind. <laughs> all, all of the stuff with Omni Man is over and done by issue like twelve or fifteen. Yeah. No, issue twelve. Issue twelve is when it's it's all like so everything thirteen through. I'm on issue twenty three. Omni Man's out the picture. He's, I don't even know what that means. I'm not it's saying like, he's dead. No, no, no. no I'm not saying I don't think he's dead. But no, the, he's not dead. The idea of when this mystery comes out, was he like, "All right, I'm going on vacation for a while. See you later." And he just flies away. Like, <laughs> you're not. You're not. You're not that far off. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, killing my friends is real hard. But the, so but I'm going again, on vacation. This, but the, but with the TV, this being a TV series, I don't know if they're gonna just gonna be like, "Okay, J.K. Simmons, we don't need you anymore." I mean, maybe they may. Which is part of the reason why I think they're dragging it out because they want. J.K. Simmons and they want that performance yeah the performance cause I mean otherwise why my guess okay so I'm gonna guess maybe once the secret's out he goes back to Viltramite for some reason and then comes back for another reason (laughs) I just don't know why he would leave just be like alright peace out guys deuces good luck Earth for a while even though I was meant to be a protector (laughs) and clearly Mark is not ready to to stand his shoes cause the secret's out so why why would he stay? Oh, oh! I didn't consider the secrets out. Out. I considered maybe the secret out is with Mark and Debbie. But if the secrets out for the whole world, then that would make more sense. Of like, but then what? We saw what he can do to the whole world. Why would he care? Like, <laughs> don't. Oh, you guys hate me. All right. Well, I'm gonna leave for a while. I guess. 
It's like what? <laughs> yeah, but we already see from this from the like he does care. That's so weird. So he's like not when his a, wife said "fuck you," he yeah. looked like he's about to cry. Yeah. Obviously, he cares about his so son. So maybe it's not a thing where Viltrumites come to rule with an iron fist, or maybe they do, but he just didn't. He was the only one that didn't. I don't know. I don't want to speculate too much because like, I can read your expressions and see like, <laughs> if I'm close or not. So I'm going to let that go. Remember, there's a lot of stuff I don't know. Yeah. Fucking comic guy over here spoiling <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, Adam and Eve doing her saving the world. Did you say Adam and Eve? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. See, that's what I thought her name was originally, so that's still in my head. But Adam Eve. Uh, Atom. Atom Eve. Atom! Atom! <laughs> Uh, her being like on a good Samaritan shit. But the more they, the more they show around. how powerful she is, I'm just like, where the fuck was all of this before? And the alien invasion, yeah, and right? the alien invasion. Like, you couldn't change some atoms with the aliens. And yeah, the- like <laughs> I don't know if she can change organic material to to anything. So maybe she couldn't do anything with the aliens. But I'm like. You couldn't change their weapons, bro? Like, or something? Like, yeah, the way the power seemed to work in this episode, she, like, basically just flies over a landscape and, like, everything starts blossoming and shit. So you can't fly over those aliens yeah, she and, made, and she, have all their, um, she their made wrist a fucking, things. She made a fucking house out of a tree. Yeah. Like, you can like, just fly over the aliens and their wrist things, like, break instantly? No? Yeah. No? <laughs> she, uh, she got rid of her father's door. I'm like, her father's a dick. <laughs> but I guess that was basically the main point. I mean, I guess... Um, I felt kind of bad for William and his little side plot where the dude he likes end up being a robot cyborg and he's crying at the end with Mark. Yeah. But I was like, once he finds out that Invincible is Mark and then when Amber in the very next breath is going to break out with him because he's like, where the fuck were you, Peter Parker, while Spider-Man was here a second ago with the same hairstyle and voice? <laughs> like, I'm like, just tell her. Like, at this point, why not? If You know what I mean? Like, if she hates you for this. I mean, is there some super rule book where it's like yes. you, just, you just can't tell for drama's sake yeah but my, not your friend knows so whatever man I'll, I'll, I'll start to get into cause I'm like oh, I feel like cause right before before Mark or William figured out that uh, Mark was invincible right before it was happening I was like why do I have a feeling that they're about to fucking Mr. Terrific this guy in the show cause like William has a much bigger role not to say he's like involved in like the superheroics, mm. but his character shows up way more in the comic than he did that he did in the show mm. and also William knows that Mark is invincible way earlier in the comic mm. than he did in the show so like all this stuff he's like oh I don't know and I'm like are they really like cause I'm like I'm not feeling anything from this character William you can get sidelining him and so I'm like then they make him gay and I'm like there's no storyline with him I'm like uh, I, Wait, feel so like would you prefer- I feel like they're Mr. Terrificing him. Wait, would you have preferred him not being gay at first and, and actually coming out? Or would you have preferred him... No, I mean, whatever. The t- the coming out story is tired, whatever. I'm, that's fine. But then I was just like, but you do- you're doing that. But then I was like, but what is... Who is he? Like, there's no, like, nothing. Like, there's no... No, his personality no, is just gay, sassy best yeah, friend. Yeah, gay, sassy best friend. And then yeah. not even just that, but like, he's the best friend. But are they really best friends? Like, they don't even really... Hang out, talk, hang yeah. out, call each other on the phone. But in the comic, they actually interact. They talk. Hey, William, like yada yada. Again, even in, like like I mentioned in the uh, by this point in the comic, they're roommates in college, so they're yeah. even they have conversations like, hey, what was superheroics? Tell me about your day. Yada yada yada. Oh, we have studying, or you're whatever. You're an asshole, or whatever. Take me flying. Yeah. Or I'm gonna tell everybody you're invincible, which they did in this. <laughs> that was that but was, was kind of like, cute. But it was like. Whoosh, yeah, in the, in the oh, show. so you mean in the comic they actually did show them flying around? Yeah, uh, but there's a thing like 
Which I'm kinda, like, motherfucker, don't, don't fucking. <laughs> I just now you know my secret, and you're gonna blackmail me. Like, that's the first thing. It's a friend you're gonna do to me. Yeah. That's fucked well, he, up. Well, he does that. Like, take me flying. I'm tired. But he does the same thing with Adam Eve when he when he finds out. That she's Adam Eve. Yeah. It's like, take me flying. I'm going to tell everybody that you're Adam Eve. This guy got a flying fetish. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'm just like, so then I was just like, I was Is like, the- so I was like, what's the point? Like, you make this character gay and like, again, Mr. Terrific. I'm like, what are you doing with him? Nothing. And then literally as I thought that, because I'm like, he still doesn't even know Mark is invincible. And then right, he found out. I was like, okay, well, at least now he knows. Is the Amber and Mark stuff the same in the comic? For the most part, yeah. Oh, okay. But I think Amber in the show has way more personality Okay. than comic Amber. Because she was just generic white chick. Yeah, she was just generic white chick. Got you, got so, you. So, I mean, I like that dynamic. Plus, how 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 uh, often do you see Asian, Asian man, and black a, yeah, woman? Asian and black, or Asian man and black man, or Asian woman and, and black woman? I feel like that's one of the rarer pairings. Yeah, it doesn't have, every time, any anytime you see an Asian person in an interracial relationship, it's always a white person. Mm-hmm. Shit, even in real life. Yeah. <laughs> that's the more common pairing in real life, too. Yeah. Um, what else was going to say? So at the end, where they're digging up the grave of mortal, this is where we, is that what happens in comic two? We're going to get the resurrection of mortal here? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Again, like Rick's, it was like, yeah, yeah. I heard it's literally the same thing. Yeah. If you, if you drink from his skull, you become, it's like, first of all, that's fucking disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Trying to think, was there anything else I wanted to touch on this episode? I think that's basically it. But the circumstances around it are different. So it wasn't the blue guys? No, it was the blue guys. Oh, okay. But in the show, they're bringing him back because they're like, oh, we need insurance for whatever robot has them fucking doing. I don't get what the insurance is, though. Just they have his body? They have his body. They're bringing him back. Oh, they're going to bring him back? Yeah. Oh. Well, would, I mean, why else would they go? I don't know. I, I figured the government would have done that. The Cecil's... But I'm saying, why they, they're at the body. <laughs> yeah. Weird to me, though, I thought that was the whole point of them showing that the, they were preserving his head and stuff, like Cecil's group. I don't know. Um, well, maybe they put the head with the body. I don't know. Oh. But, yeah, so in the, sh- in the show, they're bringing him back for insurance for, mo- for, for robot or whatever. Yeah. But in the comic, they're just doing it to try to they know he's immortal to like oh let's try to see if we let's see if we can control him mm. like, let's see if we can purple man him purple man him yeah uh, what'd you read the episode yeah, perfect vision yeah I give it that too it, it really what gives it the perfect vision more than over more than passable for me is the Omni-Man stuff that's what yes yeah just the tension. Oh my god, my girl, yeah, you. Yeah, the Debbie, the Debbie shit. You, yeah. <laughs> you got balls of steel, girl. <laughs> um, so let's move on to my academia, and then I'll read the emails, which up in the news. Um, this week's episode was "Make It Happen," Shinso. <laughs>
Two's ain't that long. Ain't really shit. Okay. I mean, My Redeemer's not that long. I feel like it was just the conclusion of that fight between Class 1A and Class 1B. Um, well, not the conclusion. We're getting several episodes. It's just I mean, but, that, that I mean, one fight. Yeah, with Shinso on Kirishima and Danky's team. Um, the fact that Kirishima went out so fast. Did you say Genki? Danky. Isn't that his name? Danky? Not Genki. Isn't Kaminari Danky? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I could have sworn his name was Kaminari Denki. But yeah, electric guy. I was surprised that Kirishima went out as fast as he did. Um, I mean, I enjoyed the fight, and I liked seeing how the Persona chords work. Did you know about that beforehand? How the Did you read that somewhere? How the Persona chords work and how his powers work with the... Yeah, I looked, I looked it up. Got you, got you. I'm like, that, oh, did oh, they say that already? Only because I was confused. Because when they talked about it last week... I was like, wait, what? Yeah. He was like, he, you do it? I was like, I, may, I missed it. So I rewound it and I was like, or rewind it, rewound it. <laughs> and I, they said, I was like, I still don't get it. So I just go, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I Googled how this shit works. Yeah. I'm like, okay, now I get it. Yeah. I mean, so, they did that thing that I, that I like that My Academia does where they'll deliver a plot point and then backtrack with the flashback to show you what kind of led to that. I like how they, they flip the uh, narrative structure like that a lot. And did a lot of it in this episode because it was a lot of it was revealing slowly what Froppy and their group's plan was. And I'm surprised that Froppy was kind of the MVP of the team. Yeah, she was like the leader. Yeah. Team leader. The strategist. Yes. I really like that moment where she captures that one guy with her tongue. And he's, he's like, like oh, tongue. Oh, oh. <laughs> it was all over my body. <laughs> when you think about it, it's like. I'm like Japanese yeah. people, I swear. I mean, to be fair, that is kind of like that's a, a, a chick's tongue. And if a chick wrapped me up in her tongue, I'd be like. Does that mean you guys give me a blowjob? How's that work? <laughs> yeah, but he's also fully clothed. <laughs> yeah, but still. Pretty... And they're 15. <laughs> also that. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. I, I thought it was interesting that they use their strategy to win was just using Shinso's ability to fuck up the other team's communication. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a thing that happened in Dr. Stone this season where they use communication as a type of warfare. And I thought it was cool that they kind of did that here in my area. I'm still not caught up on Dr. Stone. <laughs> I've been watching it off and on. I'm not caught up right now either. Um, the new season's been pretty good, though. I would recommend it. It's just fun. I mean, I started the new season. I think I saw the first two episodes. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. It's fun. It's not bad. I just I haven't been talking about it because I know you've been watching it. <laughs> um, but is there anything in this I episode? I saw the first three episodes of Juju Kaisen. Oh, okay. Only like 20 more to go. <laughs> um, so how do you feel about this episode in general? Um, I like this episode. And I, uh, I like seeing... Uh, and that's the thing about the, stre- or the strength of My Hero Academia. The fact that like... You don't need to see Deku or Bakugo or even All, All Might mm. to enjoy it. Like the the secondary characters are just as strong mm. because of all the the fleshing out that they do with this show, which is a, a cue that a lot of shows can take, even when it comes to like villains and things like that. And again, talking about uh, Winter so- Winter Soldier, Falcon and the Winter Soldier with the Flag Smashers and things like that. If this yeah. was My Hero Academia, I'd be like, oh yeah. Carly, woo! I love Carly. I want to see more. Yeah. So it's just more dialing more into the strength of that. Like I, and now we're getting to uh, what the what the class B and having them be more developed. And so I, I like I like that. I want to see more class B because they are fun characters. Yeah. From what what we see, so I'm I'm here for I'm here for the ride. 
And now seeing uh, what's his name Shinso yeah. joining, either he's going to join Class A or he's going to join Class B. I don't Probably know. Probably A. <laughs> Probably. And I thought yeah. that was cool that they did show that the Class B team has gotten stronger since the yes. the exams. Because even though the air shield was stronger, like their strategy yeah, was better. Even even though Class A has had more practical uh, experience with literally always being attacked by zombie zombies. Zombies. What villains? The hell? Yeah. <laughs> Walking Dead. Yeah, we're but uh Class B has had more actually uh academic time. Yeah, I remember um I forgot what was it season two? Whatever the season they fought um Deku fought muscular in when they went to go train their quirks. And even though like they had already fought like however many villain attacks off by that point, they showed that their quirk strength hadn't actually gotten better. Just the way they use their quirks had gotten better. Yeah. So I like that it's kind of the opposite here where they make it a point to show you like while they were figuring out strategy and how to do live action combat better, Class B has been actually strengthening their quirks more. That's why I think the air shield was stronger and a lot of their, their, their quirks were better. Mm-hmm. Um, that was interesting. And that chick with the vine hair powers are... Like some of the, that, the, her powers are fucking kind of OP as yeah, fuck. Yeah, some of them I'm like, and then she's also weird. she's also weird. <laughs> she's like the religious person. Yeah. Like, gotta have one. You gotta have <laughs> one. Like, oh, oh, mother, Lord, God, Jesus, <laughs> give me strength for this battle. There's <laughs> a couple of them. I'm just like, why are they in one B? Even the beast guy. Yeah, the beast guy. Like he's strong. He's got a great sense again, of smell. I'm like, is awesome. They're in one B. Like the hair girl, she's in one B, but like. Grape juice or oh, invisible girl? Yeah, invisible girl, especially. <laughs> like, what the fuck is she like? Like, her powers aren't even so good that she can't make her clothing invisible. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, not even just, <laughs> not even just that, but like, even think about the just the practicality of it. Because what was the? Granted, Eraserhead has a problem with it. Because remember, he he doesn't like the the entrance exam because he's like, no, some people that have really powerful quirks, like Shinso. Yeah. Our exam doesn't work for people like them, but he should be just yeah. as... Can't but, mind control those robots. Yeah, you can't mind control the robot. But even then, I'm like talking about Invisible Girl. What the fuck does she do against the robots? I have no idea. Because all she did was use that flat... Like, the only ability yeah, she's the learned... the only ability she has this, was she just was she just recently learned. And I don't like the implication that her ability is to flash people with light when she's naked. She's like literally flashing yeah, people. Yeah, she's flashing people. Right, right? Is that like, <laughs> that can't be a coincidence. But even that, she she only just got that ability. She, so how does that take out robots? And I'm like, oh, because they can't see me, so I could maybe unplug them. But I'm like, but it's a robot. So they didn't have plugs. The fuck? Well, not even just that, but I'm like, shouldn't I have like infrared vision or whatever? Infrared vision? I mean, you would think. <laughs> like, I don't get, like, yeah, so I don't know why, I don't know how she's in class 1A, but whatever. It is, it is what it is. Well, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing more of Shinzo because I, I do like what they did with his character so far. Even him using um, uh, Aizawa's restraining cloths. Yeah. The one time he did it in this episode. Uh, I like that. Like that. Um, but even then, that, it didn't really work. <laughs> no, but then I like the, the swerve of, like, he's behind you like i'm not gonna fall for that again behind you and because of their their miscommunication because of his ability they didn't want to respond yeah he didn't realize that no it's not me bro literally he's, he's saying behind you <laughs> i think it's hit uh, that's cute but uh, yeah beast guy he was fucking powerful he was he was powerful yeah and it's funny that even when he de-beast he's still a beast <laughs> oh at that moment he's like i'm you in yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's like no you're not <laughs> <laughs> You just become scrawny, like like Steve Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so on that note, what would you rate it? 
I was still good with Perfect Vision. I mean, I would too. I didn't. There wasn't anything I didn't like in it. And like you said before, I mean, the emailers were telling us that this this season's slow, but like you said, if slowness translates to more development for the other characters, I'm fine with that. Yeah. For exactly the reason that I don't want the it's become a Vegeta Goku show like Deku Bakugo show like Dragon Ball. Yes. Yeah. I like the side characters. And on that note, before we get into the news, let me jump back into those emails we skipped. But now that we've reviewed all our topics for the week. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. All right, so let's start with Nick Hidalgo. Uh, email is part two. Overall corrections and context for Invincible and Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Hey, Jordan Michael. Mr. Corrections, a.k.a. Super Iron Halo here, giving some historical corrections and insight into that Invincible Mount Rushmore episode, episode three, and and why Sam is relatively broke and Zemo is very military trained. Invincible. I gotta admit, it did bug me a bit in that episode of the woke supervillain, while hilarious, had some of his facts wrong about Mount Rushmore and how they were slave owners. Huh, I didn't even realize that. The presidents of Mount Rushmore are George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Abraham Lincoln, and Teddy Roosevelt. Only two presidents in Mount Rushmore did in fact own slaves, Washington and Jefferson. While Lincoln and Roosevelt did not, though doing a bit of digging, Roosevelt's family on his mother's side did own slaves in the South. Wow, he did research, research. Um, but any I mean, slaves... even if it's two of the four, it's still they. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I'd give it to the villain just because he's making a generalization and he's a villain. You know what I'm saying? But by the time he was born, he never personally owned any slaves as the Emancipation Proclamation was already law by the time Roosevelt was four years old. Damn, research, research. President Washington freed his slaves in his will once his wife passed. As per the law at the time, did not allow them to do so. Lincoln himself didn't own any of it at all in his lifetime. That leaving Jefferson, who did own a lot of slaves in my research and outright refused to free his slaves at all at all even though he supposedly wrote and believed all men were created equal well we know that's not true yeah that's not true (laughs) yet he saw his slaves as children and didn't want to be didn't want to abandon them (laughs) the rationalization of a racist right there uh not surprising as the more research the more i research into thomas jefferson he was not that great of a man founding father right there falcon and the winter soldier Regarding Sam's money situation, when Sam is working with the military in episode one, he is not working as a member of the represented rep, member of the representative of the military at this time, or representative of the military at this time. He was going in there as a part of the Avengers, which is essentially the biggest humanitarian nonprofit organization, similar to how the Red Cross operates in nations of crisis. While the Avengers don't take out a salary, they are spe- spectacularly. Yeah, spectacularly funded, and essentially everyone there is basically a volunteer. Hmm. Regarding Zemo, I mean, that makes sense. Regarding Zemo, it would actually make sense for Zemo to be, to be as skilled as he is as being a baron in his country of Sokovia, being highly military trained. Often monarchies in the real world and representatives of them will join the military as a sign of their civic duty. Zemo being only a baron and not a king or prince is a far away... Uh, Prince, he is far away from ever seeing the throne, so to make up his time, he decided to go fully into his military career and special ops for his country, something they even say and elaborate on in Civil War. All facts, okay. Spitting facts here, Nick Hidalgo. And then lastly, he says, anyways, that's all I got with this essay-long email, guys. Hope you both are well. And Michael, I hope your mother makes a full recovery. I hope you guys don't have too much trouble getting your shots up there on the East Coast. She Okay. 
Thank you. Yeah, she's pretty much basically at 100%. I mean, I'll say like 90%. Any side effects? I mean, she still has like, she she calls it like scratching in her chest and she's still coughing. Mm. And she's having, she's still having, not shortness of breath, but she, she can't like take mm. a deep breath. My mom had COVID and she still doesn't have her sense of uh, smell and taste back completely, which is crazy. And uh, also she's saying she's suffering from brain fog. Oh, feeling hazy? Like, that's what I assume brain fog means. Like, you feel hazy. I mean, yeah, hazy, but then certain, like, you not remembering certain things or... Well, I've got brain fog all the time. <laughs> uh, I'm glad she's doing better, though. Maybe just, like, one, one example. It's almost kind of scary because I'm like, I've never seen this before. But, like, I looked it up and it was like, oh, yeah, COVID pick. Because even a friend of mine was like, yeah, my uncle still has brain fog and he's had COVID over a year ago. Holy shit. Wait, so but what's like, the example? At one moment, so, like... I just happened to go upstairs and I saw her trying to change the channel on a remote. She's like, why is it not working? Uh, and I was like, or not change the channel, press the volume button. Okay. I was like, because you're not pressing the volume button, press the volume button. So then I start to walk away. I'm like, press the volume button. So then I start to walk away and then she's like, I'm, I'm pressing it and it's still not working. And I look at the TV. I'm like, I see the channels changing. I'm like, you're changing the channels. You're not pressing the volume button. What? I'm like, press this button. And she's like, then, okay, so this is the remote. Behind you is the TV. Yeah. So then she's like, I am pressing the volume button. I'm like, point at the TV, not at, you're pointing at the wall right now. What the hell? Yeah, so, yeah, like that, I'm like, I'm never. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah. And so then I'm like, point at the TV. She's like, I don't know, I got brain fog. I don't know what's going on. Oh, wow. Hopefully that goes away. I mean, but yeah, my friend, but yeah, my friend, like my friend said, yeah, my uncle's still suffering from that. He had COVID a year ago, so I don't know. I mean, same for my mom. She had COVID a year ago, and she still has the lack of, like, taste and smell. So, yeah, I don't know. COVID's fucking crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, all right, so moving But it's on. not, like, affecting her, like, obviously, she's still able to drive. And yeah, she yeah. She was still able to cook and shit like that, but yeah, certain things. Glad she's doing better, though. Um, I know here down in Arizona, it was hard at first, but we'll get the first dose on Friday. Yeah, I get my first vaccination tomorrow. Take care, y'all. Oh, and one last thing. Jordan, you spoiled Godzilla v. Kong for me, bro. God damn it. I was listening to the podcast on my way to work and figured the fan mail section was safe until I was wrong and it revealed the surprise villain. Damn it. I don't remember. I guess we mentioned Mecha Godzilla. Yeah, I was like, what? Ah, <laughs> um, blah, 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 blah. Uh, I couldn't mute fast enough. So while I say strike against me more so, I'm still counting it as a strike two for you, man. Logan 2017, Godzilla v. Kong 2021. <laughs> no! <laughs> Is that the same person that you spoke? Yeah, same oh. person. <laughs> uh, nah, joking. Much love. Take care of. Take care up there, guys. Thank you for accompanying me on my car rides to to and from work every day. Oh, thank you, Nick. That was a. I mean, it was a long email, but it was a very informative email. So I'm glad we read it, and I appreciate your input. Um, next email comes from Gwersnerth Jasui Pereria. I'm sure I fucked that up. The no presentation's all yeah. But this is our first time emailer. Awe due dumbbella. <laughs> first time emailer, short time listener. Kipasa, Jordan and Michael. I hope y'all are doing well. I enjoy the podcast very much and really appreciate hearing perspectives of people of African descent, including someone who is Afro Latino in all things comics, pop, culture, anime, manga, etc. Uh, that's me. I'm Afro Latino. I wanted to email to briefly know. Wait, were you were you uh, telling us that, or were you questioning yourself? No. <laughs> I'm, I, sometimes you're I forget. Like, that's the me. Afro Latino. Like, wait, who is he talking about? Yeah. Oh, me. Oh, me. That's me. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> Qué pasa? I'm terrible. Uh, 
I'm Afro Latino. Really? Liar. <laughs> yes, Caribbean. The Caribbean islands are Latinx, technically. Mm, on technicality, you got that. Yes. So my mother's from Trinidad. So I am a Trinidadian American. Um. Oh, he says one. I love y'all, but y'all need to be more consistent with your assessments of shows and movies. There is no universe what does other. That mean? I, I don't know. Let's find <laughs> out. There is no universe other than the Blurred Vision verse and the Snyder verse, where anyone thinks that the Snyder cut is equal to, if not better than, either Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, that's you. You said that. Didn't wait, you? wait, what? Uh- Michael, you specifically gave it the same score as Infinity War. Please, considering everything else, you've rated Perfect Vision. It should be something exclusive, not given to a four-hour movie that still can't properly present Darkseid. This is just one example of times when you've haphazardly, damn, haphazardly thrown perfect vision around. Just saying, value your ratings. Damn, I, that hurts me. Yeah, I'm like, like <laughs> haphazardly, like, like you said. <laughs> what rating did you give it? Uh, Snyder Cut? Yeah. I think it more than passable. I don't remember, but either way. <laughs> remember, I did I didn't even be like, really, perfect vision? Really? But I mean, I mean, that's how he feels. And it's so funny that he's like, be more consistent, and he says he's a short time listener. So it's like, <laughs> he's already like done the math on like our, our, yeah, our generation. I'm thinking, I'm like, short time, were you even, I mean, I guess you were if you had to, because I'm like, were you even listening during it? <laughs> you but, weren't in there shooting in the gym with us. <laughs> but either way, ratings for movies. You you can't you gotta take them almost kind of in a vacuum because just because one movie is a perfect vision and yeah. another movie is a perfect vision, different they're not reasons. the same. Yeah, they're not the same perfect vision. It's different for yeah. a reason, and that's why on this podcast we don't do oh numbers one through five because yeah, that's more analytical and that's more you know set in stone of why some you know you think of something being a five it's like because they have to meet this and this and this no perfect vision is how it hits us yeah and it's a perfect vision for the vision within the context of that show or movie we're talking yeah. about or a comic whatever so it's like just so even though I may, may have rated a Snyder cut perfect vision that's that Snyder's, necessarily yeah that's, that's Snyder's for, perfect that's vision that's for Snyder that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean it's on the same level of like Infinity War yeah I hear you so hear you. well no I'm not, it's not for you it's for no, uh, well, short time well, listener. Well, I also feel offended because I'm like, oh, that's our rating system, so he's not haphazardly doing it. Uh, let's see. Two, y'all both stated that you, you both stated that you stated you wanted Godzilla to emote. Okay, I don't know why. I mean, Godzilla is technically a villain, but Godzilla can't emote because Toho doesn't allow it. We wanted him to emote. Emote. I thought I complained. About the one thing he did kind of emote in in, in uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, where he kind of laughed. <laughs> that was stupid. Like, you remember that moment where like he, honestly, I don't even remember that. It's it's such a weird shot. It's like after he he knocks down Kong or something, and it's, it's just a single on him, just his face, and he like, he smiles. Godzilla smiles. And he's like laughing. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Why is the lizard laughing? <laughs> like, maybe I need to go back and listen. I don't remember ever saying anything about wanting Godzilla to emote. My thing is, I didn't like in Godzilla vs. Kong where he did. Maybe they mean I didn't. I wanted him to not be in the light of a villain so much because he's saying he's a villain. But I'm like, but not in these movies. In these movies, he was kind of 
like build as the hero. Yeah, Godzilla versus I mean Godzilla King of the Monsters, he was not a villain. Yeah, like and, and even the first though, Godzilla, he wasn't a villain. Yeah, and even though in Godzilla versus Kong they give a reason for why he's attacking humanity because of the energy source or whatever, he he still came off like an asshole. And they never, even say they even said in this movie, this is the first time ever that Godzilla's went against humanity. Yeah. So he's not a villain. He just seemed like an asshole to me with the emotions they gave him or like the weird characterizations they gave him versus how I felt about him in the other movies. But I don't know. Uh, what, else, what else he says? But Godzilla can't emote because Toho doesn't allow it. That's why even when he almost killed or almost got killed in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, Gojira looks angry as Gojira always does. Uh, also, don't you find it so corny that the MonsterVerse literally used the same res- resuscitation technique for both Godzilla and Kong in back-to-back movies? Uh, I guess he means the defibrillator for Kong and the nuclear bomb going off in Godzilla's face in King of the Monsters. Uh, it was like they couldn't think of any other solution. I mean, that that's kind of the, the beats for these movies, though. It's like, oh, the monster loses the first fight, and then we got humanity has to help the monster win, so they have to, the only thing they can do is kind of revive them. I get what you're saying, but that's kind of how it works, I guess, in these movies' tropes. Uh, whack. He says whack. If it wasn't for the fights, the monsterverse would be completely whack. You're not wrong about that at all. And even though you have both recognized this, to make my prior point even more noticeable, y'all have even given some of those movies the same score as Endgame and some MCU movies. Y'all are bugging. And I know this is when you're going to say, fuck you to me, Michael. So before you can, fuck you too, nigga. <laughs> I mean, he already said it, though. So <laughs> he beat you to it. <laughs> uh, three, Michael. Man, he <laughs> saw Michael's though. Michael, I respect that you are an atheist. No problem there. And I do mean to try and prol- proselytize am you at I, all. I was about to say, am I, is this about to be a conversion? Yeah, you better fucking find God, Michael. <laughs> Which is like, you get called out for that? I'm pretty, I'm pretty much atheist too. Um, but but I, you don't really talk about it. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but I do think there are some overgeneralizations you state about Christianity. As a young theologian, I can confidently state that Christianity is more of an Eastern religion, even more so than it is a Western one. And although it may be a religion that originated in the continent of Africa, it does have a long lineage there, longer than even in Europe. I only say this because you have continued to state it is not a black religion, but literally all characters, but very few people in the Bible are POC, and a number of them are black or of African descent. Ethiopia has a large, longer Christian tradition than many other places in the world. Just saying, stay woke. Jordan, the ellipsis indicates spacing for effect since sometimes you stumble on some words and I know, fuck me, I know. <laughs> Man, he's just coming for both of us. Yeah, like, like, what do we do? <laughs> Short time listener, fuck you both. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh. Do you have any response to that? First of all, I'm like, you're not allowed to say that. You don't know us. <laughs> so <laughs> that's all I got. To that's say. it. That's yeah. Okay. Well, is there just more? Four. Do y'all get annoyed when people? And yes, I know the oldest Christian church is in Ethiopia. I've been there. Yes, I know that, but it's still not a black religion in the sense of Western Africa. Like they weren't Christians, mm. the slaves that were brought. Ethiopia is on more the eastern side of Africa. Slaves came from the Western continent. 
<laughs> I'm reading ahead. He, he keeps coming for you. I don't understand. Four, do y'all get annoyed when people act surprised when something we as comic readers know will happen in a show? Like the world is shocked by Elijah Bradley existing or by U.S. agent being a villain or by White Vision being colder and weaker than regular Vision. I laugh all the time at movies or shows or shows only people. I laugh all the time at movies or show only people. Huh? Also, can you two sometimes briefly talk comics like Milestone Comics, a black comic book company which DC bought, which I am sure you know well, is coming back in May. I've seen the Static Shock stuff. Yeah, but it's not out. It's not out yet. It'd be cool for y'all blurs to talk about it. Um, so do, do we get annoyed by that? I don't get annoyed by by mainstream audiences not knowing. If anything, sometimes I wish I was them where wait, I didn't know wait. the twist coming. Oh yeah, I was like, wait, what? He, he asked if we got annoyed, if we get annoyed by, um, we know things as comic readers are going to happen, like Mysterio being a villain, for example. Uh-huh. But the average person doesn't. So if a person is like, I can't wait to see Mysterio be a hero in Far From Home, do we get annoyed by that? Be like, you dumb fuck. Like, <laughs> no, like yeah. why? That sounds like gatekeeping. Yeah. If anything, I I I, I want their experience where I, I come in with fresh eyes. Yeah, I'm not I'm not here for gatekeeping people. Yeah. So yeah, that that sounds sounds very gatekeeping gatekeepy because yeah. there's shit every like because even as a comic book reader, like a there's still stuff that I don't know that I'm learning every day. Hmm. And if somebody were to come to me, be like, oh, you're a stupid fuck. Like, how don't you know that? Because honestly, I used to be like that when people would be like, hey, what, what, what? Or I'll give this random, because random uh, uh, example. Like, somebody would come to me like, oh, Peter Parker is actually Spider-Man? I didn't know that. And I'll be like, and I would used to go like, you didn't know Spider-Man and Peter Parker were the same? Like, how do you not know that? That's yeah. common knowledge. I used to, I used to be like that. Yeah. Like, real gatekeep. Like, fuck, but no, you get older, fuck gatekeeping. It's like, hmm like you don't just because yeah, you I feel know, like it's something you get tight about in your teens and 20s but as you get older it's like yeah fuck it yeah, so if, <laughs> if there's if there's something that somebody doesn't know okay that's the experience and they'll eventually learn it but like yeah. who cares I'm pretty sure though I'm pretty sure things that you know that they don't I'm pretty sure there's things that they know that you don't maybe not in the same subject but like yeah we're all people from different walks of life and yeah. different experiences so I'm not here for the gatekeeping motherfuckers same uh, five this is the last one. Lastly, sorry for long email, Michael. A few weeks ago, my boy, also named Michael Lopez, the one who put me on y'all's podcast, wrote to you and you cursed him out like you do everyone. Do you remember doing that? Michael Lopez. Lopez? I, don't, I don't specifically remember. No. And am I just saying, uh, don't be messing with my boy? <laughs> I hope this guy's black. I think he is black because he's saying nigga a lot. He's like, fuck you too, niggas. Uh, don't mess with us Brooklynites before we come for you. We spread love, like Biggie said, but we ain't soft. Ha, ah, just kidding. Don't be scared. Love the show. Thank you both for all that you continue we'll to have do. Have Michael Lopez in my DM. Who? I th- he was an e- he emailed us, but I don't remember what you said in response or what even what he said. Oh, you said emailed. Yeah, emailed. I thought you said he DM'd me. I'm like nobody. No, no, no. Nobody DM'd me. No, it was in the show. Um. Thank you all for love, both of you, that you continue to do so to highlight black critical perspectives on pop culture, peace and love. Jasu, a.k.a. Waster Dark, a.k.a. Castus. I really wish I remembered. I, I could pronounce his name. Uh, if you can, bro, send me another email just breaking down the pronunciation of your name. Um, yeah, so he says, fuck you too. <laughs> You told me to read this. <laughs> no, I did. No, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> um, I think that... W- oh, wait. No, there's one more from Poet Cartus. That was another long one. Uh, hold on. Hold on. 
Our last email is My Hero Focus. Uh, from Poet Cardis, My Hero Update. Just replying to your questions from my previous email, as far as the Bakugo one for all time travel goes, it's thought that it's possible through Ira's power. We've mentioned that. I saw someone in the review go over it more, but what he said is one of the most common theories. I think you guys were harping on the appearance of the aura being just like All Might that I brought up last time. As a manga reader, I know it's All Might as fact, not speculation on that point. Also, I forget that the anime hasn't cleared up the previous users of One for All. When they're showing the users in the previous episode, they are not in order. Oh! There's other times when they talk to Deku, and they're in no particular order at all, but it's easy to cons- assume that's the lineage. The show shows two mystery users, All Might Shinomori the fourth, and the sixth, Banjo, Banjo-Kazooie the fifth, and Nana seventh. There's... In no particular order, as you can see. Next, okay, this part is speculation and theory. I don't think All Might's power is super strength per se. Hear me out. There's no direct quote that says what his power is, what his power is, nor that the first users was given that quirk, other than him having the quirk to pass on quirks. I don't think you guys watch Hunter x Hunter. We didn't, if I remember correctly. But those who have might wait what. But those who have might get the correlation. In the show, the power system is called Nen, which is basically using your aura to be used in various ways to battle with your style category. And then there's a class called Enhancers, basically one who can use their aura to become physically stronger, enhance durability, speed, etc. in that vein. We know One for All is cultivated, and we learn later that the fourth user literally spent his entire adulthood life cultivating the quirk for the future user. Huh? All Might is the first user to obtain one for all that doesn't have a quirk. So how does he fight then? By training his body and using the raw power from one for all slash cultivated energy like an enhancer to increase his strength, speed, and durability. Well, Deku's now the second person that doesn't have a quirk, yeah. But then I thought they didn't I thought they already said though that the quirk that the the brother got was super strength. Well, they didn't say. He just said, I found a quirk for you that even you could handle. Not in the most recent season. I thought before the season when they explained the origin story. Remember All Might tells Deku the story first? I thought in that they said that he got super strength. I don't think they specifically said super strength. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. This also holds weight. Then what did he give him? Because it wasn't the ability to pass powers. That's what he no, already he, had. He just said, he said, I don't remember. I could have swore he said super strength. I could be wrong, though. Uh, All Might is the first user. Blah, 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 blah. I said that already. Um, this also holds weight because back in the sports festival when Deku fought Monoma, loud guy, class 1B, he couldn't use Deku's quirk. Why? Because it's not simply super strength. Otherwise, he would have been able to. That's Did he try and copy Deku's power? I don't remember that. Wait, who? The copy? Yeah, the copy guy. I don't think so. The only time they actually fought was on that, that weird um, tournament thing where they're like on each other's shoulders, remember? Like Bakugo yeah, was riding them. Was, I don't think he was near. Yeah, I don't think he... I don't remember there being a moment where he tried to copy Deku's powers. Yeah. He's like, I can't. That's weird. Hmm. I mean, that's an interesting point, though, if that is the case. Um, like enhancers who display Nen differently, Deku doesn't use one for all the same as All Might and is similar to Gon, who can distribute Nin in certain parts of his body to increase power, but also can make that part glow like Deku. That would go back to what you said about their powers being different. Mm-hmm. Um, he can make an arm or leg glow and use one for all of his whole body similar to Gon's fists. It's just a different way to look at it all, but explains a clearer idea of All Might and why Deku's is slightly different. That's interesting. I don't know if that's accurate, but it's a really interesting theory. Mm-hmm. Now I actually want to go back and watch that episode to see if they do specify that what he got was super strength. 
Because even what he alludes to it being in the most recent season sounds like super strength. You're weak. Here's a power even you can use. It makes you stronger, literally. Yeah. I mean, and then plus, that's all we've seen. Like, All Might use super strength. He punches so strong, he makes a hurricane or yeah. he makes it rain. We haven't really seen Nana fight, but from what we've seen, she's jumping like All Might and yeah. seems like super strength. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that's it for emails. Thank you guys for uh, chiming in. Uh, like I always, I like to hear from you guys every week. So if there's any corrections for this week's podcast, be sure to write in uh, the blur version at Gmail. Uh, and on that note, let's get into emails of the week with, or emails. Let's get into news emails. of the week with Michael. She's the Black Iron Man, but she's not Tony Stark. They just don't want their characters, quote unquote. I could call you a nigga, If he says that shit to you, his ass on Instagram. I don't want to hand me down. I don't want kitty gay things. It's all straight and white. What's going down? Michael News. So, yeah, like I said, it ain't really that much. So. Shang-Chi! No, love, death, and robots. Oh, man. (laughs) You okay? Yeah. Hold my hand. You feel something. Don't you? It's like a kind of door opens up out there. I figure it leads to some other world, trapped inside our own. Why give all this up? Why? I've been alive 218 years. Too much. <laughs> um, Go back and listen to uh, we reviewed season one of Love, Death, and Robots. Um, I mean, I couldn't really get anything specific from the trailer, but the fact that it's coming back. Yeah, because considering it's all an anthology, I, I don't think they would want to tell us. Yeah, it's it's almost like um, Black Mirror but animated. Mm-hmm. That's why I like the I, I like that series. So I'm really excited to have it come back because I love most of the shorts in that anthology series. Maybe one or two. Yeah, there was only a couple that I was just like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> Even like the weird one with the fish floating over it. The fish? Oh, the weird like space whales. Yeah. The fucking <laughs> flying into the fucking astral plane of fish. That was yeah. weird. The weird pool one. Yeah, the, the pool the, one was the, weird. <laughs> Finally, I've, I'm, a, I'm a pool toy that became a man that only yearned to become a pool toy again. <laughs> it's like, I guess that's deep, right? <laughs> but yeah, it was stupid. Yeah, but stuff like um, Into the Aquila Rift. Yeah. Those were you, the you don't want the refrigerator I liked. Oh, with uh, Neil Patrick Harris? That wasn't Neil Patrick Harris. It wasn't? No, that was uh, fucking... Uh, Venom. What's, what, what? I can't think of his name. Eddie Brock? He played Eddie Brock. It was... um From Spider, Spider-Man 3. Uh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm thinking fucking uh, Tom Hardy. No, not Tom no, Hardy. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, fuck, I forgot his name. That 70s show. Yeah, that 70s show. Yeah. I can't think of his name. Yeah, me either. But yeah. Um, I mean, how do you feel about the trailer? I mean, the visual looks dope. Visually, it looks dope. And it's, uh, it looks like they didn't really... Uh, 
They didn't skimp on the budget. So. Some of the art styles look similar to the last season, so I'm assuming yes. some of them are by the same creators. And I mean, I guess based on what they showed us, they kind of showed us what they're going to, the storylines that they were going to do, because I was like, I wonder if some of the storylines are going to come back. Mm. Did you see anything in the trailer that looked like a sequel to anything? That, that's what I was saying. It didn't seem like, no. it seemed like it was all new stuff, so it doesn't seem like any of the stories. I prefer that, though, to be all new. I mean, I do too, but I would like to see some stories come, like like the you know like what I, the first one with the that, rope. Was, gonna say, that yeah. was what I was gonna say the Godzilla yeah, one, the Godzilla, yeah, whatever that was. Yeah, that seemed like something that could come back. And that was a dope twist reveal at the end. Yes, or um, the uh, Lucky Thirteen one. I'm like, which one was that? The ship. The ship. I mean, maybe that is because of, like, you see Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, like, the big... I Thank you for reminding me of that. That was, like, the big standout of this trailer of, like, wait, is that Michael B. Jordan? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they put, I'm like, they put him in everything. Because he, like, he has a movie coming out on Amazon, like, John Clancy type. I want to know if it's him that goes to these studios. It's like, look, I'm Michael B., I want to be in this. And they're like, hell yeah, you could be in this. Or if it's like they're actually reaching out to him every time. That's I, I don't know. <laughs> Because he's a producer too and stuff, right? So, I mean, yes. I feel like he would have the pull to be like, I want to be in this. Okay. <laughs> Pro- probably. Yeah. I, if, I, if I can be in this, I'll help finance it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. His, the thing that he looked like he was appearing in looked almost like the same art style or CGI style of um, Into the Aquila Rift one. Like that level of detail. Well, I think it looked like Lucky 13, which you don't remember apparently. Yeah, wait. What was the ship one? Lucky 13. That was the name of the episode. But what happened in it? It was with the... Uh, the girl from Orange is the New Black, and she had the, the, the ship that they said was a bad ship, but it turned out to be the one ship that won the... Oh, yeah. Okay. I remember that one now. And she said it to explode, and it didn't explode until the very right moment as if it knew. Yeah. Now I remember. I don't know why that one didn't stick with me, because that was one of the better ones. Yeah. And then, of course, the one... That, I remember the werewolf one better than the I fucking... Was, I was just about to say, then, of course, the one that I really liked, but you didn't really like, was the werewolf one. But yeah, I remember that more than the one I did kind of like. So at least that the werewolf was memorable. So I was like, oh, can we get more wolves? Can we get some gay wolves? <laughs> some gay wolves. But yeah, they didn't... Uh, so yeah, basically, everything is... Everything's new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you the, the one that looks like a Disney or Pixar movie is going to be the darkest one. <laughs> like, it's going to start off so cutesy looking, but then it's going to end up with death. <laughs> but yeah, Lucky, it looks more like this. Let me see. Now that I'm remembering it, I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. So I, guess, like, I, guess the the ca- I guess they both it? kind of the same look. A killer riff in this one. They both like were highly detailed CGI yeah. worlds. Even the werewolf one was kind of like that, but not sci-fi. Say, I'm excited. I, I like that uh, anthology series. Yeah, so I'm curious to see where, where it goes. Yee. So, yeah, that's it. All right, uh, so yeah, other trailer, Shang-Chi. I trained you. So the most dangerous people in the world couldn't kill you. Son. Time for you to take your place by my side. That's not going to happen. You can't outrun who you really are. 
talk Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Iron Fist. Do you part feel two. like, and this is me talking on behalf of one of the people in my stunt group who, who's Asian American, he hopes that this is going to be what uh, Black Panther was for the black community. Yes. Do you feel like this is what's going to I hope so. You th- do you hope so or do you think so? I mean, you don't know what you don't know, but so yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so too. I'm just uh, everything I and that's the thing. Like, I know the internet's a big place, so you're always gonna get other people like other differing opinions. But the fact that there even felt like there was, and, I, and I'm curious, 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 curious. I'm curious <laughs> to see how how the reaction is like in actual Asian countries. Because I remember before. I talked, oh yeah, you said that he wasn't attractive. Yeah, to I Asian talked. Countries. Yeah, I talked about it in the news. Like they they don't think Simu Liu is attractive enough to play. He's, he's too masculine to play Shang Chi. It's like, but he's the master of kung fu. Like, he's gotta look pretty though. He's gotta look like a K-pop star. Yeah, that's that's what they want. I don't want I don't want Ninja Assassin Shang Chi. You know what I'm saying? Have you seen Ninja Assassin? No. He's like it, it's literally an action movie, but with a, like a K-pop star. Is like I think Rain. You know that K-pop star? No. Oh well, he's but, pretty. <laughs> yes. So yeah, for for the people that weren't around listening, you know, new time listeners or anybody else that maybe missed that episode, but yeah, basically they were just saying that. Uh, Simulu, they think he looks too. Uh, he looks too American Chinese or whatever. What does that mean? He looks like an Americanized Asian. How, what is that? Yeah, I don't know. What you that you means. enter America and your facial features change. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> so like they don't. He's think, not like half white or yeah, anything. They don't right? think like, he's attractive enough to play. I don't think he's half white. So then I don't. Where's that coming from? I don't think. Let me look it up. Maybe if if he is, maybe that's the reason they don't feel like he looks. Chinese enough? I don't know, but it sounds bullshit though. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I think he's attractive, but I guess who am I? Like, I'm not Asian, so I guess who cares? Who gives? Who the fuck cares? Who cares about what you think? <laughs> well, for me, I was I was just saying that, um, I, like I was saying, like on the internet is always gonna be differing opinions, but the fact that I saw a lot of people making comments like oh it this- doesn't say he just says he was born in china and he came so he's the most chinese like he's <laughs> born in china but he looks too american like what does that mean <laughs> he's not even american he's canadian or he's chinese canadian what the fuck i don't understand um maybe he was saying that the trailer's underwhelming or it looks generic that was the, that was the phrase that got me generic i'm like we've who, never who, seen who said that Look, I'm just going by comments I've seen under top comments under like things like IGN or comicbook.com's Instagram pages. And you you know who's saying that. <laughs> the same people that were saying the Black Panther trailer was overrated or the people that were like, oh, Wonder Woman doesn't look that great. or You know what I mean? Like, now Captain Marvel, I'll give you that. <laughs> the Captain Marvel trailer was whack. But the Wonder Woman trailer was fucking hot fire, the first one, not the new one. And uh, Black Panther's trailer was hype as fuck. Fuck you. Uh, uh, which actually, you just reminded me about something. What? I was hella hyped for this for this movie, but now I'm a little concerned. Concerned? I am concerned. Why are you concerned? Because I found out that the writer Uh-oh. of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings... The movie or the book? The movie. Okay. The writer is the same writer... Uh, from what? Of 1984. Why? What? Yes. What? Huh? Wonder Woman 1984, the same writer is the writer of Shang-Chi. <laughs> So I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no. Wait, 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 wait. But but weren't there multiple writers on one of my didn't Patty Jenkins yeah, and Jeff Johns have their hand in that? They had their hand, yeah, they did. 
but I'm, still, let's, let's, let's pray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is kind of a deciding factor. This will show you how much of that fucking clusterfuck of Wonder Woman eighty four was actually Patty Jenkins' fault versus maybe even more competent writer when they're when they're not shackled by her her wants and needs and whims and Jeff Johns' input. Maybe it'll be better. Because I mean, everything we've seen. The cinematographer though is the same cinematographer that did shit like Scott Pilgrim and shit like that. It looks dope. So yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking it up specifically. Co- he co-wrote. He co-wrote it with Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns, but screen screenplay was by him. But co-wrote with Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns. So yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see how much of it. Because I mean, maybe his hands were tied. Maybe Patty Jenkins was like, "No, you have to have a scene where the woman has sex with a man." Yeah, because I guess the big thing. Because I'm looking at it, it's saying he wrote the screenplay, or he helped write the screenplay, but the story by was by Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns. So I'm like, well, I guess because if they're saying what the story is, and then he has to only do so much. Yeah, and then he has to write actually write the script. Yeah, I feel like based on that. I, I feel think, like most of our issue was the story. Yeah. So yeah, I think story. Yeah. So, so I guess maybe that makes me less. I'm still concerned. <laughs> I'm still concerned, but I'm less concerned. But I'm. I'm still. This is a good test to see what the problem was with that movie. Because if this is great, then we know the problem is Patty Jenkins and Jeff Johns. Mm-hmm. But if it's trash, and we're like, fuck. <laughs> I'll apologize, apologize to Patty Jenkins a little bit. Because <laughs> um, everything. But like I said, people saying it's generic. What about the trailer generic? We've never seen Kung Fu on this level in a blockbuster MCU movie. We've never seen... I mean, granted, it was only a couple of like quick scenes, but the fantasy element they're bringing in with the Ten Rings, it looks like the origin story of the Ten Rings, looks mm. like Kung Fu Panda. Like It looks like this, this Chinese martial arts epic. Yes. And uh, not only just that, but like... So where's the genericness coming in? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Because it's just a martial arts film. We've seen that before. That's okay. probably what they're saying. All right. <laughs> but I was going to say, not only just that, but like just the fact that we never have, not even just the kung fu element, but the fact that we've never, because it's supposed to be an all, pre, damn near all Asian cast. Granted, mm. I saw one white guy in the trailer. Who? One of the, one of the pre- people attacking uh, Shang-Chi with the sword that he uh, dodged or whatever. Uh. That's the same guy that was uh, Apollo Creed's son. In, uh, I mean, oh. not, not Apollo Creed. Oh, uh, you uh, mean um, Drago. Drago's Drago son. And son. In, uh, in Creed. Oh, that's cool. So, Big ass Drago's son got a sword, a laser sword type of thing. Yeah. And then uh, also there was the, the black guy from uh, Homecoming. He was on the bus. Oh, yeah. I saw that as like a weird Easter egg. Yeah. Type of, is he the new Stanley? Is that really what they're going to be doing? I guess. <laughs> You're hey, Shang-Chi. Yeah, do, do, a a oh, do a kick. Oh, do a kick. Do a kick. That'd be funny if they did have a new Stanley type of cameo. Granted, it's nothing to do with the creation of these characters, yeah. but maybe he is Stanley. <laughs> but, 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 In a but, new form. <laughs> but the thing I liked about this, I, I liked about this trailer also was like, while you saw the, of course, you know it's just a trailer. We don't know it's what not the even whole a trailer, movie. It's a teaser. Yeah, it's just a teaser. We don't know what the whole movie is going to be. But while they were while they were doing the fights, it was a widescreen, so you saw their whole bodies yeah. moving, and it wasn't like you throw a punch, okay, cut. You throw a punch, okay, cut. Yeah. It's like no, you saw like when when he did that kick, that was him. Yeah, and I mean you. I, uh, again, because I'm uh, kind of in stunt circles, but it's cool that they actually pulled from like some of the best um, kung fu Shaolin martial artists in the country to be uh, action designers in the show. So 
for me, people that I've seen in California, they're like amazing action, uh, action scene designers. They actually were brought in for Shang Chi. They're all Asian. It's a it's an Asian heavy group. They're all brought in to be consultants and actual stunt performers in Shang Chi. They're beasts. So like to see them kind of be like the henchmen and but the behind the scenes of this stuff, it it makes me kind of happy because that's you know they're they're lifting up the Asian communities by making this movie because they're, yes. they're giving them a platform. And that's the thing I want I want to see like. Because a lot of people, when they think of action in the MCU, what do they people say is the best action scene? Winter Soldier. Exactly. I want to see that times 11. Yeah. Because this is supposed to be the master of Kung Fu. He's supposed to be better than Iron... Granted, I'm not talking about... I'm not talking about... not talking about the Netflix version. You saw me with the... Yeah. <laughs> like, what is this move? <laughs> not talking about the Netflix version. In the He's comics... so bad. In the comics... Iron Fist and Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi is like number one. Iron Fist is number two. They're like neck and neck. There's been moments that they fought and stalemated each other. I don't remember where I saw it, but someone posted a comic clip on Instagram that was like, yo, is Iron Fist kind of a bitch when it comes to Shang-Chi? Because it was like, it was a conversation between Black Panther, yeah, Black Panther and Luke Cage. Cage. Oh, you yeah, saw it too? That, that, that happens at uh, Black Panther number 11. Okay. Well, that was hilarious to me. Where it was like, so your friend Iron Fist, who's a martial arts master, never told you about Shang-Chi, who's the master of yeah, Kung master Fu? Kung Fu yeah. And he's like, we're trying to say that he's jealous. He's like, I'm not trying to say anything yeah, I'm not trying like to say that. nothing, but yeah. He's, I, yeah. Iron Fist is one thing, I but. I think it's interesting that he ain't <laughs> saying nothing about <laughs> Shang-Chi. Like, everybody in the martial arts community knows who Shang-Chi is. And the fact that your best friend didn't say nothing, like, kind of suspect, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, I think he's a little jealous. That's some real shit, though. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. It was. I'm sure they'll never put that in the MCU. But <laughs> well, I mean, is Iron Fist? I don't even think Iron. Yes, yeah, I don't think so. It, which is kind of part of me. Even though I'm glad, but I'm like, I wonder how the actors feel because, like, Daredevils. They're putting Daredevil. Supposedly, Daredevils in Spider-Man Three. Charlie Cox. Yeah. And supposedly Jessica Jones is going to be in uh, She-Hulk. But meanwhile, you got Mike Coulter. Uh, uh, I hope they use Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter and Finn Jones. Like, what about us? Though? I still think Luke Cage was a great, or Mike Coulter was a great Luke Cage. You, you didn't like him? I think he has the look. Yeah, but in terms of his acting, I think he was the weakest actor on the show. Even weaker than uh, Danny Rand. Well, I'm talking about Luke. Oh, Cage. his own show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree with that too. I feel like he's had like the mellow temperament and the voice. Like he had like the the aura of him. But I agree with the acting. Um, but yeah, don't bring back fucking Danny. Rizzi. Leave Finn Jones out of this yeah. shit. Like, never bring him back. Uh, he's 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 done. And if anybody deserves to be in the MCU, it's definitely Jessica Jones and and Daredevil. They were at least like the most critically acclaimed Netflix shows. Even mm-hmm. Luke Cage had half a season. <laughs> yeah. At least Jessica Jones had a yeah. solid season. Yeah, those first six episodes, that's it. Yeah, and it fell <laughs> fucking cliff. Yeah. <laughs> then you got fucking uh, Copperhead being the Warriors. Come on, to play, yay! Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You look whack as hell. But anyway. Yeah, Jessica Jones, that whole first season was... It was awesome. Yes. Yeah. You could probably argue that was mostly because of Purple Man, but I was, <laughs> it was still a solid season. Yeah, I mean, I would say both, because, like, the chemistry between... Yeah. Um... Anything else from the trailer you want to talk about? Oh, the Ten Rings aspect. So the idea here, and I'm, I'm like, the change, the do changing, I not know about the comics? They're changing his origin, like they're making his father the Mandarin. Yeah, that way that wasn't. The, I thought that was the case. No, in the comic. Yeah, no, his father's not the the Mandarin. Oh, no. but do they have a rivalry at all in the comic or? 
No, it's just Mandarin straight up Iron Man, and he never yeah, crossed over Shang Chi. I mean, Mandarin. So who is Shang Chi? Mandarin's mostly Iron Man. Who is Shang Chi's villain? In the His comics? father is like Fu Manchu. Oh, Fu Manchu, the more racist Asian caricature. Yeah. Got you, got you, got you. So does it combine but they, them? But they've kind of like changed it now. Now they call. I was like, no, Fu Manchu was just a name I was going by. But his, I'm, I'm actually Zhang Ji or whatever his name is now. <laughs> My name's Steve. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> um. In the comics, because I've seen a couple of different iterations of how Ten Rings work. I never really read like. Is that how it works in the comics? We've got like, like it looks like alien powered rings on their arms, and it gives them superpowers. Man, this they made it's like bracelets, but if Mandarin actually wears ten rings, gotcha. and each ring does something different. Yeah, this is a weird way to pull my information from the Mandarin from. Which, I, know, always, that which I always thought it was weird because I'm like, but man, like the ring. Granted, they never really say if it's magic or technology, but it's basically, it's, both. it's basically fucking magic. And I'm like, as an Iron Man villain, though, like, well, sadly, the most I've seen Mandarin and Iron Man interact was in that CGI show where Iron Man was young. Remember that? He's like I young. I never, I never watched that. Okay, well, I didn't watch it all, but I remember there being episodes. But yeah, where he but I know Mandarin. what you're. But I know what you're talking about. I never watched it though. Yeah, it was kind of like Mandarin was like part Iron Man, and he used the rings as like elemental shit to fight Iron Man with. But so that's the only way. So him having like these cool. It kind of reminded me of um, oh, there's a guy in Kung Fu Hustle that fights with rings. Where he's got rings on his wrist, and he like he like does that and flicks them, and they like they go over his whole arm like was he like armor, <laughs> kinda. I mean, it's kind of got the vibe from. You only see a clip of like um the Mandarin's arm, like, and it's like he's walking towards somebody. But you see like in one shot the rings are bracelets, but in the other shot it looks like the rings are kind of pulled up along his arm. So at some point they must slide up his arm when they power up or something. I don't know. You think it's just going to be punches? It's just going to be Iron Fist? But, but I know in the, in, his, in, in the comic, his father is kind of mystical. He has that's how that's how he's able to live so long. Like he's damn near immortal. Oh, I mean, this Shang Chi's little kid looks like he fought the whole village himself. Like you saw in the, the little quick action scene clips. Yeah, he was like a little kid fighting grown men. Yeah, so he's got to have some kind. Well, that's of... That's how what almost kind of reminds me of like Cassie Lang and like the DC. Like, from the moment he was born, he was fought, taught how to fight. Mm. And it seems like the, the plot here is he got, like, a sabbatical. Like that's, Wait, that's it, Cassie Lang? What yeah, you said Cassie Lang. I was thinking, like, from Scott Lang? No. I was going to go with it. Cassie Kane, Cassandra Kane. Oh, Cassandra Kane. Yeah. That makes way more yeah, sense. Yeah, there we go. I'm like, like <laughs> Scott Lang's daughter? Okay, I'll go with no, that. That's uh-huh, what I was thinking, uh-huh. yeah, but no, Cassie. <laughs> Cassandra Kane um, in D.C. Wait, well, fuck, what was I going to say? Do you think it's just super strength? Do you think it's just going to be like Iron Fist equivalent rather than like different weird powers that the Ten Rings had in the comics? Are you talking about Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Well, do you think Shang-Chi's going to get those? Do you think she's just going to be straight up martial arts? He's not going to get any kind of power up type of what, things with the like rings at all? First of all, you like spat all over my face. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> but in the comic, again, I don't know what they're going to do because I mean, Falcon has telepathy in comics and they took it away from him. Yeah. But in the comic, he can. Uh, Almost, which part of me is like, what the fuck is the point of Iron Fist? Because like, he can kind of like manipulate his chi energy to give himself super strength, speed, stamina, and all that stuff. Well, Iron Fist had to kill a dragon for his, so that's like, yeah. that's the only difference. Uh, yeah, that's the biggest difference. But he can, he can make himself. Maybe he doesn't have a glowy fist, but he can make himself strong enough to like punch, fucking destroy brick. Yeah. So, 
It's damn near the Iron Fist, but it's a little, not really. Mm. Oh wait, that's what I was gonna say. This is like the plot seems like he grew up in that like war kind of environment. Yeah, it says I trained you him... since you were young, and then I gave you ten years to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, like but now it's like live your life for ten years. Yeah, and... but now it's like no, now you come back, motherfucker. It's like, but I don't want to. That's some Amish shit, right? Like, isn't that what they do with the Amish community? Is it? Yeah, they let they let you go out for a couple of years into the real world, and then they bring you back. And well, it's you like, know more about the Amish community than I do. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's, I forgot what they call it. Is it called a sabbatical? I don't remember what they call it. But yeah, so like, I was interested in that plot point. Like, oh, so he grew up there, but then he's living in America for like ten years just to, I guess, sow his wild oats, like coming to America style, and then come back and live up to the legacy of the Ten Rings and the Mandarin. Yeah. But, but yeah, I don't know if they're going to give him super strength and speed. I, I hope so. It would make sense. Seems like the Ten Rings have that power. I don't know if he's going to get the Ten Rings from the Mandarin by the end. Or if he's just going to be straight up martial arts with like chi enhancements. But I would like him to have something. Like in the same way that Iron Fist has like the glowy fizz. Yeah, but I mean if he has chi enhancements, then why not? I just want to see it kind of be the same. A visual same thing. for it. Like if he glows, okay, that's fine. But I thought it was cool how the and rings then there's looks. also uh, hold on, let me see if I can find it. Almost like Dragon Ball Z. Dragon, dragon. He Fuck can shoot. Dragon. He can blast the Kamehameha blast. Do they have that in the trailer? No, not in the trailer. I'm talking oh, about. The, I'm talking oh. about in the comic. I was like, I didn't see that in the trailer. Let me see if I let me see if I can find it. My panel. question is, why is Aquafina in everything? She's she's the Asian Michael B. Jordan. She kind of is. I mean, she's like the Asian black friend you need in every Asian movie. <laughs> but I mean, notice she didn't uh, have her black scent in this. When she first started. No. She tried to sound all black. Yeah. And it's like, no, nah, that's it's just because she's from Brooklyn. That's how she normally talks. Like now all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, where is it? Mm, dialing it back. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because she got some controversy for it. What are you looking for? Oh, the Kamehameha Blast? Yeah, I can't find it. Oh. I'm going to take your word for it. It's like a, oh, here it is. It's just an Adoken. Adoken! Adoken! It's literally like... <laughs> oh, yeah, it is literally an Adoken. Is that him following his father? Who is that? I don't know who that is. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's basically just not whitewash Iron Fist. Same thing with the Mandarin. He's not whitewash <laughs> Killian that's from kinda, Iron Man that's 3. That's kind of like... Because I think he came out a year earlier than... Iron Fist. Oh, the racism. <laughs> so I'm like, what's the, granted, I know outside of the world, like, you know, you gotta have a you know, you gotta have a white person that's the master of kung fu kinda. Yeah. The but Bruce like, Lee equivalent is enough. You gotta have a white guy be the, yeah. <laughs> the martial well, arts. Part of me is like, what's the point of Iron Fist if we already got a Shang Chi? There is no point. Oh no, there is a point to make the white people feel like they have a a, a door in. Yeah, I'm like, even the fact that he has he can he can increase his chi to give himself super strength and speed, and I'm like, yeah, that's iron. Granted, because somebody because somebody made the argument before, they was like, well, how many people in Marvel are are telepaths? True, true. But still, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just want to change you to punch a dragon's heart out and get that fist. <laughs> is that the only thing that gives him the fist? Yeah, pretty much. Couldn't shang Chi stack that then? Like, with his, his martial arts skills and chi powers? Yeah. So double, fucking... double iron, multiple iron fist. Yeah, also, that, speaking of which, isn't that what was he, was, was, was somebody fighting an iron fist in the trailer? Wait, what? The woman in the green? Was that an iron fist? I didn't even catch that. 
and uh, that'd be amazing if they if they spank an Iron Fist in this in the movie. Just be like, you guys want an Iron Fist? Here's your Iron Fist. Whoop their ass. The right, end. Let me pull up. Moving the, on. Let me pull up, me pull up the trailer real quick. Fuck that Netflix show. So, yeah, I don't even remember what you're talking about. I would need to see a screenshot. That's all I'm about. I'm pulling up the trailer. So, this woman in green. Did it happen already? Right, right here where she's spinning? Yeah, the woman in the green. Why do you feel like she's an Iron Fist, though? Because that was a very um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon type of scene. But, like, why do you feel like she's an Iron Fist? Just the color? Cut up. Because they're doing that, that they have no sense of gravity type shit because somehow in Asia they turn down the gravity for fight scenes. <laughs> That's why. Oh, who and is that? Looks like the same. It does look like the same type of outfit. I think that's Colleen Wing. So that would have to mean they would retconned it. I mean, but she was the last Iron Fist in the, in the Iron Fist Netflix series before uh, Finn Jones got those stupid ass Iron Fist guns. So fucking stupid. <laughs> Most people forgot. Pepperidge Farm remembers. I mean, well, they could say it took place in the past. Like, yeah, because I don't think that was uh, the actress. No, that wasn't the Halloween actress, I don't no. think. But that looked like the same outfit. I would have guessed that that was a flashback to the history of the Shang-Chi and Ten Rings powers. So maybe it's the Iron Fist from the past. That would be cool. And also, yeah, like you said, it'd be it would kinda, be a fuck you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely be a fuck you. <laughs> I'm fine with that though. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm fine with that, but, <laughs> but I'm I was still curious because, like I said, it looks like the same outfit. Yeah, you have both worlds. You get the world so, build. So part of me, I'm like, I, I'm like, that football. can't be a, that can't be a coincidence. I would think not. I mean, that's pretty accurate to the costume that you showed me. So, right, so you have both ways. You not only get uh, a dope fuck you to the, the Netflix series, but you also get some world building with like uh, there's still Iron Fist in this world, just not the Netflix version. Fuck that version. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll see. Because like I said, I don't think that that didn't look like it was the presence. No, that looked like part of the flashback sequences, like the that weird giant war thing that looked like Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> I'm like, am I racist for saying that? But <laughs> it was a Kung Fu Panda to me. <laughs> So I guess I guess we'll see. Yeah, if there's, if there's I mean, an Iron Fist. I'm excited for this for the movie. I am. I am definitely excited. Yeah. I haven't seen the raid, but I, I saw a lot of people saying they wanted to be like the raid in terms of the action. Mmm, that'd be dope. But it's making me this the the, the, the trailer first. It's not like I haven't watched the raid because I just haven't watched. It. I just hadn't gotten around to it. But watching the trailer for Shang Chi or how Kevin Feige because I, I always say Shang Chi, but Kevin Feige says Shang Chi. So I guess trust the Feige. Maybe that's the correct pronunciation. Yeah. We're, we're just American and we don't know how to say it, right? <laughs> Probably. But see, watching the trailer for that and then knowing Mortal Kombat comes out, I'm like, okay, I'm about, I'm, I need to double down and like watch. This is like the year of Asians. Yeah, <laughs> the I, year I need, of I need, Asian I need, resurgence. I need, I need to watch the raid, so. Yeah. I like it. I like this this pattern. Like last year, things started being more black-centric. Now we've got uh, Asian-centric stuff happening. Now we got to get some Latinx heroes. Hey, man, we got, uh, what's his name? Juarez from uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. He's going to be next Falcon. Yeah, but he's going to lead his own show. Mm. Or young movie, Avengers. Or, or movie. Would he be in Young Avengers? I guess he's not that young. No, he's not that young. Yeah. But then again. His nah. comic costume is so stupid looking. 
I was gonna say, but then again, now they're a day because like uh, Haley Steinfeld is like twenty three. So is he, so is he? Oh well, there you go. That could be cool. Maybe I, I wouldn't know. mind that. Have New Falcon kind of get his training in in the Young Avengers. But uh, talking about Asians ruling things, so yeah, Mortal Kombat comes out on Friday. Woo! They already released the first seven minutes. I didn't. Watch I didn't it. watch that either. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like you. Part of me is like. I get you're trying to drum up interest in it, but it also worries me when they do that. Yeah. When they drop like a whole section of the movie to be like, please watch this. It's like, I hope it means it's great. Yeah, and like you're that first, confident. Cause I'm like, for, I'm like the first seven minutes. How long is this movie? Yeah. Granted, it's only seven minutes, but still I'm like, you show me, you already showing me the bare, the beginning. And apparently it's like Scorpion's origin. Like, so does that mean the first seven minutes is the best part of the movie? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still fingers crossed, but that did make me a little worried. I was like, what? Why would you do that? But It's for literally the, coming out this week. Yeah, it's coming <laughs> Why, out. You yeah. couldn't wait two more days? <laughs> so for those of you that are interested, I guess you do want to check it out. It's on It's on the like check their Twitter page. First seven minutes are mm. out. I wasn't watching it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> but uh, also something else that's going to be out but uh apparently uh cobra kai season four is even though season three just debuted this year january season four will also be debuting what? at the end of this year what when uh, just, say? it just says end of 2021 i mean i'm happy don't have to wait less the wait the better hope it's still quality yeah i do too so but i'm excited yeah but it also kind of goes to show, because it's like, dang, Cobra Kai was this year. But it also kind of goes to show one of the, the the great things and downfall, or not downfalls, but bad negative things about Netflix's model, considering like Amazon's not following it, Disney Plus isn't following it, in terms of like the binge, binge watching, oh, dropping, dropping all the everything. episodes. Because like... Yeah, that's great because now you don't have to watch. You don't have to like, fuck, what's happening next week? Oh, I want to, I can't wait. I need to know. I want to know. It falls out of the zeitgeist. Yeah, faster. like nobody's talking about, like, even in, even in the month of January, people are talking about Cobra Kai for maybe like a week or two. Because it's a thing where the weekly releases are, I think, are better because it gives you time for word to spread, for people to be online speculation. That speculation draws up more interest. But when you just drop it all at once, it's almost hard to even talk about it because then you have to be worried about how many episodes did you watch? How far are you? Did you watch it at all? So you yeah. can't actually like get a full conversation about it. And then not only just that, but like a lot of people do end up binging it in one sitting because especially if it's a cliffhanger, you're like, fuck, no, nah, nah, I need this. Like even like Daredevil. Imagine mm-hmm. like most people watch Daredevil on one night. Yeah, exactly. But then even with that, like after like a week or two, nobody was talking about it it's anymore. Gone. Yeah. And then also not even just that, but then because you're binging it, you're staying up like nine, ten hours. Watch. Sometimes you're like, fuck, what happened in the last episode? Yeah, you forget. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't stick with you as much because it's, it's more digestible in the smaller chunks, more time to think about it, sit on it. You know, talk about it with, it. yeah, talk about it with other people, and then speculate. Like, imagine if Wandavision dropped all at once. There'd be no Mephisto. Yeah, there'd be no. Memes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, eh, oh, it's not Mephisto. Okay, never mind. <laughs> like, you wouldn't even have time to be like, or oh, like, Mephisto. Huh, what was happening here? Or, or was this a reference to this? Oh, yeah, this is yeah. gonna happen. No, you'd miss out on all of it. Reed Richards is showing up in episode eight, <laughs> and I feel like a lot of what creates that buzz is the time between episodes. You yes. Know? Yeah, because I know some people are like, "Well, 
But I like the autonomy of being able to make the decision of watching whatever I want. I like the Netflix model because if I choose not to watch it week to week, that's my choice, but I still have the option. Mm. The old model of watching TV, you know, week to week is dead. And I'm like, well, I mean, you can have apparently that. it's not though. Cause it's, yeah. But you can have that too. Just don't watch it until it all fucking yeah, airs. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you used to get the choice. I was like, no, I don't want but spoilers. Like, but I, don't, I really don't get the choice because. Uh, Even the spoilers every minute. Like, well, if you want to watch it, then watch it. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, somebody, cause somebody, somebody said that to me. So I was like, whatever. No, nah, it's, it's a good point. I prefer the weekly. Well, speaking of weekly and binging, we talked about more, more Netflix news. Netflix, they're not struggling, but they're struggling to the point that they are now spending $17 billion this year on new content. They're struggling? I was like, well, I was saying struggling in the sense that now we're really getting into the streaming wars. I mean, we already know they're in debt, too. Yeah. And so one (laughs) of the big things about Netflix is licensing off properties mm. like the office people go to Netflix watch the office or we went to Netflix to watch Power Rangers I was fucking finally watching Power Rangers in space and then they snatched it yeah I'm like god damn it <laughs> I didn't see I didn't see space the same thing that happened to me when I was like alright I'm gonna finally start watching Doctor Who I got to the second season they snatched the shit I was like god damn it oh wow so because of that, like everybody wants to get their own streaming service. I don't, I don't, I don't think I brought up in the news uh, that uh, Sony now made a deal with Netflix. So all the Sony properties, which includes uh, Spider-Man and Sp- Into the Spider-Verse and stuff like that, that's all going to Netflix because they don't have their own streaming service. Mm. So any movie that comes out from here, Venom and all that, I think those are all going uh, Uncharted, those, which who cares? Those, yeah. those are all going to Netflix. The Last of Us, because that's a Sony property. So mm. they made a deal with okay. that, but like everybody's looking for you know new new content because Disney b- between Disney and Warner Brothers they damn near own all the shit. Yeah. So like you know so now you got, Netflix needs those exclusives. Yeah. So Netflix is trying to make you know do more bring more exclusive content. So they're spending seventeen billion dollars this year. Is this like an endless on content, pit of money? Which I'm that just they like, where to? the fuck are they getting? Yeah, like I guess it's just they're and they're going in debt to do this. But they're like, already in debt. <laughs> yeah, they're already in debt. But I guess they feel like it'll work in the long run. But at the same time, it's like that's why I said struggling a little bit because like even think of like Jupiter's legacy. Like yeah. Money doesn't make any sense. Money is just like a promise you make to the government. It's like, you, you're good for this, right? Yeah, we're good. For, we're Netflix. Of yeah. course we're good for it. All right, then you can have it. But like, like were you excited when you watched the trailer for Jupiter's Legacy? Where it's like, were you excited? Like, oh shit, I need to watch that. No. Exactly. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. We'll see how they, I mean, Netflix is still like, basically like, for the most part, top dog in the game. Yeah, I still think it's top dog. But didn't Disney Plus surpass it in subscribers or something? Or was that... I think they surpassed HBO Max. I don't oh, think HBO they, Max. Okay. I don't think they surpassed Netflix. Oh, okay, okay. That Net- makes more sense anyway. Yeah, surpassing HBO Max rather than Netflix. Yeah, Net- I think Netflix is still got you. Because I think Disney Plus now has like ninety million. I think Netflix has way more, like a couple hundred million. Like mm. I think they have like two hundred million. Okay, okay. So, but I mean, eventually, because you know, Disney Plus. Granted, they still have the entire Disney catalog. Yada yada yada. Huh. But in terms of like new content, they're still like slowly coming out because most of the new content is like Marvel and Star Wars. Granted, they have other stuff like High School Musical, The Musical. I mean, honestly, though, that's all you need. 
Like, yeah, it I'm is. Marvel and Star Wars it dominates the talking space when it comes yeah. to the, the internet and shit in general. Like, what they got? Fast Furious? Like that? And, 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 and for the most part, it's been working because like most, like most, most of the subscriptions that they had with Disney Plus is on, was only because of Mandalorian. Yeah. One show. Mm-hmm. And they were getting, but now that it's slowly starting, like. I don't now, know. Every other, like not even every other month, like literally when one show ends, the next one's like right around the corner. Yeah, with the exception of that, because like after Falcon and Winter Soldier, there's nothing. For until, like a month, right? Or until, two? Yeah. Because uh, the last episode is Friday. So we're in April, May, June. So yeah, like all of May, we're not going to have, there's mm. nothing. It makes sense, though. Give us a little bit of a, a one month break between this and Loki. But even like, but. But by this point, probably like next year, because this this year we're getting Loki, then we're getting uh, What If, then we're getting Miss Marvel, which we haven't seen anything from. Yeah. We're getting Hawkeye. Then next year we're probably gonna get more shit. Armor Wars is coming. Riri Williams. Hawkeye's coming out this year. Yeah, Hawkeye's coming out this year. Wow. Hawkeye's man. the last thing to come out. Jesus Christ. I just I'm like man, I can't believe there's a Hawkeye show coming out. Am I gonna be? There's no way. It's gonna be as good as Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? I mean, we don't know. Can you imagine if Hawkeye is like the next big thing? <laughs> like, who knew Clint I mean, we, Barton was so deep? Because <laughs> honestly, I feel like it's not even gonna really be. I, I think it's gonna mostly be Kate Bishop's story. Damn, Hawkeye gave, you can get the sidelight in his own series. <laughs> I mean, well, her name's Hawkeye too. So. I know it's like fuck, man. It's like, could you imagine being um uh what's his name? Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. I'd be like watching all your peers become the focus of their own shows, and it's like. I'm even sidelined in my own show. Bullshit. <laughs> no respect for the bow and arrow. <laughs> but I mean, but that's the way Marvel depicted uh, Hawkeye in, in, in the MCU. Like, is anybody really checking for Hawkeye? No, no not really. But that's mm-hmm. their that's their fault. Like, even think about uh, 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 Captain America Winter Soldier. Hawkeye is a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Why the fuck was he not involved in the downfall of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Good point. Good point. <laughs> Where was he at? He was just shooting, yeah. shooting archery somewhere. Why do people like Black Widow so much? Because she she played not a major role, but she played a pretty hefty role in Iron Man 2. Yeah. She played an even bigger role in Winter Soldier. True. So that's two movies right there I mean, outside of Avengers. Yeah, because she, in Avengers, she had more of a role than Hawkeye. Hawkeye yeah. was brainwashed. So then that's that too. <laughs> yeah. But... There's two movies outside of Avengers that we saw her. Yeah. So we've gained I a think connection Winter Soldier for her. really did it. Yeah, Winter Soldier did it. Yeah. But Hawkeye, he's only been in the Avengers movies. And then he's what? Not really. We know he has a farm and all. So it's like. Yeah. They didn't make him as interesting as comic book Hawkeye. True. But I guess maybe they could they rectify that. But with the. Uh, with the show, but and I don't know. I feel like it's too little. Too I can't. Late. I just can't imagine it. Like with Falcon Winter Soldier, I see the potential, but with Hawkeye, I'm like, what Hawkeye story do I want to see? Like I don't really give a fuck. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think it's mostly. Granted, I mean the Matt. A lot of people praise the Matt Fraction Hawkeye run. I. That's probably where we're pulling from. But I didn't read that. So. But I mostly. I feel like it's mostly just to set up Kate Bishop. Hmm. Whack. <laughs> hey, if it's good, it's good. And honestly, if she's a better Hawkeye than him, like a more important Hawkeye, then maybe it's worth it. You know what I'm saying? Pass yeah. that mantle, somebody's going to use it. By the way, like I said, with all the stuff that's coming out, they really need to do better with their villains. Otherwise, I feel like, you know, the whole talk about superhero fatigue, I think people are going to get tired of, of Marvel and the, and the shit because like, now it's so much coming at us. Yeah. And what? Every villain's going to be generic? But I like John Walker as a villain. 
Yeah, but that's just John Walker. But well, you like, think you're like Agatha Harkness not a fan? Yeah, even think because people were saying that like, oh, you know, as compelling as everything was for Agatha to just be a generic whatever villain by the end, it was just like, oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, I, I think as long as they don't reach the levels of like Yellow Jacket level of like who gives a fuck, then we'll be okay. Because I think one of the Marvel strengths is that they're able to just make their heroes so interesting, and that's why when we get into the team up stuff, we're always yeah, so invested. That works for the movies. Yeah, but now that we're getting so much stuff. And it's, it's they're longer than just the movies. Yeah. You know, the episodes. Like, who's the Hawkeye villain? Bullseye? Jeremy, gonna, Jeremy Renner. You're bringing Daredevil? <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's the only thing. Like, because we're getting so much of the TV, like, they really need to do better with their, with fleshing out their villains. I feel you. I feel you. But uh, speaking of uh, getting fleshed out and possibly playing a villain... Daenerys Targaryen herself, Amelia Clark, she's been cast in Secret Invasion. Mm. And I'm like, so she's playing the Squirrel Queen, right? Because who else is she playing? She's always got to play queen. Yeah, where she goes, got to be I mean, queen. Maybe, I mean, maybe not, but I'm just like, come, like, who, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd be down for it. I like, I like uh, Amelia Clark. I feel like the things I've seen in her other than Game of Thrones, like Terminator, she wasn't that great in, but I'm hoping it's because of the direction and the movie around her, not her. But also, uh, another confirmation, Michael Keaton has confirmed that he is playing Batman in The Flash. That's still happening, huh? Yes, that's oh. still happening. To Ezra Chokabitch Miller, huh? <laughs> yep. Nobody's just going to talk about Ezra all again and just sweep that under the rug, okay. <laughs> but also... Uh, the Marvel snipers now have their eyes on uh, Kevin Feige can't be happy with Alfred Molina. He basically let it come out that, oh, yeah, he is. He's definitely in Spider-Man 3. Doc Ock? Doc Ock. And uh, it says his character and everything that happens with his, which I find weird, but it takes place literally right after, like moments after Spider-Man 2. So we just retconned. They, they pick right back. They pick right up with Spider-Man 2. We retconned um, Spider-Man 3 out of existence? Apparently. That's hilarious. I'm okay with that, though. <laughs> but boy, he died. So he's he comes out the river like, oh, I didn't drown. I'm okay, guys. <laughs> or he gets sucked into the sun and he gets sucked into a new universe. <laughs> Is this Sam Raimi the one directing that movie? Yes. Is that why? Did they get him? Because it's like, hey, man, we want you to bring back well, all of well, your... Well, I remember it was originally Scott Derrickson. Yeah, but I think the reason I honestly think the reason they he's not on it anymore because he remember he kept talking about wanting to make Doctor Strange two a horror movie like really horror a horror movie and Marvel probably were like nah we don't want to because even with like Blade oh we want to we don't want to go rated R so he probably wanted to go super dark with Doctor Strange too mm. and they were probably like nah bro was that before or after they started making all the Spider Man crossover this is way before like before they even announced it was Multiverse of Madness yeah. It was whatever, and you know the because he talked about the he wanted the villain to be nightmare, yeah, and all this other stuff. But then all of a sudden, it's like oh, creative I, creative differences. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out if it's Sam Raimi that decided to start bringing in all the Spider Man, you know, Tobey Maguire elements. I mean, maybe to finish his work. You know, what I'm saying like he, I mean, he did it. So I was like, <laughs> I will finish what I started. Also, also Andrew Garfield. So yeah, but yeah, he let it let it slip. So hmm. I'm really curious to see how that works. I haven't seen him in a movie in forever. Me either. 
He was old then. How old is he now? <laughs> Older. Yeah. But also another thing that's confirmed and also and changed. So Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. We're not getting the same directing, directing and uh, writing team. We're Whack. A different directing team, and it's three guys. Uh, one of them is known for doing uh, certain episodes of Avatar, like a uh, um, fuck. I think the Bossing Say episode. Mm. Is it the same writers at least? Chris wasn't it Chris Lord and Phil Miller who wrote that? Yeah, I don't think I don't. It doesn't say. It just says we're getting new directors. Uh, I hope the writers are at least the same then, because then even this change in directors it worries me a little bit. But hopefully, they share the same vision. But yeah, I'm I'm wondering why the change in directors. But I mean, it could work for the better. Because think of like when the Russos took over Avengers. Or Captain America. Yeah, or Captain America. Yeah. So. Could be. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. But uh, also, more fingers crossed, things with Shazam could work for the better. <coughs> Go <for it. laughs> uh, Lucy Liu, Charlie's Angels, has been cast as the villain. And what? And Shazam. So now I'm like, oh, so I'm going to be rooting for the villain in this movie. Lucy Liu's the villain of Shazam. What is she? Do they have a thing where she's playing? Uh, Calypso. I don't know shit from the comics about Calypso. And uh, Helen Mirren is also the villain. Helen Mirren and Lucy Liu are the villains. So Helen Mirren is playing Hespera and her sister Calypso. Is The Rock, like, Black Adam a hero in this? Like, not in that movie, but I'm saying, like, in DCEU? Cause... They're, they're making him a hero. The Rock has never played a villainous role. Yeah. So we've got so two I guess Shazams. I'm, I'm, so I'm assuming he doesn't want to... Which I don't understand that whole thing. Oh, I don't want to tarnish my image. It's fucking acting. Yeah. What? But yeah, we've never seen The Rock in any type. So I'm pretty. So they're basically. They're he's probably, a Scorpion King kind of villain. <laughs> not really though. Not, not in the Scorpion King. I mean, uh, in the Mummy, in the Mummy Returns, or whatever the second one was. But then they did the Scorpion King and made him a hero. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no! By the way, he's actually a good guy the whole time. I'm like, what? It was weird Scorpion Demon form. I don't know. Don't don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> like what? So. uh... I guess maybe they're gonna be play him up as an anti-hero, ish. That's weird. Which yeah, because yeah, now he's two Shazams. Because that's his main villain. Yeah, like he's past Shazam now instead of bad Shazam. You haven't even seen the two of them interact. No, and he's getting his own movie automatically because it's The Rock. That's weird. Which I mean, I'm excited about the movie, but like. It's Shazam, what do you, Shazam just, and Black Adam. Like, just, yeah, but I just feel like it's redundant. Now we've just got two Shazams in the in this in the DCU. Yeah, because they literally have the same power. Yeah, they literally uh, say Shazam. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> jinx, jinx. <laughs> double jinx. Uh, finally, uh, Ray Fisher's talk coming out again, calling out DC. I mean Warner Brothers, because uh, after the Derek. Wait, Sh- more. I mean, well, not, oh. not necessarily more, but after the Derek Chauvin trial, okay. Warner Brother, Warner Media came out with a statement, basically just said, while this verdict doesn't bring back those we've uh, so wrongly lost, we know that it brings us closer to significant change. We reaffirm our commitment oh. to be part of the solution by using our platforms, content, and resources to advance racial uh, equity. <laughs> And social justice. PR, 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 PR. And Ray Fisher retweeted it and said, Oh, really? How <laughs> fucking dare you? Hashtag, um, not hashtag, but uh, at Warner Media. Oh, now I'm pissed. 
That's all he said? That's all he said. <laughs> so, I mean, I get where it's coming from because that sounds like a bunch of PR bullshit. I don't like when companies come out and like try and act like they're people with a moral standard when they don't have, they don't have a fucking moral code. They'll, they'll fucking kill people the fucking if it means no. making more profit i mean it's the same thing i said before was like you know people that were during or even like uh with marvel and dc during this whole when when lgbtq pride month comes out in uh june mm. they're like oh let's release a pride comic and it's like but what about after the month is over it's not important it's about the moral posturing for that one moment so yeah. that they can get some uh some re some reclicks some views on that <laughs> let's 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 change our logo to a, a DC pride or whatever logo or marvel pride logo but there's no gay characters with leading books mm. it's it's social or, justice lip service it's black history month guys you know let's let's create a uh I think put a thing on Instagram with the black heroes, but how many of book how many books you got with black hero? How many how many black writers do you have? How many black artists do you have? Mm-hmm. How many black editors do you have? Exactly. So it's like yeah, it's almost kind of the same shit. Oh yeah, you know quality yada yada yada. But then you fired the black man and all whatever, mm-hmm. and then you took got then we you took an ally. Then you, yeah, <laughs> then you took him off the movie, the Flash movie. Yeah. But we're allies. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so easy for companies to fucking take up the fucking moral high ground when it's bullshit. It's the Hollywood thing. Hollywood's bullshit. They're all like, oh, high moral standards of Hollywood. Then you scratch the surface and it's like, how many pedophiles are <laughs> working behind the scenes in this place? Okay. Yeah. And you know about it? That's crazy. You, yeah, you know about it. <laughs> yeah. And what, you you not only like let them scaffold up higher, but you reward them oftentimes? Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> but you're you're against it, though. Got you. You're caught. Yeah. Got you. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. We, we, we see. We see what this is. Yeah, I mean... It's pretty clear. <laughs> but yeah, all right, so that's it for that's it. news. Yeah. All right, so next week we're going to be talking about Mortal Kombat. Or we'll be talking about Mortal Kombat. I hope it's the first one. Um, will you watch New Mutants? Or we're going to say no. No. no you're okay. I'm going to try and convince them next week again, guys, when there's no movie to review. But I mean. Not for New Mutants, but re- reviews for Mortal Kombat, from what I've seen, again, take those with a grain of salt. But I haven't seen anything negative. Yeah, I thought the, the reviews were pretty positive so far. But so were the reviews for BB. <laughs> <laughs> Standing ovation! <laughs> hey, don't compare things, because obviously we don't have the same yeah, level of... Be, <laughs> be consistent. Yeah, we gotta be more consistent. Yeah. Yeah, we're not consistent enough. <laughs> I love when people try to tell me what to do, or tell us what to do, and they don't have their own show. Like... <laughs> Do your own show and you be consistent. <laughs> no, we have to have moral integrity in our ratings. We can't be like Hollywood, Michael. We've got to be able to be a standard. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I feel the same way. But yeah, but that being said, definitely want to hear from you guys. And I love hearing um, your corrections and thoughts about what we talk, stuff we talk about. Um, but yeah, on that end, let's get out of here. We'll talk next week about Mortal Kombat, um, the finale. A Falcon Winter Soldier, fucking hype for that, mm-hmm. and the penultimate episode. Which, actually, of Invincible. I, uh, I really hope, considering, the, I mean, I feel like maybe they uh, they they, get, they have to go this route, right? What? Because this episode was called Truth, Justice. No, what, the what? American Way. No, shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> no, the last episode has to be called Red, White, and Black. Oh, because that was the title of the comic. That was the Truth, name of the comic. Red, Truth, White. Red, White, and Black. That'd be dope. It has, it has Red, to be. Red, white, and black. It has to be. 
I'd be mad if it's not. Well, because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like the writing is on the like you look you call this episode truth. Yeah. And then Falcon Sam is gonna take on the map red, white, and black. Like, come on. Yeah. I agree. I think it'd be dope. And if they don't, I can't wait to hear you rant about it. Be like, <laughs> fuck them. It was right there. Yes, I will. Uh, so that's this, this week's episode of Blur Vision. I've been your host, Jordan. This episode will be called like Black. Yeah. <laughs> Just black. Black. <laughs> Nigga America. Like. <laughs> Nigga America. <laughs> I hope it's not that. <laughs> we have a, a completely different discussion next week then. Yes, like, we, can you believe? Yes, we will. <laughs> that, anyway, yeah. I'm Michael. Bye. Uh, later, guys. Peace. America. you by eating in front of you before you've had breakfast. At least I'm wearing clothes. Thank God, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I should be appreciative of that, I guess. Yes, you should. All right.